to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. There's a bug ring inside of MX Sports. Yeah, welcome everybody to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thank you everybody for tuning in on this Monday night. We are live in Las Vegas, not far from the Lions Den, and we super, super appreciate you guys listening once again. Uh, we are coming at you, and uh, great show tonight. We got uh, Tyler Bowers, Arena Cross Champion, Andrew Short, Will Hahn, Mike Webb, Yoshimura Suzuki Team Manager, Mike Webb. We've got a cornucopia of in-studio guests. I'll get to those in a second. And, of course, Titch Legendary. Hey, don't forget you can get to this show. There's four corners of Pulp MX I need to talk about, four aspects of Pulp MX. Uh, one is that you can get the show on iTunes. You can get the Steve Mathis show on iTunes. You can also get the show on Stitcher. Uh, don't forget to get it on Stitcher on your download. Uh, also, um, the app, Pulp MX app, um, and also uh, Amazon. If you're going to buy something, on Amazon, I mean, why not? Uh, you got to do it, right? Then uh, go to Amazon.com and uh, uh, go through Amazon. Turn the volume off on your computer. Thank you. And uh, go through Amazon.com, and we get a chunk of that. We super, super appreciate you guys doing that, and it keeps us able to afford guys like our in-studio guests um, able to come in on the show. Uh, the great... Mechanic in the sport, one of the all-timers, uh, working for RCH and Brock Tickle, uh, none other than Tony Berluti. What's up, Berlut? Steve, how you doing? Good. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. I, I missed you. Well, it's been a long I time. I thought you were kidding. What? But you said at the Monster Cup at the end of the night, you're like, what, dude? I don't ever get the invite. And right. I'm like, holy shit, Berluti really likes it. Yeah, I he really love likes it. coming on the show. No, no, I, this this is a good time. I enjoy um, it. That's awesome. Thank you for coming in. And uh, we're going to get to talking about... The Monster Cup and some Supercross changes and things like that. Looking forward to uh, to that. Also in studio, um, he works for Pulp MX. He uh, he's a contributor on PulpMX.com. He's uh, also uh, helps us out on the show each week. He's here in Vegas on a lovers' weekend with his <laughs> lovely wife Erin. Uh, CL Moser, Moser, what's up? How are you, boss? Thanks for coming in. Thanks for uh, flying S- me in the white down. Sec, uh, just you. Uh, second or third time on the show. Uh, second time. Second time you yeah, sat in on in studio. studio. Yeah, yeah. Favorite riders, Andrew Short. Yes. No. We have, we have him on the show tonight. <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> <laughs> we had to do it, of course, to get him in and uh, taking your calls, producing the show, uh, handling everything behind the scenes, dealing with the fans, dealing with the public is none other than the Tits Legendary Tits. What's up? What's up, Steve? How are you? Great. Got a belly full of pizza. Oh man, yeah. that was good pizza. Got a test today. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got pizza. Yeah. Then Rocky growled at you. I was here on time. Actually, I was here early. Earlier than you've been in weeks. Yeah. Um, that's good. Uh, but don't forget, we have the BTOsports.com tweet at tits segment. Although he's no longer on Twitter. Uh, it is the po- tweet at Pulp MX Show. But he will. Um, tweet at tits via Pulp MX Show. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we got the race tech emails. We have uh, NFAB banging bars. Although, Moser, we are going to switch it up tonight. Yeah. What, uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah, what did we say? Move your microphone yeah. up a little bit there, bro. Yeah, shocker. Right, every, there you go. Pull your mic up every time. Perfect. 
Uh, yeah, so we're going to change that up a little bit. Well, there wasn't any banging bars this week. There's no race. Right. And so we're going to debate a couple of riders. Yeah. Uh, and Berludi will certainly get you in on this. Um, also, X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment. As well, uh, our sponsors on the show, we couldn't do this without them. Fly Racing, the official gear of Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, and others. Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Atlas Atlas uh, Neck Braces. Sorry, I already said that. Uh, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, W Wheels, official wheels of Andrew Short and Tyler Bowers. And uh, and you guys use W uh, Berluti on yeah. Josh Hill's bike. Yep. And uh, fantastic guy, fantastic company, wheels.com. Great product. Uh, Black Ops Moto. Don't forget, today's uh, the ending, this week ending, 25% off Black Ops Moto, blackopsmoto.com. I uh, want better throttle response, better starting, better better uh, everything on your four-stroke. Helps the power throughout the range. Uh, check it out, blackopsmoto.com. Get one for yourself. Uh, some top riders and teams use this product, but they don't really want Chris at Black Ops Moto to tell them because they're trying it and it goes against some sponsors. So just know that it's being tried. And uh, also Optrix, uh, the official iPhone case of the Pulp Mech show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Again, Mike Webb, Andrew Short, Tyler Bowers, Will Hahn, all in studio. And uh, looking forward to getting your emails and voicemails and everything else. All right. Let's, uh, let's start. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Not much went on this past week. We, uh, we had the Monster Energy Cup last week, of course. Jimmy and Georgia Albertson. Oh, we got a voicemail. Uh, someone's not happy with Georgia Albertson. I didn't know anybody didn't like her. She's uh, someone's not happy guy. with Georgia. I know somebody who really likes her. Ping. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, this was not Ping who called. We'll play that in a little bit for you guys. Um, I don't know. I mean, I kind of didn't want to play it because it was a little, ma- little mean towards Georgia, maybe, but. I, f- I think there's domestic violence involved in there too. On the, on the <laughs> I figure we have to. We have to get people uh, definitely listening to this. Um, Berludi, uh, Monster Energy Cup, and Watson and I talked after the race, and I said, "Dude, I go, your guy Brock Tickle, which is your guy. You work for him." Yeah. I said he did exactly what he's been doing all year. Yeah. I look at the results. I was like, "Oh shit, seventh overall." But you know what? What? I never noticed him. No. Like it was the same. I mean, seventh overall is a good result, and three main events, of course, so um, he just did what he always does, which is a solid result, but you don't necessarily see any flash. No. What's your take on You know, on well, it? the guy's getting a lot of heat on it and stuff, but, you know, here's one aspect that people don't want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, please tell us. Is, you know, these fill-in riders things. Well, at least the guy's solid to stay healthy all year, and he's, and he's solid. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a value to that. In my opinion, there is a value to that. Then you got guys that are hurt all the time. So, yeah. I mean, he gets beat up a lot. So, on this this case here, I'm going to kind of just yeah. stick up for him no, a little bit. No, you no, know? I'm, I'm with you. You know, Nick Way made a good living by staying healthy for years yeah. and years and years. Yeah. And putting it – and you worked for Nick. Uh, that year, he worked for him. He got 6-6 six and six and kind of didn't, like, stand out a whole bunch. But then in the year, you look at the points and you're like, wow, yeah. he made every race. Yeah. There is something to be said for that. That is a talent to stay healthy. It's yeah, a skill. I mean, well, it's it's a skill. I mean, if you want to be a winner, you got to hang it out. I mean, look at look at Villapoto. I mean, that was pretty gnarly crash. And some of the top guys, Ricky Carmichael. I mean, they they all crashed back in the day when they're on their A game, when they're killing everybody yep. and winning stuff. So I mean, they're still pushing the edge. Well, Brock, I don't say he doesn't push the edge, but he needs to push the edge a little. There bit was more. one start in the main event. One uh, of the mains, he came in fourth or fifth. Right. Pretty pretty good. Right. And I don't know what 
happen, but it was something that Mitch Payton used to talk about when he rode for Mitch on the 450. He just checked up. He does that. Yeah, that's yeah. the part that we – that's what, that gets – he Definitely. was looking great. Yeah. Yeah. If there's one off. thing you could work on, it would, would it be that? Starts? Yeah. Like well, first turns, we, starts. Yeah. We actually, during testing, we got some good stuff figured out, and uh, I think our bikes are good yep. after, you know, a couple of weeks of testing, and Ricky came out and did, um, Ricky put in a lot of work, you know. Yep. He, he came out an extra week that he wasn't even planning on coming out. So, I mean, uh, uh, and it was Ricky's job to get that motor bitching, you know, and I think he's pretty pumped with it. And Brock got bitching jumps, and like you said, he had good jumps in just about every start that I saw, which is kind of unusual, mm-hmm. you know. But like you said, there's more to just a start than a jump. Now you yeah. got to if you check up. I mean, yeah. you got to want it. You got to visualize. You got to say, "I'm pulling this whole shot and do it," you yeah. know. And that guy gets a good jump, and then he checks up. I mean, fuck, yeah. what a, you know. Now, now, um, um, so testing with Ricky. Now, obviously, uh, Ricky's three, four years out of retirement, but is it still applicable? Is he, obviously, he still hauls ass, but is what he's doing applicable right down to Brock Tickle? You know what's amazing with Ricky was anytime we would do some stuff, he would make a comment, and he's he was being very modest and said exactly what you're talking about. He goes, you know, maybe these new guys won't like this, but it's applicable. That guy knows yeah. how to ride, yeah. you know. But Ricky was really, you know, like I said, modest. And, you know, I don't know if, if James would like this or if, if Brock would like this or these newer guys are going to like this, but this this is what I'm trying to do and get at. And at the end of the day, when Brock wrote it, he, he liked it, you know. Yeah, so, okay. All right. So I think it's very applicable. Raising my hand. Got a couple comments. Yes. One, I don't think it's fair that you uh, singled out Tickle. I think a lot of people, when I noticed at Monster Energy Cup, the shorter races, they focused basically on the lead because there was a well, good race. Well, but I was there. So I'm not, I'm not talking about the TV. I am just mean being so there in person. Who else, when I noticed when you were there? Uh, I never saw Josh Grant all show or all, all – you know, he just never got starts and he kind of crashed in the first one and then just never, never did what I thought Josh Grant could do. Right. Especially in a 10-lap ten, ten race. Yeah, huh? you would yeah. think so. Um, any, any, anything else? Okay. Yeah, back to the – you were talking about starts, working on starts. Will you set a bike up where you'll sacrifice it on the track to get a better start? So, I mean, obviously you can set a bike up to get better starts, but will you work on bike setups strictly for starts and maybe sacrifice a little bit of how it handles on the track to get a better jump or to get a better start? Yeah, chassis-wise you could do that. Motor-wise now with electronics it's pretty bitching where you can you can have a start mode and then you go into, you know, regular race, race mode. mode. So, I mean, that's a great question, but um for the most part, I don't think it's rocket science. It's not that gnarly. I mean, moving the chain back is probably one of the number one things that come to my mind is, you know, moving the rear wheel back as far as you can or something. Uh, you know. Two-stroke days was like more of a sacrifice of gearing and tire. Yeah, probably. You know? Like where you're like, okay, what do we want to do on the start versus yeah, what do we want yeah, to do on exactly. the track? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, tires for sure is a big thing. Um, but you know what? Because a start is important. Some guys will. Some guys will sacrifice a bad tire to get a good start. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so Ricky's a help. Ricky's a big help. I he's, thought he was wonderful. I mean, he's yeah. hauling ass still. I'm sure he, you know, he maybe can't go 20 laps, but he can go fast for. The guy hauls ass. Dude. Right. Right. So I guarantee you, his lap times are really close to all three of our guys that were out there. Really? Know? Yeah. For for the <laughs> yeah. couple laps. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm uh, not I'm not blowing smoke up his ass. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would, yeah. He's Ricky Carmichael. He's yeah. there and he's doing a good job. And it's and his and his influence and his testing helps. It, Absolutely. It, 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 it's a it's a bonus to the team. Yeah. Um maybe, uh, maybe maybe you can ask Mike that later on. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um so Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart won. 
the the whole thing impressive. with an eight one one. That was impressive. Did you see him much out of the track? Did you? Oh yeah, we're out there all okay. together. All right. Are yeah. you talking about at the race at, at testing? At, at testing, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. no, he. Yeah. I mean, he's because doesn't he's James well. have some sort of rules where he doesn't like a lot of people when he's out testing? Well, I mean, I know it was we're, like part that Yamaha. The, we're part of the team. I know, but uh, he was... there's very few people out there. Right, right. Yeah, there's our initial group, and mm-hmm. whether he makes those calls or not, yeah. I don't know. Right, right. Apparently, he's not making those calls because yeah, our group was out there, which is a small group, and then his group. Yep. It's it's we're kind of a. I saw Ricky and James even discuss, talking things over at the Monster Cup. Did you uh, in practice or on press day? Which I was a little surprised because those guys still. I mean, they weren't bros when they raced, and you know. There's still drama there a little bit, so I was yeah. I was surprised, but good for them, good for them to yeah. bury whatever it is or whatever, you know. Um, so. Yeah, they 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 uh, seem to talk when we're out testing. Actually, you know, who talks more is his dad and Ricky. Oh, really? Oh, they yeah, get, yeah. they they start <laughs> firing each other up, and then Ricky, yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's comical, right? Yeah. Um, hey, uh, lots of talk last week about the format, Joker Lane, three ten lappers. We had Dan Bentley on, um, talking to him also. I'm gonna guess that Tony Berluti hates all of that. No, you're you're you uh, want twenty la- twenty laps, no Joker Lane, none of this bullshit. Well, you take twenty laps out, you change the game completely. I mean, as far as these guys are trained, you're training that that goes right. that that changes. The Joker Lane, I think, is really neat for the fans. I really, I don't, I don't see any harm to that. Really, yeah, I like that idea. Okay, I think. You're just think, old school, you know, so that's why I said ah, that. Dan know, Bentley was like, no. You're funny. You're old school, but yet you're new school. Ah, dude, no. What I am is I'm open-minded, man. Oh, okay. Like, you know? So because I'm old school, I'm closed-minded? Well, Dan saying? Bentley was like, no, that's stupid. That's dumb, right? I mean, Dan Bentley couldn't have been – I'm asking Tits. He didn't pay attention. But uh, you – I listened to him and Wade both, both hated the idea. Dan couldn't, yeah. Yeah, Dan couldn't yeah. get out of his mouth fast enough that that was a dumb idea. Yeah. I think – Which – he said Joker Lane was even I dumb? I think he said everything was dumb. Yeah. He didn't really? want to no change. Him and Wade both. <laughs> They want no changes to any of the I format. think that we should do Joker Lane at some races. I think some races should be three 10-lappers. No way should there be all 17 rounds. We, we still need the 20-lappers. We still need everything else. I'm all for trying something new. I mean, our triples have been 67 feet for, you know, 20 years, no matter how many CCs the bikes are. Mm-hmm. Our, uh, our tracks don't have much dirt. You know, there's kind of like some of those infields, there's, you know, 100 feet on each side of the track. Um, we don't, you know, whether the track is 42 seconds in San Francisco or – Daytona, a minute and whatever. It's 20 laps. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't change anything. We don't get – I would even go, like, bonus points for fastest qualifier, bonus points for hole shots, bonus points for laps led, you know, five laps, one lap. I'm down for that. I, 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 do anything. Switch it up. I'm down for Okay. I'm down for that stuff. All right. It's good. I'm talking like about it. the training. Don't take motocross out that of motocross. You know, that's yeah. the only thing I'm no, saying. Yeah, yeah. Know? No, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I mean, and I wouldn't do it. I would even think, and I, I know some people don't like this, I would think of a, a, a chase-style championship. First six rounds don't count, first ten rounds don't count, and then the last seven do or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm – Whatever. I don't know about just that. Just to keep I, it tight. You know, we don't want any runaways. Baby steps here, Steve. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, right? I know. But I just feel like we just need to just – a great idea is for failed to switch it up, and we just need to, to think about that. Um, 702-586-7857 if you guys have uh, – a thought or a question to uh, Moser, Berluti, myself, or or talk about the uh, the Monster Cup. We're also uh, we had a roundtable show. Yeah, Moser uh, coming up this week on Pulpamex dot com. Uh, thanks to Sinjin, uh, Brad, G, um, Blazer, and Nash, Nash, and Pookie, and Pookie, and tits. yourself, and Tits. Sinjin tits. was there. Tits. Yeah, Sinjin was. There. Oh my God. About yeah. the only thing Tits. <laughs> 
didn't want to do less than the roundtable show on Monday was throw himself into a volcano. Pretty close. There was throw himself in the volcano. That's pretty. pretty and right pretty above accurate, that was yeah. the roundtable show. But but he did it for you, Moser. A testament to our friendship yes. is that he showed up um, on a Sunday. So and we did. did we you did mountain biking. Sorry to hear he's that. He's moving. He's been moving. He's been moving. Oh, that's right. You're in church on Sunday. My bad. Um, the um, so the roundtable show will be coming up. What did the people have to say, the super fans, about Berlut? Um, Sinjin, not a fan. Who knew? Really? Everybody loves you. Oh, okay. Except Sinjin. Oh, and I have nothing against him, but he's yeah. just a big old crazy man. I guess he didn't. I don't. I I did not know the hostility that Sinjin had towards you. I've no Are idea. Are you why. serious? Well, I, and it's ironic because well, he says funny. he likes '90s motocross stories, um, but he said of all the hosts, you were his least favorite. Oh, okay. Uh, besides Sinjin, who's Sinjin's a fucker. I mean, let's be honest here. Um, besides Sinjin, everybody loves the format of having rotating hosts. You guys all have a different perspective, different stories, different. Yeah, sure. Uh, but there is something they Sinjin wanted. Loves Kenny. He does like Kenny. Yeah, yeah. He does love Kenny. He tweets about Kenny coming back. What they did want, though, was some tech tips. Um, yeah, I think unanimously, except for Tits. Tits didn't like the idea, but just something small, just you know, just the just the tip of a tip. You know, nothing yeah. uh, too in depth. But everybody thinks that we could slip in a little bit of some sort of moto knowledge or bike maintenance or yeah. So, uh, yeah. do you have some pulled up? I do. Okay, let's uh, let's try some. Let's Berlutti. Well, I mean, Tony Berlutti. There isn't. Any, he's won 125 uh, Supercross championships. Mm. He's won 250 Supercross. Did you win 250 Supercross championships? No. No, but title races. races did you yeah. win? Supercross? Yeah. Not Supercross. I didn't think so. No, See, I know no. your career. Yeah. No. 125 250 nationals. 125 Supercross cha- champ races and titles. No Summercross. No. Nope, just about everything not else. Summercross. The factory mechanic for uh, 600 years. So, okay. he knows things. Yeah. So, what do we, what do we okay. got? So and first we, of all, did anybody ask for a question for me? If these questions <laughs> suck, then just skip them. Um, the, the, I don't know where the... I said ask for Berluti or me. Whoever, I oh, said Berluti or me. Most of them don't say. Okay. They're, they're just tech tips. All right, so, let's, let's do this. Um, how tech, you, We got broad ones and we got very technical, precise ones. Which one do you want to start uh, with? Let's go with the... You're the producer, so you can make that decision. Too. I yeah. wasn't asking you. You're not asking, answering the questions. You're looking right at me. <laughs> I don't have any choice. You're in front of Berluti. <laughs> Freaking guy. Okay. Well, let's start right. it off we'll, easy We'll first. start easy. Okay. Yeah. Scooter Beers. Um, <laughs> he says he's got 20 hours on his bike, and the front brake is very weak. The lever is firm. He scuffed the pads. He's got new fluid, but it doesn't help. What should he do? Any ideas? It's a great question. Mine's, my front brake's always squishy. I put a braided, <clears throat> well, I put a braided it's cable. Well, firm. It just Oops. doesn't have a lot of power. Hmm. Well, oversized disc for starters. Um, there is different um, composites of uh, brake pads, you know, different cinders or whatever you want to call it. But um, uh, d- d- does he, he – you should try to go to maybe an oversized disc rotor would probably okay. help as far as power. Would taking the caliper apart and rebuilding it, you want to know if that was a suggestion or if that's probably asking for hours. Did you that say he had a steel braided line? No. It's a new fluid. Steel braided line. New fluid. Steel braided line. If you have a older bike with those mushy, well, he's got twenty hours on the bike, so it's a yeah. New but if bike. It's, wow, okay, yeah. Steel I'm braided line. It's new, or maybe it's twenty hours on his. Steel bike. braided line helped a lot back in the day. Yeah, like those. Um, who made those? Kurt Rude made them. Oh yeah. No, the braking systems. Um. Oh, that. What was that? What was that? That was, that was his his company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. So steel braided line and oversized rotors. Those I are mean, suggestions. If his lever is firm, he says it's firm. New, new fluid. It's firm, Moser. Uh, what do you want me to go with this? Should we get one of the girls on the line to talk about how firm uh, is firm? Or 
And that's a broad. There's yeah. lots of different firmnesses. Well, right. uh, they, and it's new, but like I said, also different. Tell them to try some different ca- uh, brake pads. There's different, you know, okay. material. Yeah. You know. When I was down in Texas at Shorty's Farm, name drop, um, and I was riding Shorty's CR250 two-stroke. He's got a large oversized rotor on there, and I told myself repeatedly, don't grab too much front brake. And the first corner I went into, I grabbed way too much front brake and almost went over the bars. So um, that's the best brake I've ever <laughs> ever grabbed ever. And so apparently there's a the right way to do it, and whatever I've got on my bike at home is, is not. It's, I've got the same problem as uh, beers here. All right, next question. <laughs> Gomoto37, uh, what is the easiest way to remove a stripped oil plug bolt? Oil plug bolt. You ever, you ever had to deal with that? That's hard to do. That's a big bolt. To remove it? Or, 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 well, to or get fix. it out. He, he stripped it, so he wants to get it out. Or, or you Usually know, if it's stripped, it. it's now you got, that's because it's, there's no thread left. Because getting it out, like, like Moser said, it's a big bolt. It, it's a, it doesn't get stuck in there normally. So anyway, we don't know for sure, right? <laughs> I think says, he's rounded it off. What, what I, I'm assuming that when no. he put the thing in no? there, he shipped uh, it out. How would you round off a massive 17 okay, millimeter all right, so he, or 14 no, millimeter? Most likely, you, you would but, be surprised at how easy it is to do stuff like that. No, but like you said, it's a bigger bolt. It, most things that happen is they actually strip the aluminum case out. You know, it gets screwed up. So you got to either put a, a helicoil or a time cert. Time cert. Never you know? use helicoils. Use time certs. You can't just tap and die. Helicoils are dumb. <laughs> What are you laughing at? This is going great. All right. I think uh, it's what, 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 is, what, what's a, uh, what is that? What are you saying? What is a that? A time cert is, is a, it's a steel insert, but, but you've got to take some material out and thread it in. And, yeah, time certs are good. They're, they're so it's good. like a tap and die kit, basically? Uh, but if it's you're not doing, a kit. It, it, it's a kit, but not just a tap and die. You've got to tap, and you've got to – yeah, there's a little bit more to it. But it's, it's a little more intensive, but it's the way to go. Oh. But the, the problem future. is the, the ticket – is as you're drilling, it, the way it should be done is the motor should be taken apart because you're going to get all kinds of metal and, and shavings and aluminum in there. Mm-hmm. My suggestion is for this is have people call in. That way when there's questions like this where the guy just said it's stripped. Sure. Remember that. We're My trying. suggestion. We're two trying. cents. All right. Going all right. Out, you're going out a winner. How many Jared. more of these do you have? <laughs> I've got, well, I got four. Do a couple maybe more. more. Right. Let's do a couple more. All right. Uh, Jared Smith, what is the best exhaust system for an 06 CR250R? FMF, CRF250R, FMF, obviously. Yeah, hey, thanks for FMF good. for coming on board. It's a great show sponsor. They're all the same. I would. <laughs> no, FMF's great. Let's be honest. That's what we do in our show. We're we're we're, yeah. we're honest to a point, to a fault. Um, I would put almost without question. If I bought a four stroke, I would put at least a slip on on. I would buy them. Stock exhaust systems are. are Big, they're heavy, they they they're muffled. I would, don't you think, Brudy? Yeah, for a, sure. For sl- weight, for weight savings, minimum yeah. a slip-on. An FMF makes fantastic slip-ons. So. What is it? What is a slip-on? Is that at the header? Just or the or end, the muffler. Oh, at the just, end, okay. Yeah, yeah, just the end. I'm a two-stroke guy. Right. All right. All right. Um, JE934. What size main jet should I run in my 79YZ125 on a summer day in Alaska? Oh, you should call your brother. You probably know. <laughs> Jason that's Mathis. Dumb, that's dumb <laughs> I mean, just thrown out there. I said you got specific. Uh, on his seventy nine, right? Seventy nine. Probably use a, a. I'd say a, probably at least a four hundred. Okay, at least. <laughs> <laughs> the FMF website has jetting specs. I don't know if they go back to seventy nine, yeah. but all I, right. Uh, Josh Carlson, um, how do I get my one twenty five to stop spooging? I already put a leaner main jet in. 
That's a broad question. It's an inherent problem, and it happens, and you got to ride harder and faster because when you <laughs> cruise around at a slow pace, it's going to spooge. You can ride. always check your O-rings in your pipe. Ride Get faster. new O-rings in the pipe. Depends on what bike they have. Sometimes O-rings are on the inside. Sometimes they're on the outside. Depends uh, on what bike you have. Instead of those O-rings, if Cle- you have Clearly, I'm, I, I'm thinking spooging from the pipe, right? Is that where else would yeah, like usually, usually where it is, where the muffler goes to the pu- back of the pipe, you'll see oh, it drip yes. down. Oh, yes. They too, got that right? rubber. Yeah. They got that yeah. black rubber yeah. thing on there. So, I mean, to replace that, but it's usually guys that are cruising, you know? That's when you see it the most, mm-hmm. you know? Got to go balls out to keep it from spooging. <laughs> maybe run a leaner. <laughs> hey, maybe run a leaner mixture in your gas. If it's a two-stroke, maybe he's running... 20 to 1. You can go to 40 to 1 with today's See, oil and today's today's oil what, and today's gases. What do you recommend for mixing? I'm always a 32 to 1 guy myself. That's, I'm a 32 yeah. to 1 guy. Yeah. Right. 32 to 1 and what Steve says is true, but, you know, when, with more oil, it's, I mean, you, you get a good crisp, you know, bark. You know, I mean, when you go way lean on your oil, then yeah. you got to change your job. Um, Nick Way and Steve Mathis use 32 to 1 exclusively to be top privateer in the O2 Supercross okay, Series. Okay, so you're a beating, fan of 32 also. Beating your rider, I yeah. believe, in O2. A little sure. of this. Didn't you work for Torts? A little of that. Torts? Tortelli? No, wait, that's no. O2? O2. Who was I working with? Close, but not. Ron Ron? No, he's Cowie then. Yeah. O2. O2, Suzuki. Uh, Burner? No, oh, no. Probably Budman on a light spike. Yeah, we beat you. Nick Way. Mathis. All right. I can do another one. Can do do one, one more. more. One, do one more. more. All right. Um. You may not, because it's actually a suspension question. Is what's the difference between a standard air fork and a triple air fork? That's a good question. Um, that's from uh, Wojo. That? Yeah, go ahead if you if you can. I mean, Wojo. just more or cha- more more air chambers, but Bradley's probably no. Yeah, the, the the triple, the third is. Are you guys using it? Yeah, we okay. we just started using it. It's um, like on a conventional type fork, a spring fork. You have a a top out spring. And when it tops out, there's a spring. Well, that third chamber is basically a top-out is a top out air chamber, and that's what that's all about. The other two is a high-low. So you're completely springless. You're springless. Yeah, yeah, you have no springs at all. So production bikes are 100% air, correct? No, they'll still have that top-out in there. They do. They would, right? Yeah. The production, yeah. Okay. Just a small little spring, about four inches So high. the factory stuff you guys run has no oil now. No, there's oil on okay. one side. One okay. side, that's that's your valving. Um, oil. Like on the Honda. That's not production didn't have any oil anymore. No, it, spr- it gets rid of the spring. Oh, air, yeah. air is a spring. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Welcome to 2013. I thought the production stuff was way Says different. Says the guy who has an 05 subway bike. <laughs> I've heard you guys say the production stuff's nothing like what you guys are running factory-wise. Well, it's so it's so different. depends on what you're talking, KYB or Showa. Sure, I mean, right. the, the stuff that comes on the Hondas is, is, is KYB on the 458. I'm not sure on the 250F. And um, they you have to they, you have to put air in both. So it's not a separate function. So now on this tri- when you talk triple, I mean, it, it gets confusing. Now we got a separate function. Yeah. So it's separate function, which is oil all on one side, where the Honda, the KYB, comes with air and oil on both sides. Both sides, huh? Yeah, there, there's separate function, uh, both of them, and then there's ones that have just a spring in one, Cowie 250Fs, and there's separate function air, separate function spring, then Jeez. triple air, Yeah. Uh, production cartridge forks, you know. I like, apologize yeah, for my confusion yeah. earlier. Obviously, I'm um, an idiot. Not trying to make you feel like an idiot there, Here's Roger. a question I, was, here's I, a question I had. Tits. Here's a question I had. I have a podcast coming out this week with Pingree and uh, Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider. About uh, new bikes, all the new bikes. Yeah. You know, they shoot them out. They uh-huh. run them. Yeah. Um, so back in the day when I had my 09 Cowie 4th EF, 
Ross Maeda, Enzo, did me up some sweet suspension. Of course, I would take it to race tech now if I was doing it now. But, right. Uh, at the time, he made me up some suspension, and he got me some heavier springs. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a little heavy for my, yeah. for my speed. Right, Not so much right. weight, yeah, yeah. more speed. Yeah, for sure. Um, but now my question is, okay, so if you're a super fat guy and you have air forks, do you just literally put in 100 pounds of air pressure? Like, there has to be a limit in the air chamber to how much air it can hold, right? Uh, it heats up. It expands. Um, I, I, I wonder what I the weight th- limit is on an air chamber for a fat guy. I don't guy. think it's going to blow up. I, yeah, I would wonder. I just want to know. I, you know, I just would, I would be, wonder. You'd be surprised at the small increments that you add that it may how much different. it oh, makes. Oh, it does, it. yeah. Well, yeah. is it one pound for one rate? Or was, I think somebody told uh, me that. I can't answer that one. Yeah, it doesn't take much, though. No, it doesn't take much. No, it really doesn't. So my question is, is could you be too fat for the forks? I doubt it. Okay. All right. Hey, let's get our next guest online. Uh, so you, 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 Mike Webb. So, uh, okay, never no, mind. No, go ahead. No. I, I was going to say something. What You wouldn't have been happy with me. Oh, okay. Uh, so you can run, You can ride the new bikes is what I'm saying, okay? You'd have no problem. Well, that's what I'm wondering. No, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, you got You've it. You've seen my skills, Berlin. Hey, I've seen you up at... Uh, uh, Sandy... Uh, up there at What's it Mesquite. called? Mesquite. Yeah. How were the skills? Very good. Thank you. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, uh, Ping said I looked like Santa Claus when I wore the red gear. <laughs> I, was, I bet you did. Um, I didn't have the red stuff on when, when you saw no. me? No. Um, All you need is a little hat. With the... Okay, so real quickly before we get Mike on, Supercross changes next year. Have you heard? No. 22 man gates for both classes. Oh, well, going back to 22. Going back to 22. What, what about the points thing? That that's... Everybody gets one at the bottom. The last three guys get one. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Uh, semis are coming back. No shit. Yep. Semis. Are, you didn't know this? No. You got to do. Mark, you see the press Mark release? Johnson's got to be. No. no, it hasn't been released yet. Oh, okay. Well, I've heard rumors that there's, they're going to throw Joker lanes into a couple of them. Oh, I wish they would. Well, I don't know. You were talking about yes, that earlier. Yes, Dave Prater told me they would like to do that. Okay. I don't know if they're going to do it next year. Okay. And the semis are coming back, except guess this. Guess what? The, the semis, the odd finishers from the heats will be in one semi, and the even finishers in the heats will be in the other one. So you don't have the same guys racing in each race. Do you know how many people are going to take from qualifiers? Will it be four or six, like what it used to be? I think it'll be five, 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 and two, like five heat. Yeah. It'll be 20, and then two for the last chance to make 22 gates. Hmm, interesting. Do you like that? I do. Yeah, it's more work for me. <laughs> I like the spoken like, just, a, I like, spoken spoken like a true mechanic. I, I just like qualifying out of a main. Right. Less pressure. Right. Hey, uh, let's get and with that, let's get to our next guest. He uh Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki's team manager, uh, off road factory Suzuki manager for years. He's a friend of Matt LeBlanc. He's celebrating uh James Stewart's victory probably still to this to the to this day. Uh Mike Webb, what's going on? How are you, buddy? Hey, thanks for uh, coming on the show. Appreciate it. Berluti's in studio. Hey Mike. Hey, Tony. How are you, bud? Really good. You guys go way back. Mike, when did you start at Suzuki? I started in July of 93. And Berluti, you were at 91. No, I started like in the end of, uh, end of 89. Yeah. yeah. So you two seen each other every day in the offices. <laughs> well, he, Mike hung out in the office and probably kept his hands clean, but I, I, I'd see him <laughs> straggling in the back once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um. Your bike won a lot of titles for off-road Suzuki. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of wins in there. That's awesome, yeah. Um, uh, hey, Mike, so um, congratulations, by the way. It's a week late, but uh, your rider, James Stewart, uh, um, took home the Monster Energy Cup. That had to feel pretty good. Yeah, that that was a great weekend. Um, it's funny, you know, going into it, uh, we hadn't done it with James. We did it with Medi the first year, but uh, we kind of 
you know, as Tony knows, we, we've done, uh, we had our uh, factory testing prior to that, and it was, it was a good chance, kind of like everybody said, just to see where we were at, you know, with our bike. And that was the main thing I wanted to see is had made, uh, I knew we had made good improvements. I just wanted to see how it worked in racing. So mm-hmm. it worked out, you know, it was a great opportunity to see how everything worked out. Um, and, hey, after the first Moto 8th, you're like, oh, we're out of it. We're out of it. Damn it. He crashed uh, no, early in the race. Yeah, but. Well, I knew I knew for the million, but I also knew that, that we were, like, from Presti on, I knew we were good. Right, um, right. He he was riding good. He was comfortable, and he actually rode really good that moto. He Because uh, I think it's like I told you that night, I had him 19th going into the first corner. Yeah. And, and, and then he, he got up to Shorty, and then he fell behind Shorty and went back and still came back again. So I knew, I knew he was riding really good. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the million was out, but I, I thought if he got good gates, which he had done prior to that, to the one bad gate he had, mm-hmm. which was just a, a cluster from the beginning, that whole um, <laughs> right. moto. But uh, but I knew we were on, so right. yeah, I, I still thought we had a chance. Berluti, how about that non-gate dropping? Yeah, that, and it happened last year too. I right? know. Were you on the first gate and it didn't drop, or the second gate? First or, one. So the first time it didn't drop. Yeah. So the second one drops, you're like, sweet, we're in, we're good. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Pretty much. I heard you were losing well, it, Berluti. No. I heard from other mechanics that you were very unhappy. Really? Yes. Oh, you know what I was look, unhappy look, about? What? Was the freaking gate that was right behind. You couldn't even put, you couldn't get your bike in your slot because that oh, gate was that right was there. It. That's what that I was, was pissed it. off, and they're trying it, to push the gate open so we could get in position, and they're, and they're screaming at you for time. I'm like, this was really well freaking thought out. They're just screaming at us for time, but there's this gate behind us, like, and, and you can't pivot your bike around or nothing. Yeah, you can't move anything. No, yeah, it was yeah. stupid. That's what I was. Well, well about not that. to mention uh, James and Brock were one-two in the gate that did drop. Yeah, and, and the other side didn't go. So, I mean, they both got great starts, and we and we got that called back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, hey, how's testing been going? Uh, Berlut was just saying that RC was out there and. And James was out there, and, and uh, you know, it sounds like there's a little bit of synergy going on between the RCH guys and the Yosh guys. Yeah, it actually, I, I was really happy with the way when, um, you know, if you think about it, having having Ricky's kind of like a human dino when it comes to engine <laughs> stuff. He's he's pretty amazing, um, and James and Ricky's their their answers or their direction was the same. What, what you know, when they would feel something out, they would say it the same thing but in different ways so we kind of we always knew it's like hey they're both agreeing on on this direction or or that direction and to me that was like man uh, i got two i got two great testers here we we got to be getting better you know <laughs> or or at least i know when we're going the wrong way between these two so i, I was yeah. really happy with that and um it yeah it worked out really good it was a super productive like two and a half three weeks yeah you got you got two guys on the track combined six thousand wins and you're like, exactly. uh, you're like, if these two guys can't get us in the right direction, we're screwed. We're screwed. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's how I looked at it. Yep. Uh, uh, 702-586-7857. Call in if you have a question for uh, Yoshimir, team manager, Mike Webb, uh, the winning team manager from the Monster Energy Cup. So, Mike, we were just talking about the Supercross changes for next year. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but their semis are coming back, 22-man gates. Uh, thoughts on that? What are you thinking early on about, about any of that? Well, I'm I'm happy to see changes. Um, right. to tell you the truth, um, I I'm I don't know if I'm in the minority, but I I, I definitely think we can afford to make some changes um, with the way things are done in Supercross. I think we're the only only motorsports that haven't. 
So the fact that we are making changes, yeah, I applaud that. Right. Would you? So we had Dan Bentley on the show last week, um, and uh, we talked to him. So would you be in favor? And I know Dave Prater, felt guys at Feld want to do some of this, and maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe Prater told me that in confidence. But they are looking at changing the point system, putting a joker lane in for some races, uh, perhaps changing some races into 10 uh, lappers. Would you be in favor of doing some of that Monster Energy Cup in some of the rounds in Supercross? Yeah, I actually would. I think it would really have to be well thought out and um, heavily discussed amongst the teams. But, mm-hmm. but you know, and of course my guy is, like, really good in heat races. I would love to see points <laughs> for that. Right. You know, I mean, right. you, you lay it all on the line for a heat race for a gate position, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's like uh, other forms of racing, there's points. Laps led, there's points, you know, th- that kind of stuff. Right. I, I just think it, they want that championship to be exciting at the end of the year, and I think that's the kind of thing that helps make that happen. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I'm I'm with you. I wrote my whole column on it about. I barely talked about the race and just spoke about. Let's do some stuff, guys. Let's try it. If it doesn't work, we can always go back, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We can go back to the last twenty years. <laughs> right, but but right. even even the Joker Lane, I know. You know, in the ten lap format, that one lap in the Joker Lane really makes sense. I don't know about uh, a one lap Joker Lane in a twenty lap format. That mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how that plays out, but I think. Given that you know um, two two of the best riders in the world, um, you know, neglected to go in, <laughs> but I think I, I but I think you know there's a million reasons. Um, you know, um, I understand they couldn't see uh, the mechanics were in kind of a weird area. Um, RV couldn't see the white flag. I understand all the reasons, and they're racing at a you know at an intense level. But if it if it became a rule, if it was a known fact, it became a rule. Mm-hmm. Then I don't think you're going to see that anymore because because it's the one off Vegas race, and um, you know I can see it happening. But I see if that became the norm, I, I you know yep. definitely the guys aren't going to miss the Joker Lane. So um, and I guess in that third moto, you're like Leroy, hit him over the head to tell him the Joker. Like I'm sure you were stressing. We just saw two of the best riders in the world miss it in the last two races. Leroy, please make sure he sees Joker laying on the pit board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we actually did that every time he, he was out. It, um, yeah. um, um, every single lap, we would count down how many laps were going down, and I go, just have it on the board, have it on the board. And then, you know, James, um, he had to play out how he wanted to do it. You know, yeah. you're gambling. Do you, do you dive in early and, and get it out of the way? But if you're in, if you're in a battle, you know, do you stay in the battle and – and lap times were close. It's not like, you know, anybody was gapping anybody. Right. So, I, I don't know. It was just all my friends that aren't in the industry just thought it was so exciting. And, yeah. you know, there's, they just thought it was great, great racing and a great show. So, I think that's what we all want in the end anyway. So. Yeah. Berluti, how do the guys miss the Joker lane? Well, <laughs> I mean, that that, that deal with uh... – with James and um, Brian. and Ryan, that was intense, and I I, I kind of see it. I mean, when that's that close, and yeah. and in that situation, I don't know if anybody actually talked to Ryan about it afterwards. But um, I and I there again, I can't see the track because they put us in yeah. a terrible pl- place. But the, maybe they were so close that James dove in, and, and what's his name just missed it. Yeah, no, knowing that he had to. Yeah, but they're intense racing. He's he's just thinking about getting by him, and then James smart enough jumped in there or, mm-hmm. or he went in there and he was maybe uh ryan was on the outside and just yeah. missed it oh it's amazing it, it's so is that maybe what happened i don't know i mean i think 
James, Ryan's told people that he didn't see the last lap flag because James was right beside the flag oh, going up okay. the face. Okay. So he didn't know that. Mike, so he was planning on another lap. Mike Williamson said he was putting Joker board, Joker Lane on the board every lap, as was Carlos in the first one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Carlos said the same thing. Yeah. Well, but again, you should, like, you should I, miss I, it then. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense that he doesn't see the flag, though, and, and that he's thinking, you know, I, I have another lap because right. in the heat of the battle, he probably lost count of how many laps he'd gone. Um, but yeah. not seeing the flag, he probably he said, "Well, I'm okay. Right. You know, I got another lap." And then Dolphin James dives in. He's like, "Oh no!" You know. <laughs> so, and I believe that Ryan missing. Well, maybe not, but I believe Ryan's crash had something to do mentally with like knowing that. Oh, maybe I forgot the Joker lane because oh, you so. had to hear the crowd go, "Oh, you know what I mean?" It was a yeah, huge yeah, like yeah, yeah. every. And Ryan probably would deny it, and I haven't talked to him besides over a text. But uh, you got to think on the gnarliest jump of the track that missing the thing would be affect you a little bit mentally. I so. think everybody thinks that, right? Um, yeah. Hey, Mike, did you did you talk to James about that quad uh, beforehand? Like, was that something you guys were like? Hey, we think you can do this. Well, yeah. actually, when we were walking it, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're sitting up there, and I, and I looked at him, and it's kind of hard with James because the <laughs> potential to do anything is always there. <laughs> right, so right. You're trying to judge what's human and what's not human, but I. That I go, hey, I go. If you if you can put this together, I go. Look, look what you can do in this lane. <laughs> you know, it, it's unreal. And and he's kind of like, he's like, damn, Webb, that's far. And I, I go, I know. I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. You know, but uh, like, well, what I do like, I I love the way you know he watched Minnie's kind of knock the backside of it down, mm-hmm. and then he said, he goes, okay, it's not that severe. If I do clip it and come up a little short, they've knocked that ed- edge down. And and that's kind of how he looked at it, which right. which I was really impressed with. Um, but it's funny because I I was talking with with uh, Tickle, and I'm I'm like how Brock how gnarly was that? And he goes, Mike. He goes, it's not that it was the approach out of the corner or the distance. It had a cup on the takeoff. Oh, okay. So so like Brock said, he he goes, Mike. I was standing up because you didn't know how the thing was going to kick or unload you, let alone and that's just to jump on top. Right. And he goes, he goes for those guys to to. Um, seat bounce it. Yeah. He goes, shit, that's insane, you know. And I was talking with James later about it. He goes, yeah. He goes, I, I don't know. I didn't even think about it. Just I got comfortable, you know, doing it, and and just pulled it. So. Nothing, nothing says how gnarly it was, and you have some of the best riders in the world, and only two of them do a jump. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that I, says yeah. something. Like, it used to be back that like that in the one twenty fives back in the day. Yeah, and, on, you know, in the Supercross with Damon Huffman and Biden. yeah, Damon, yeah, yeah Damon. Yep. Yeah, there, there's only Robbie there's, Renard. No, it's like Damon and Rhino would be right. the only two guys doing a certain section. You know, yeah. like a triple. Right. A lot of times, a, a trip there, they could all do one triple, but there's one that, double triple. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I yeah. remember. Like you were freaking out because this guy could triple. Yeah. <laughs> now they can stop at the base. Yeah. And go bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I, my, I was I was honestly surprised that they were the only two doing it. I'm because there's some great leapers out there. Um, and I, I really thought once they got it down, it would be the normal, like, okay, it's doable, you know. Right. And, but, it, boy, it must have that whether it was a cup on the takeoff or whatever it was, it just it wasn't comfortable for everybody. Nothing uh, like, you know, look, I never raced anywhere near uh, a level that these guys did. But Come I, on, Manitoba? I, I have four Manitoba okay, titles. Okay. <laughs> but I have four Manitoba titles, Webb. But, no, <laughs> like, what what – I think what gets my adrenaline going more than ever as a mechanic or even now as a journalist is seeing some dude jump something that you know is tough. And then, like, the next lap, Villapoto's like, shit, I got to do it. I haven't done it all day. If I want to win this race, I have to do this jump. And then he does it. Like, that is so ballsy. 
It's just well, it's that, so impressive. That's the definition of ballsy. It's like, okay, right. you have to sack up in front of a sold-out crowd. You, right, you right. It happened, just happened right in front of your face. You have to pull it, and that is pure sack. Right, I, right. I was so impressed with that. <laughs> it's pure sack. Well, yeah, here, I'm going to date myself. But, oh, God, okay, here, we go. here we go. Well, Webb will get you. Uh, Webb will be on the same know. page as you. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll remember. He'll right. remember, but um, – well, my brother, he used to do some supercross with, he was buddy with Schultz and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody. And and they would pretty much say, okay, we'll just wait until Magoo does it. And they're not going to, they weren't. For real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. supercross. <laughs> they'd wait for Magoo to do it. If, if Magoo did it and they knew they had to do it, then they would do it. But they yeah. they weren't going to do it right. until Magoo did it. Uh, Swink, <laughs> Swink was also gnarly. Yeah. He was Swink a, was bad. Yeah. Uh, bad dude. Uh, we got a call for you, Mike. It's, uh, this guy's. Uh, I don't even know his name. We just call him Raining Yellow. Because uh, he's James Stewart's biggest fan. He's got a question for you here. Raining okay. Yellow, congratulations still on the win. What's going on? Hey, congrats to Mike and uh, the whole team. Thanks. I appreciate it. You got a yep, question? No, my name, is, uh, my name is James as well, ironically. Oh, there we go. Anyway, yeah. my uh, questions are, is, uh, has James talked? I know this is his last year with you guys, and you said he had an option for a third year. Have you guys talked about that at all? Uh, actually, we have. Um, we we have had those talks, and uh, I'm hoping to. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we are able to extend it. Um, that's I, James wants to do it. I want to do it. Um, so that's what we're planning to do. We we just. It's funny that you brought that up because these talks just began the last couple of days. But oh. that's what that's what the plan is. We just keep this thing going through 2015. Super fans, how they have that feeling that James? Is they know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they know. Um, Good deal. And then also, uh, just out of curiosity, what would uh, your, your favorite things about working with James, maybe some of his strengths, and then maybe not not necessarily weaknesses, but, but maybe different challenges that, that you guys face with James? Good question. Yeah. Um, well, I think, I think right now James is probably enjoying the racing process more than he has in his career. So, and, and Tony, you know, this as, as the riders, they go from rookies and whether, you know, and if they're super on fire early in their career and then they, they kind of figure a lot of things out and they get through the injuries. But I think he's, he's really enjoying the entire process of being a professional racer and the team atmosphere, um, the training, putting in the work, he, he loves all that. So it's, it's an enjoyable time to work with him. Um, I didn't work with him in 06 and 07 and 08 and, you know, those years. Um, we've, we've had our ups and downs, you know, uh, we've won some races, but we've also struggled, but through it all, we, we all kind of kept that the goal in mind and we just kept going forward and going forward and put, you know, keeping our heads down and, and working hard. And so when things start clicking again, it's, it's a great feeling. It's that the team seems to thrive on it. I know James does, but, it's been a all in all a really enjoyable experience. I, I I put it as a really positive experience. Thanks, thanks, Running Yellow. Awesome, all right? Uh, you guys uh, take care and uh, good, great everything as always. Thank you. Later. Um, thanks, bud. Uh, Mike, um, uh, the you, as a longtime Suzuki guy, um, and and Baluti, give me your best Mike Webb story. I'm gonna not put you on the spot right now, but. Something you can tell on the air. Right over, now? Over the air. Uh, let me ask Mike this question. You think about it. Yeah, okay. Something you can tell on the air, too, by the way. Um, Mike, uh, so uh, as a longtime Suzuki guy, factory Suzuki guy, you took uh, off-road titles, Rodney Smith, Steve Hatch, all these guys, and you moved over to the motocross team. 
uh, when Roger left. And now you guys have switched to, to basically Yoshimura Suzuki. What's been, and that's been two or three years now, what's been the positive of that? What do you like about that? Uh, um, what's the, you know, the biggest thing that you enjoy, if there is anything, compared to the factory uh, Suzuki days? Well, I I really enjoy Yoshimura as a company. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Don Sakakura, you know all the pe- all the people in the company are great people. Um, I've actually we actually raced in two thousand. Uh, if you if you remember the DRZs, which were the yes. first yeah semi serious sports trucks Suzuki, we raced those in off road in two thousand two thousand and one, and we raced them. We used Yoshimura. Um, Kadrowski actually won the works championships on them. But Yoshimura built our motors, and we did everything. And that's when I got to know Don. But oh, okay, yeah. I, I think the best part is <clears throat> just the atmosphere at Yosh is just a they're a, the DNA of that company's racing. That's all they do. Yeah. And then they they sell products after that. So it's a pure racing environment, and I I love that part. There's you know corporate. There's a lot of crap that goes on in corporate. We we Tony, you, me, we've all been through that, and we know mm-hmm. there's a lot of BS that goes on with it. So I don't have to deal with that. I I simply have to deal with racing, and then I just work directly with the engineers from Japan. So I get mm-hmm. to I kind of cut out a lot of the crap, I guess you could say, right. and and just deal with uh, you know the nuts and bolts of racing. So that's probably the best part about it. Really, that's one of the things we've had you on here since you left Suzuki, and one of the things you said was. If we need an answer, Carrie, this is before Ricky was around, you were like, Carrie just says yes or no right? in a day. Yeah, it's pretty simple that <laughs> right. way, yeah. Whereas Suzuki would be like, hey, this guy has to ask this guy, and we got to get approval, and it goes yeah, through. Like yeah, like what Mike said, you right, know, right. that red tape shit. That, right. That's not how racing is. you got to make some yeah. you know, quick decisions a lot of times. Uh, okay, so your best Mike Webb story. What do you got? Well, we could go about the one uh, when we were in Daytona that year, and he had that one big black ch- No, I'm joking. <laughs> No, to be honest with you, Mike, Mike and I, we've always, it's just been professional, but yeah, we, yeah. I love his stories about Bean Canyon and stuff like that. We talk about that, but I've never really, you know, went right. out with him and I you don't never have any. Out, you never hang out with Joey from Friends? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, Mike, no. Uh, Mike, you still talk LeBlanc, to, to Matt, yeah. Matt LeBlanc? You still? Yeah, yeah, I talk to him all the time. Yeah, I know, you're buddies with him, like real, like, real live buddies. How they become uh, yeah, buddies? Yeah, like real buddies. Like, like I thought one <laughs> He's time. actually, uh, yeah. He um actually it's my my older brother Tom's uh his 60th birthday is coming up in a couple of weeks so we got this giant trail ride all planned and uh, he's going to come to it but he's he's skipping out to go to the Formula One in Texas so um, he, he's going to ditch the birthday ride. I know I know uh, how is the Wolfman by the way? He's doing great. He, yeah. Life is good. He rides motorcycles and plays golf. Right, right. I know. Like one time, um, someone said, "Oh, Webb Webb knows LeBlanc," and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And then I'm like. No, no, no! Like they're really friends. Like they're they don't just they didn't just meet and like hi. Like they hang out and go riding. Mike, yeah, Mike yeah, Webb and Matt Lebron. Moto buddies. Right, right. Like yeah. Uh, so that's cool. I do have a funny story about that though. Kind of real quick. Yeah. Um, this was back in the day when he used to come around and stuff. LeBlanc, you know, to the races, and you know, Mike. Yeah. We, Mike's associated with Suzuki, so he's always around. Well, my was he a nice guy? I no, I never really hung out. Oh, okay. I didn't know him that right. much. I didn't talk to him. I, I don't think I ever talked to him. But so. Uh, it was back in the box van days, and I'm going to clean out my my box van, and and I see this autograph, you know, and I'm like, who the fuck's Matt? Whatever, whatever this shit is, you know. <laughs> so I throw it in the garbage. Yeah. So then later, um, the next day, my my wife at, t- at the time, you know, yeah. came looking for this thing, and she goes, oh. she goes, uh, where's that autograph thing? And said it was Matt LeBlanc, and I go, huh? Who? 
I, I, I don't know. I just <laughs> not threw, a big I, Friends viewer. I just threw it in the, I, I never really watched Friends back right. then. I actually so watched your, Friends. You threw your wife later on. Your wife would have died for this autograph. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that was kind of funny. Uh, I didn't know who the hell it was. Cindy Crawford came to Anaheim one time, and my, Jimmy Perry got. Cindy Crawford to sign a sheet of loose leaf paper for my wife. Yeah. Like, just because she knew that she was, like, a celebrity fan or whatever. Yeah. So we still have it. This is the Cindy Crawford autograph. Oh, okay. So. Um, hey. Uh, good, good thing you didn't throw it away. I know. Hey? Uh, last question for you, Mike. Uh, 2013, uh, you won a race. You, uh, you ran up front. You, um, I don't know if you're ecstatic. Uh, you're okay with 2013. We've had James on the show. And, you know, it's a little different f- phase for him in his career where – He's still gnarly. He still wins heat races. He still goes the fastest. But there's no doubt this past year he never won as much as he had in the past. But there's more to that than James, obviously, as a racer. Uh, So what did you take away from 2013? Happy? uh, Wanting more? um, Satisfied? Pissed off? What are your thoughts on 2013? Uh, well, it, it was strange because we got hurt right right out of the gate um, at A1. and, And that was such a gut check. It was like... When he pulled off, I'm, I, I saw him until he put that fast lap in, and then all of a sudden I just see him right off, and, and right away you're going, what the hell's going on? And right. when I get back to the truck, he just looked at me and goes, dude, it's my knee. And I, I, my stomach hit the ground. I'm like, God, all the work, oh, and we're right. already out of it? And then he's like, I'm not going to get work done. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, you know, talk with Davey and see what he did about his knee, and you strengthen everything around it, and I'm not, he goes, I'm going to keep racing. I'm like, well, okay, so now we're a wounded duck out there, you know? Right. So, I mean, those first rounds were like, shit, I think we're like seventh and eighths and ninths. And then, you know, crap was heavy. He was getting taken out in the first turn and second turn. And and what was amazing is we, we kept kind of just, you know, forging ahead, slowly getting through it, surviving, surviving. He kind of maybe adapted his style a little around the injury. But then we kind of started getting better. We started clicking off some fourths, and then mm-hmm. we had a uh, we had Dallas, which we had the the clutch failure on the gate. Yeah. But that night we were really, really good. That night, I mean, really good. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, you know what? Something's different now. We're we're like competitive again. And then the next week we won. So we went we won Atlanta. We went from just being out of it to somehow clawing our way back into it. And at that point, I'm like, well, that's the hard part. We, mm-hmm. we figured out how to get back up here. Mm-hmm. But then then we were a roller coaster after that. He he was leading, I think, the next race, and he, and he stalled. And then he, or no, maybe got yeah. a second. We, I think we had a couple more podiums, but we weren't as good as I thought we had gotten to, which which surprised me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went, and then we got hurt at the end there. So we went in the outdoors, and the and in the outdoors, I knew in the beginning we weren't where we needed to be. It was again more like a survival thing. But I think, I think James kind of lost his confidence a little bit there in the beginning, like around Muddy Creek, some of those races where it's like, right. man, we're just we, we're off. We're we're not hit at all. But then it was the same thing. All of a sudden, uh, at Bud's Creek, even though the results were bad, he was fast again, and I, and we saw it. I'm like. Dude, you're fast again. You found your speed again. You know, <laughs> right. like uh, yeah, you're all over the map and you're you're crashing and all that. But at least we're fast again. Right. And boom, the boom. Then he, he does well at Washougal, and then we win Millville. And it's like we did it again. We fought our way back again. But then the roller coaster happened again after that. So it was a strange year. It's, it was it was like heartache, and then super happy, and then confused. <laughs> 
So confused. I don't have to answer questions, but, but that's pretty much uh, what I went through emotionally. So. Uh, hey, um, I know you. We talked about this, uh, you and I, a few times. Uh, did you come close to adding a teammate for 2014, or uh, just no budget? Is that something you still want to do down the road? Uh, what's the plan on that? Yeah, I, I definitely want to, but it, at this point, until yep. my numbers change, I'm I'm yep. limited to what I have, and I. You know, we every dime, every resource we have goes to James right now, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take anything away from that. If if more money comes to the table and I'm able to add a second guy, then yeah, for sure right. I will. I mean, I definitely want it, but uh, at this point, nothing's changed. Right. Hey, Mike, this is Moser. I just got a couple quick questions. Are you guys gonna have any 250 support team this year, then, or the uh, the Yoshimura Suzuki factory team is not. Um, as far as Suzuki's plans, I don't, I don't know. Um, that's something you'd probably have to go through Pat Alexander on. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, and, uh, as far as I know, RCH is just two 450, uh, and then one 450 with the Suzuki Yoshimura team. So. Then, so you came from GNCC Racing. You were the team manager over there for, I think, a number of years. What differences, uh, or how was the transition going to Supercross Motocross? Uh, let's talk about that a little bit, maybe. Um... Well, we were talking about it, we were talking about structure it, of the sport, kind of how things change. Or is there things over in GNCC that you like better than you know the Supercross motocross format, or things you think probably that... the stress? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, during the race itself, the stress is actually equal. Okay, um, yeah, true. Right? During the actual race and the minutes of the race, the the stress is equal. It's it's the non-racing part that the stress is a lot higher in <laughs> right. Supercross, but. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I know one thing they did. I mean, and Dave Coombs Senior always he wanted the championship tight at the end. So they they would do a, a lot of different ways. They would have throwaway throwaways mm-hmm. where you know out of twelve races only eight counted. So he made sure that going into the last couple of rounds there was a championship on the line. Um, it it always worked. It, if I was killing it that year, I'd be pissed off about the throwaways. But if we came back from injury, I'd be pumped because we'd be back in it. So I see both sides of it. Right. Just one more. Yeah. yeah. What's no, the, what do you think? Let's see. Let's well, throw it out there. Let's see. All it's right. Really yeah, good. We can always skip it. Ryan Hughes, you worked with Ryan Hughes for a couple of years, I think, when he was GNCC. He's obviously an entertaining guy <laughs> and type A personality. Um, and he didn't win a championship that I can recall. Why don't you think he won one? Or why didn't he pull came it Came close. He came close. Um, yeah, he came close. He... Um, he got hurt. Uh, actually, we, I had Ryan doing the work series out west. Um, but yeah, we we he killed it in the beginning, and uh, and then um, midway through he got hurt. So well, that's he, that kind of did. And then he got into a big fight with the promoters and the track guys and yeah, his mechanic and he all had, that. He had, a, he had some issues there <laughs> along the way. But I got to tell you, I mean, I I really enjoyed Ryan. Um, yes. You know, um, he always gave me a hundred percent. He. The guy's so damn passionate, you know, you, you got to, at least I respect people that are that passionate about what they believe in. So, you know, right. people can say whatever they want, but I, I like the guy. So, uh, Yoshimura Suzuki's Mike Webb. Hey, thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. And uh, belated congratulations on the Monster Cup win. That's cool. I was happy for you guys as a team and for James. And, you know, um, no matter how he does, um, week in and week out, when a guy can pull a quad like that or, or set the fastest time, you can never count him out. And that's what's cool about him and, and all that. So you just he's just always there, uh, gnarly, talented guy. So thank you. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, right. man. See you, Webster.
See you later, buddy. All right. That's, uh, that's, Mike, that's Mike Webb, everybody, Yoshimura Suzuki team manager. Hey, we're going to take a commercial break of the night, the first one. Uh, come back with btosports.com, Andrew Short, a little bit of Jason Thomas, some tweeted tits, and uh, much, much more on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by btosports.com. See you in 15. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new adjust step and endura step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villopoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. 
Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Shoei dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Shoei's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Shoei, 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 Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Drop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Drop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.dropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-DROP today. Mention Pop MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Drop Nutrition Now. Drop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Pulp MX. Finally a show your father will approve of. That guy's going down. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show.
introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year. Storm many man's soul and faith. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Me, damn sure the pilot washed his hands and sealed his faith. <laughs> Welcome back. Pulp of Mech Show coming at you. Some GNR. Sympathy for the Devil. Fantastic song. Fantastic band. I've moved on from Van Halen a little bit for the next few weeks, everybody. I'm sure some people will be very happy or very sad about that. Thanks for listening. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar with a brand new Paleo Bar. You can get it at 810 Solutions. Paleo Bar, the official bar of Andrew Short, our next guest. W Wheels, uh, fantastic company. Check them out for uh, the best wheels around. Black Ops Moto, 25% off last week, people. And, of course, Optrix. Who can forget Optrix? Um, also, I want to talk about our next guest. He uh, His appearance on the show brought to you by Atlas Brace. Atlas Brace, 30 years of... Uh, technology going into that brace uh the best refine and research by some of the best riders in the sport the best protection and neck braces hands down they make the child sizes which fit a child and they'll make custom graphics for you they got a brand new carbon brace coming out uh ryan villapoto uses it jake weimer uses it and uh i mean that's all you need to know uh berlut you like gnr you're like yeah, you're a gnr, guy. Roses, sure. yeah, you're a GNR yeah. guy um so thanks everybody for listening we're gonna come up with our next guest Right away here on the show, he's uh, BTO Sports KTM Andrew Short. Moser is talking to him right now, but we will get him on very shortly. Not sure what they could be talking about. Perhaps uh, something about Andrew, what Andrew's wearing. So, <laughs> hey, uh, Berlute, um, yeah. Mike Webb, good guy. Yeah, he was, absolutely. He was a little pissed at me um, a couple weeks ago. He sent me a text message, and I wrote a column about, like, what is Suzuki doing? You know, uh, I basically, like, the, no 250 program. You know, and that that's terrible. Like for am, their amateur program is non-existent. They have Brock Tickle, and they have James Stewart. 
Right. Uh, James Stewart is certainly a roll of the dice. Um, and Tickle is solid but not spectacular. And Josh right. Hill, although on a Suzuki, you know, his questions, his, his career is still up in the air a little bit, although he had, a, sure. he had a nice comeback. So I wrote basically like, you know, they've kind of, what are they doing? Sure. Mike didn't like it's it. It's a legitimate question. <laughs> Mike didn't like it. He sent me a text and he was just like, yeah, uh, you know, didn't uh, didn't like it at all. So Yeah, but you seem to rub a lot of people wrong, you know. That's normal. That's you. Well, that's um, you, Steve. Well, it's not that I try to. It's not like I. Uh, You're controversial. It's not like I sit out and go, "Hey, what can I do to piss off people today?" No. But I think legitimately, Suzuki used to be a powerhouse, and now they are struggling a little bit. Well, in terms of a 250 program, in terms of having multitude of riders out there, rolling the dice. Oh, and I also wrote that you know they one time I had Rockstar and Makita, and they lost them, and now they have Yoshimura Suzuki. Now Don Sakakura from Yoshimura told me. We want to have a title sponsor. We're looking for that. Well, sure. they, well, they don't have it yet. Right. And it's tough in these times. Yeah. So I basically kind of wrote like, man, they don't, you know, what's going on? They don't have a title sponsor? Anyway, so Mike wasn't too happy. We no, discussed I get it. it and stuff. I get it. I see I both mean, sides to it. I, and no, you're absolutely right. I get They're what, a skeleton crew over there. Yeah. I mean, from Pat Alexander on down, I mean, I, you know, I worked there for 20 years, you know, and yeah. uh, I saw how many people they employed and stuff that has dropped dramatically. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a yeah. completely different place. No. And, and I understand Mike being and a little racing, upset, but you know, you know I, I'm, I apologize that I'm the only one with the balls to, 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 and it's not like I condemn them. I just said, what's going on. No, you know you what, know? Steve, you just say it, how it should be said a lot well, of times. And it just upsets. Wasn't people. like I was judging. You're not really politically correct sometimes. Or something. I know, I but know. I need to be better, man. But you're good. Though. I don't That's want why my, you're I like Mike Webb. Do. I like Mike Webb a lot. He's a funny guy. Yeah. He'll always take the time to talk to you. He's honest. He sounded like he was cool with you tonight. No, I think we hashed it out over text oh, okay. a little bit. Okay. I just, it's my job to write those articles, and I don't yeah. want I don't want people mad at me. But I, sometimes oh, it on. happens. You're getting I, soft. I cry myself to sleep sometimes. No. Um, hey, A10 Solutions. If you need Rhino Global products or pa- uh, Paleo Bars, which is uh, the bar of choice, Brop Energy of Paleo Bar. What is that all for, about? It's the Brop Bars, but it's Paleo. What's Paleo? Paleo is the new you diet. Know I love those. I'm on the Paleo diet. Do you have Do you have one of those I can try later? Am I on the Paleo There's diet? Zero chance you're on the Paleo diet. No, ask Pookie. I'm on the Paleo diet. Yeah, that's I eat what cavemen eat. Well, did they send pizza, burgers? I've seen you eat a lot of meat all weekend. Lots of Thank meat you. in your mouth. Thank you. Did they send you a paleo bar that I can demo? No, but I can get some. Okay, I would like that Look, for the when, next show. When at eight ten solutions, the number eight ten solutions. Again. When they hit five hundred followers on Instagram, they're going to give away a case of Brop Energy bars. When they hit a thousand, they're going to give away a Rhino Power product. So follow at eight ten solutions number eight ten solutions. Uh, on Instagram, and uh, don't forget about that. Okay, uh, let's get to our next guest. BTO Sports, KTM. He's uh, number 29 in your program, number one in your hearts. Andrew Short, what's going on? Hanging, man. Just had a, I just got all caught up with Mosher, so I don't even really have much anything else to say. <laughs> well, it's nice talking to you. It's good to hear your voice. I, you know, when Moser was coming <laughs> over, hey, by the way, uh, the, the Mosers stayed at your house, him and his yep. wife, Aaron, and their children. Yeah. Yep. Did you like me think that Aaron was way too good for him? Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> you know all... what's funny is like I, I, you know, yeah. I mean, she's a great girl and everything. Yeah, okay. So I think that. But then people that follow him on there, they're like, "Hey, have you seen Mosier's chick?" And they're like, "She's really looking like what she's doing with Mosier." Right. And right. I always laugh so hard when like yeah. random people come up to me and say that. I'm a four-time Ironman. I'm I'm a pretty big catch. 
Like, he, yeah, she's <laughs> ripping, she's funny, and, and, and then there's just Moser, like, who's sort of a wreck. I you know? kind of think they're a great-looking couple a together. They're, it's not like Moser's Sort there. of. <laughs> thank, God I got, thank God I got her pregnant. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that. that. Uh, Aaron, you want to say hello to everybody? Hey-o. Uh, she's listening in right now. So, um, uh, Shorty, uh, Monster Energy Cup, uh, not so good. Not so good. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, talk about it a little bit. Talk about it a little bit. Yeah, you summed it up. I wasn't fast. I didn't get good starts, and nothing went well. So I was really disappointed because I felt like I put a lot of work and effort in before, and mm-hmm. uh, it was horrible. So I have a lot to uh, work on, especially speed and <laughs> technique. Right. So, yeah, and that's not necessarily the easiest thing. So dude, it's you're, just what it is. You're too hard of a worker and too good of a rider to, you know, I mean, it's just an off night. It just made, did you not like the track? Was your bike sketchy? Uh, you know, hard pack California stuff has never been your your uh, perfect surface. So was it kind of like yeah. it, looking at it? Was it I surface thought, and track? Uh, it was the best my bike has ever felt for okay. KTM. Right. And the best my tires worked. Like Pirelli came out with some new stuff, and they're, they're really good. Uh, I was blown away by the format. I really liked the format. I liked the track. I liked everything. And how did you like that I track? Just, that track looked brutal. Yeah, that I don't track, know. I thought was was, everybody was super close except for me. Like I was off the stage. <laughs> so everything was really good. I just have a lot to work on. Look, so. Shorty, you got tenth or something, eleventh. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. people that would love to be so off and get tenth or eleventh. Yeah, you know, right? um, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. So it wouldn't be a fun season if I had to start the season right now. Yeah, so right. I'm go. I'm going to Bercy uh, next week, and I'm really grateful for that because I'm going to go off the gate a lot and get to mix it up with some fast euros and yeah. try to work on my speed. So it's a three night race, and uh, so I'll get a lot of riding in, and hopefully I can make some improvements and uh, adjustments along the way. Do you think any of your Monster Cup performance can be blamed on Nate, your mechanic, at all? Because I'll, I'll gladly, I'll <laughs> gladly blame him. Uh, he, no, yeah, he, he does an amazing job. The best thing is he never gets fired up, but he was so pissed at me oh, after yeah. the first main. <laughs> I, I turned sharp. You know, remember when Wilson crashed first, yeah. first moto? Yeah. So I turned down, and my teammate actually hit me, Matt Gorky. He had nowhere to go. But my rear brake line got snapped um, when he hit me, so mm-hmm. I lost my rear brake while shaking my head the whole moto. Oh. And he was pissed. He was like, he went off on me, and now it's kind of like an inside joke, and he gets all mad at me. So oh, Nate. It, it's funny. Do you know Nate at all, Berlute? Do you know his mechanic? You know, he seems really, you know, laid back. I don't, I've never yeah, really, never, never I just ramble with him, like, in staging a couple times. Right, right. Not too much. Yeah. Nate's super talkative. I'm surprised he hasn't yeah. chatted you up. Yeah. yeah, he's real outgoing. <laughs> I know. Okay, you're being yeah. facetious. Yeah. yeah. Big word. Yeah, good work. He yeah. doesn't say it's much. Like he's a great guy, great mechanic. Of course it is. <laughs> no, he seems like a really nice guy. I like him. Yeah, he's good. yeah. I mean, there's no. I mean, you know, he's asked me for a lot of tips, so I appreciate I'm sure. that. I'm sure he has. You know, I appreciate that. Yeah, he's he's talked to me a lot about being a great mechanic. So, um, <laughs> Shorty. So yeah, Bercy. It's on my list to talk to you about. Uh, first time in how many years going back? Uh, since we had kids. So I don't know. Maybe four or five years. I've been there six six times. I think in the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. You... As soon as we had kids. Yeah, as soon as we had kids, it kind of shut that down. So I'm happy to go again. Okay, overall yeah. winner there twice? Twice, twice huh? Twice, I yep. think. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right. Like, and, like, that's big time. I know Gothic wouldn't shut up about it one time. Like, he just, you know, kept calling himself the king of Bercy and stuff. I wonder, oh. if, it's, I wonder <laughs> if it's too late to buy tickets to – how much is a ticket to Europe? I don't know. <laughs> 
don't even I think mean, about my, it. My yeah. kids don't need to go to college, do they? No, um, no. Are you bringing Jackie and everybody or no? Nope. Nope. Me and Nate oh, are getting serious. And then me so. too. I'll see you there, bro. I knew you were going. Oh, yeah. I, you love that The place. promoters did the same thing with me this year. They do every year. What's that? They Sweat send, to the end? They send me an email and go, we're over budget. We don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, we're not sure. Blah, blah, blah. And then I get a mystery email a week later. Okay, book your ticket. <laughs> so yeah. I'm happy to go and cover Kenny? it for Racer X. Yeah, maybe Kenny pulled out so they had budget. Yeah, I'm That's happy right, you're Roxon. going because now that you eat paleo, you can show me all these paleo oh, restaurants. Oh, yeah. No, no. We'll go. <laughs> like Not a worries, bro. <laughs> we will hang out. Um, uh, uh, they, they got Cooper Webb and Will Hahn to fill in for Rocks, and they probably still save money. So Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, Those can, are some big-time dudes. I don't know. Steve, can I count on you to bring Shorty coffee every morning? or how? Depends on what kind of deal we can make. Yeah, it depends on what kind of – I mean – I mean, do I have to pay you, or what do we have to do to make well, this happen? Well, Will Hahn and I have a have an exclusive contract. I need to talk to Will first. He runs Pulp Mex sticker, and I bring him coffee. Shorty, is this something you may want to get on? Yeah, but you've been having problems with the caribou. You don't like the caribou. No, but it's Starbucks right down the road. I know, but Is Shorty yeah. a coffee drinker? Are you a coffee yeah. drinker, Shorty? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, then it's just we'll... black, though. I don't like anything special. Right, right on. Here's the thing that always cheeses me off about Bercy, and allow me to, to go off a little bit here, Shorty. Um. Okay, we travel 17 races, 29 races a year. We go all over the country. Um, Berluti, how many times in 29 races in a year will you go and eat at the hotel? Whatever restaurant is at the hotel? Not very often. Never. No. Never. Okay, so we're at Bercy. Everybody wants to eat in the hotel. We are in a city that is famous for their food. Yeah. Paris. Yeah. I mean, it is. it has anything you need. And all these jerkies I'm with, always just like, oh, dude, I'm going to a hotel. I'm going to order spaghetti bolognese and go to bed. And I'm like, we're in Paris. We can go anywhere. There's, there's subways. There's restaurants all over yeah. Italian. Whatever kind of food you want. And everybody goes, oh, no, man. I'm just going to eat the hotel. You would never eat at the hotel in St. Louis. That's no. my argument. No. You'd always go out. I love the baguettes on the side of the road. The yeah, ja- ja- baguettes. Jambon and fromage. Bear claws. Uh, bear claws, bro. All, all oh. paleo friendly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Shorty. So, we'll, we'll, we're not going to eat at the hotel, you, me, and Nate. We're gonna, not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, we're and, gonna... no, and everybody likes to go Nate's to Hard Rock down. Cafe. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, Not, that's yeah, right. Like, that's where thing. we used to go. I've yeah. never been to Hard Rock in all I, my time there. Now that he mentions, I remember. Really? That's what, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Chicken I, yeah, that's you know what yeah. we need to do, Shorty, on Thursday because I don't know if you go to sleep right away, but generally we want to stay awake. You know, to try. Yeah. To, uh, I've never seen the catacombs, and I, I've heard it's awesome. It's Sounds underneath romantic. Paris. Yeah. It's under. Have you been? I'm gonna help my guy build his bike. No, you're not. It's gonna be wide open. No, 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 you're not. Nate's fine. Yeah, Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah. Nate will have lots of posts. I love Nate. Do. I can't leave him hanging. No, dude. he's fine. No, listen. I was. I, was I don't want to go look at dead people. I want to like it's build no, my mic it's and not, do good. It's not dead people, I don't think. Yeah, it is. It is? That's not my Yeah, and then that's where all the gay people. There's a park by there. Watch you go to the forest. Yeah. Dude the forest. No, I know the, I know the Steve's forest. Steve's been to the forest. I've been yeah. to the forest. He loves that place. Uh, <laughs> I, I would go easy on the love. I've been to the forest. There's things going on in those bushes that I'd rather try to forget um uh, forget see that's the key word yeah. you do you do know the forest so shorty how much of a bike are you bringing over are you guys taking like a whole why all would the you, suspension why would you ask a bike question like a real life question sorry sorry <laughs> to be appropriate in in uh, I'm kidding. Go ahead. subject matter relevant to you know who's on the line yeah we brought suspension clamps brakes wire harness i think motor tires <laughs> so pretty much everything, everything but a frame, but a frame right. swing arm we're going to use stock wheels, obviously plastic, but KTM's like been helping us out a lot. We sent over a lot of parts to KTM Austria, and 
it kind of threw a wrench in the plan when when Kenny wasn't go going to go, but uh, Tixie is coming down, so yeah, they're going to bring a van down, so we'll have some support. And Xavier lines up quite a bit of stuff with help through KTM France as well, so right. we're pretty dialed. Yeah. Did you get thirty to start? Did you get thirty, Shorty? Thirty? Uh, I have no idea. Got thirty. Got thirty to forty. I'm still I'm still working on getting fuel. That's my last thing I need to get. No, I'm talking start money. Oh yeah, he, but he he seamlessly. Oh, did he did he just question. move into fuel? You think? Yeah, I'm already moving on. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Hey. Um. Yeah. Don't worry about helping Nate out because I was there as a mechanic. No one helped me. I had to build my bike. Third third overall in 2001. So don't worry about it. Nice. Um. Hey, I saw a picture of you. With Nick Way, yeah, when he was number twenty six, Yamaha. Yeah, that's the year. Dude, we went you to... looked mean on the starting line, like you were not smiling at all. Because like I had my game steel. face on, bro. We were being, we're up against McGrath and stuff. You can't be smiling with and your laughing. Fanny pack? <laughs> <laughs> I did have a fanny pack. I doubt I had it on my waist though. I, probably... I, saw, I saw that same mean face last night playing blackjack with him. He gets oh, it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's losing. What about Berludi? He always looks the same throughout the years, huh? Like, Berludi never really changed. Berludi's intense in the mechanics area, Berludi. So you can't get on me. Berlusi. Yeah, he swings at me. Oh sometimes. yeah, he gets mad at me. No, when? the tickle short battles. Listen, Berluti. I don't blame him. If I was him, <laughs> right. I'd, I'd be doing the same thing. Shorty, yeah, when did I, I no hard feelings. When did I swing at you, Shorty? When Berlute worked for... No, you haven't. I'm oh, exactly. Okay, okay. When Berlute... <laughs> I like your intensity. That's I am what I'm intense. I like I that am. you have passion and he heart. Is, Thank yeah. you, sir. I did too at one time, Shorty. I swear. Um, yeah, right, how, dude. You're probably picking your nose in the corner. The only time that I didn't have passion was one time Nick was on the parade lap. And I was packing his gate, and Brooks had these homemade chocolate chip cookies. And I was like, hey, give me some of those cookies. And Nick was always the last guy in the parade lap all yeah. the time, especially it was Pontiac. So you'd figure he'd be waving to the crowd, you know. And I figured, I got time. The parade lap, he's always the last one back. So I'm eating these cookies. And he comes back early. He's like, are you eating cookies? And I'm just like, I stuff them in my mouth, you know. But, yeah, oh, it was not God. good. Um, uh, anyways, um, yeah. Uh, uh, actually, Shorty. I'm pumped that you're still racing because you're one of the few guys that probably remember me as a mechanic. I don't know if you do, but maybe you might be right there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe right on that right on that line. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, Bercy won it twice, and um, hey, one thing one thing more I want to talk to you about uh, Bercy. Um, try to explain to people, and I, and I've written about it and talked about it. Hey, those tunnels are scary, man. <laughs> those are scary. I would not want to do that. Yeah, and it's all about angles, you know. It's like you gotta <laughs> try to straighten them out as much as possible, and they're basically like, I don't know, 10 feet wide, would you say? Yeah, Steve? 10 or 15 feet, right? Yeah, yeah. probably 10 feet Yeah, wide. And, and you have these, like, air balloons, like, on the side for track markers, and if those get out on the track, you're done up. Yeah. So you got to be really careful, and it's, uh, you know, you're shifting through the gearbox all the way down uh, the hallway, and then come back out and right in back in the stadium yeah. and hit new, normally some whoops, it seems like. But I've seen, like, Sorby and Alessi fighting at the end of one of those things. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's some yeah. crazy stuff that happens in in those hallways. So Yeah, Sorby, like, it, waited it for Ale- Sorby waited for Jeff or Mike and jumped on them in the back there. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, too, like, I don't know, you haven't been there for many years, but they have you guys and they have sort of an American class or, you know, or top rider class, let's say. You guys race yeah. a lot. You do, like, a hot lap. Uh, you do um, some one-on-one races that go like three or four races at a time, three or four gate drops, and then they have a main. Like you are constantly racing over three days, and it gets to you after a while. Like I remember Jake Weimer his first year. He's like, "God, dude, I like I got the track down. I'm good. <laughs> like I don't need to ride yeah. anymore." 
So yeah, but that's why I'm I'm happy to go because I need to be going off the gate eight that many times, and I need to be around other riders to work on my skills and technique. Because yeah, I've been doing a ton of laps by myself, and obviously that didn't work. So right, I'm pumped on that, and that's why I kind of wanted to go to this race and maybe not some of the other ones like Geneva or Genoa, and right, and get exposed to you know yep. time qualifying and stuff like that because I was horrible in time qualifying and. Those zeros, they know how to throw down, you know, one lap wonder. And right. I, I, hopefully, you know, I get better at that stuff. Um, and also, too, uh, Brat Bar, Paleo Bar. Let's talk about that. You're a big fan. Yeah, big fan. Big fan of the Paleo Bars. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the Paleo Diet when we hang out in Bercy. Um, Ber- <laughs> Ber- Ber- Berlut, you how many times did you go to Bercy? How many? Quite a few back in the lights days. Yeah. Um, I think with, I went with over coffee. there with Tortelli, maybe. What's that? Huffy. Huffy, yeah, Huffy, yeah. That, hey, I got a funny story about those um, those uh, tunnels, tunnels or whatever you call them. Yeah, yeah the tunnels. hallways, hallways, um, tunnels. Yeah. You know, you know when you're in staging, they usually have some monitors or whatever. Yeah. So we're watching yeah. in uh, Kradowski, this back in Kradowski days. Oh Jesus! And Kradowski's you going know, way he's back. back there in this, yeah. and I don't know if they, if you've seen any there, Andrew or whatever, but they got like cats sometimes in there. This what? black cat runs right across the track, right in front of them. You know? I've never seen that. No way, really. Swear, yeah, and, and everybody's just like watching this. On yeah, I don't know. It's just some kind of wild cat or whatever. <laughs> Watch out for the cat, yeah, shorty. A black cat. Yeah. Um, I've never seen that. Yeah. And I know uh, who was it? I can't even remember. But right when you exit, when you turn right. Been there with Bashan. And there's a left yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. Somebody parked somebody into that wall wow. on the right, and it was nasty. And I'm like, that could really hurt a dude. Oh, like, yeah, for big sure. time. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we got a call for you, Shorty. You want to take it? It's it's a guy named Mike. Mike, uh, what's going on, man? What's your question for Andrew Short? I wanted to ask him. I well, first off, I want to make comments on to stop telling him to be to tell him to stop being so hands on. I remember I was at Bug Creek a couple years ago when you arrived for KTM wrestling around with a fan in 100-degree weather while your fattest mechanic, I think his name was Frank, was eating a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) What? All right, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know if you remember it, but my my question is, you brought up the fags in France, so wherever this guy wants to take you, don't go there. Yeah, no, it's it's called the forest. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> you don't want to go to the forest. Yeah, the, yeah, the, forest. the question want... I had for you guys, you, and we never hear about it, and you should really write an article on it, Steve, I guess, is about how much ass you guys get as riders. I know you're married. You can't comment. Oh, but wow. the guys on tours, I mean, I want to know which dude, one of those monster energy girls, Dude, right? they're all married. Think about the riders today. They're all married. Hey, Tits, we had a, a good job, phone screener. Uh, no problem. They're all <laughs> Mike. Mike. They're all married. Everybody's married nowadays. It's not back in Berluti's days when everyone was single, like Chicken and Danny, and they're banging half the field. Uh, everybody's married. Yeah, oh, why dude, is that? I can't dudes figure that it like, out. Go crazy. What's that, Shorty? There's a few dudes that go crazy. Come on. I mean, yeah, majority of them are married. Call yeah. them out. But the ones that aren't, Call like the younger out. kids, especially the ones in California, they're trouble, man. Well, yeah, there are those guys. But Shorty's Shorty's a bigger man. You ain't going to call him out, Mike. Come on. You're calling Shorty big. Well, yeah. you should. You write an article on this stuff. Come what, on. what do you think? I'm there with them in these orgies? I'm 40 years old, bro. Cosmopolitan. I'm not looking for no orgies. Like, I don't want to smell anybody's fingers. Well, you know, but look. I what, just want to know. What like, I, you you want to be hey, a hero. Mike. I want to know who the heroes really are. So what, Mike? My <laughs> observations call hero. I'm going to say, hey, Shorty's KTM was looking great. Oh, hey, I was banging a chick with uh, with uh, Austin Stroop when I had an orgy the other day. Like, what am I supposed to do? 
I'm not going to say you're that. Gonna say, you're going to say Barsha grabbed oh, the whole shit. shot, led 20 laps, and he's not around for the podium interview because he, he grabbed Miss Monster Energy Supercross. Yeah, but am I there he's to gonna... see him grab grab Miss Monster Energy? He's got a girlfriend, by the you're way. You're missing but, it, but, Steve. That's look, the point. Nobody invites the tubby, the tubby media guy to have orgies with them. You know? nobody, says, nobody says, hey, Mathis, what are you doing after? Let's party. <laughs> no one says that. So... I mean, this is not asking the right questions. All right, see you, Mike. You got <laughs> Thank, you thanks, got Mike. Thank you. It. Let him know you're um, down. Listen, back in the day, yeah. as Danny Stevenson has told, I've been there for Club those parties, rubber, yeah. right? Club but not now, um, Shorty. Hey, uh, we wrote. I don't know if you, do you read Racer X online at all, or just Pulp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I read that stuff. Um, did you see the? All of it. We had a little myself and uh, Pingree and Jason Wygant had a little 350 versus 450. Discussion? Oh, I did not read that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. uh, we just had a little bit of discussion about you know 350 and the viability in pro racing, and you raced yeah. one, and uh, you own one. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, the pros and cons of each? Yep. We have more 350s in our shop than 450s, but I would never, ever race one again at the, the highest level. And mm-hmm. I think it's amazing uh, what Corolla does, and even Kenny. I think they're both super fast. They carry a lot of momentum. And uh, that bike works wonders. But for me, on the professional level, I can never square somebody up and try to accelerate and beat them to the next turn. And I really struggled with that bike. And maybe because I was older and mm-hmm. came off, you know, some 450s that were really fast and had a lot of torque, you know, in the, in the Honda years, you know, 2008 was, uh, you know, seven and eight. That bike right. had a ton of torque and was really fast, the carbureted version and, some of that was mellowed out with the EFI version in 2009 that came out. And, uh, and that's why it suited me a little better. But then hopping on the 350, it was completely different. But mm-hmm. if I was going to buy a bike, I would buy a 350 because I could ride it in the trails. I could ride it at the motor track. Right. I could do everything and have a blast. But if I'm lining up against, you know, the 20 best dudes in the world on a Supercross track, no thanks. What? Okay, and, so uh, – oh, sorry. Go ahead. But I got smoked. Yeah, I, I mean, I got smoked by Marvin at Monster Cup, who was on that bike. So, you know, I, I think it's just different strokes for different folks, whatever. But I, I don't prefer that bike to race it, oh, especially so, in Supercross. Yeah. But I'll go on it, record. It's a, definitely a good bike. I'll go on record saying Jackie Short is really fast on a 350. <laughs> I've heard. I've, I've seen video. Yeah. It, so. I've um, seen that. But how come, Shorty, and Wygan and I were discussing this, there's no doubt, like, Kenny pressured you in Seattle. Marvin had some good rides. Kenny's top 10. I think he won a heat race in Daytona, didn't he, on it? Um, or got second. Yeah, like, they did good there. Like, is it those guys that ride 250s when they jump up? Is it, is it just they ride it differently than you guys, than you and Michael Lessi and other guys that have dropped down? Is that it? Is that it's more? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, interesting. And, and honestly, I think they're uh, uh, they're better riders. Almost, <laughs> they carry more momentum. Yeah. They're rolling better, and they get away with more. And for me, I, I kind of lost that. So it's something that mm-hmm. would be great for me to practice on almost during the week is to, uh, you know, learn right. to carry that momentum better and learn how to ride the bike. And the 350 feels a lot lighter to me. You know, side to side, the weight transfer is better. It doesn't have as much pitch. There's just not much as much going on in the motor, but right. it just overall feels a lot lighter. But Interesting. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, and like Kenny obviously – had the choice between a 350 and a 450 this year and went with the 450. Right, so, okay. And I don't think his lap times were much different at the test track, but he just preferred it. Yeah, it's just easier. It's a little bit lazier. You can jump to everything you need. You don't got to be perfect and all that. We, It's kind of what I wrote. I said in the column, like, Kenny has any has choice to ride either, and he picks a 450, and I think that says something, you know. 
Um, we do have X-Brand Goggle Teros for you, uh, Shorty, uh, written by uh, our own Corey Moser. So, yeah. Are we only uh, doing three? I had 29 worked up, but we oh, three. No, we're just doing three, three yeah. Producer? Sound effect? Three. Uh, well, let's three. We'll, 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 do do it. we'll do it. We'll do it after. Do it after Don't what? Don't tell me what to well, do. We have... <laughs> <laughs> we have the X brands coming up for everybody. We'll we'll we'll, we'll play the music then. All right. X brand goggles is a choice of champions everywhere. Uh, if you don't wear X brand, if you don't wear X brand, you don't win. It's that plain and simple, everybody. Uh, X brand goggles, eksbrand.com. Pulp show, uh, pulp show thirteen saves you thirty percent off. Uh, right, shorty. Um, uh, okay, let's uh, let's do this, Moser. Uh, I got the time. I'm, just, uh, I'm all thrown off. There's no music. So do I need to rip paper? Or we got that sound. He's got here? the tits. Hopefully he's on his phone again. But hopefully he has a soundtrack. Um, yeah. Okay, and I'll have the time. 15 seconds, Shorty. Yep. All right, here we go. First question. What has been your favorite overseas race ever? Uh, Sweden. 2.8. Sweden, huh? Or Which maybe one? Japan, now that I have the – Japan was better, actually. So you went back there with the Honda second once, time. right? The Honda. Yeah. How many times are you going to go? Twice. He's went twice. Huh. You didn't debut the bike. Ernie did that. No, Tortelli did that. No. Who did that? Who debuted the 250F? I went in 2008 and 2009. I went on the new Honda 450 in 2009, and that was big pressure because Porcel was there. Oh, yeah. They wanted the bike to have a winning debut and talk about long 30-minute motos with Porcel. Um, like, did you win? I mean, I, did yeah. you beat him? Yeah, I won, actually. Okay. Yeah. Was actually, there any doubt? Of course. He doesn't give himself no credit. I actually won. <laughs> where, where in Sweden was it? Shorty. Uh, um, Gothenburg? Was it a Supercross or something? Yeah, Supercross. Yeah. Oh, okay. I loved it because it was like a week of riding, you know? Like, we'd go trail riding with Gothic oh, cool. J at that Udavala track. And then, you, yeah, you stayed back. Cool. You did a riding school for Fly, so. Yeah, right? and the yeah. Honda Sweden guy, his name's Patrick. He's a super cool dude. He loves riding motorcycles, whether it's like dual sport, motocross, enduro, everything. So they're really cool. That's why I enjoyed it. So how many times did you go riding. To, how many times did you go back to Sweden? Mm, twice. Okay. Same race. We used uh, to do that in Barcelona. The, there's a yeah. trials guy, Jordy Tor- Tor- Torres yeah. or whatever, yeah. used to take us. Yeah. Yeah, and so we'd ride for a couple of days. Yeah, it was a good time. I could see that being fun. Uh-huh. All right, next question. Yeah. Second question. All right, Kyle Cowling's out at the Shorty Farm right now doing some video. What has been the favorite video that you've been in uh, that comes to memory? Probably the last one with him, the test of time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, both of him and this uh, Dylan kid – they do amazing work, and they're both here. They're working on a new project, and they have some new ideas on how to get it out there. So I'm pretty excited to see what they do. And uh, I like how they, you know, Mathis, he always says there's two style of moto films, you know, like one that's right. pretty. Blades of Glass. Know. Blades of Glass. Yeah, Blades of yeah. Glass. And then, and then, of course, I, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Then, of course, the punk rock uh, super action, super heavy edit, you know, that's it. Two yeah. styles. You know, yeah. I think I think Cowling guaranteed has the biggest variety of styles. Yeah, I think he kills it, man. He's he's awesome, overly creative, and uh, so yeah, those guys do a, a really cool cool job, and I think they got some cool things that are in the works. Yeah, I wasn't uh, I wasn't bagging on. It. I was just saying there's two styles. Just that's well, what I, I would I guess I would disagree with that because he's done. He did a night shoot with Shorty. It was after hours, all at night. After yeah, hours. that was yeah. sketchy though. I mean, it would look cool, but it was right. sketchy riding. At night. I mean, yeah, yeah. I did you donate to the Josh Grant uh, film? Uh, the what it was it was an uh, upstart or what do they call it? Kickstart. Yeah. No, we're in a recession, Steve. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> last question. Uh, <laughs> which bike has been the most different 
between production and like your race bike? If you had to think back, which bike was the biggest difference between just production and like what you were actually yeah. racing? Real, real yeah, smooth, real 2005 smooth. Honda 250. That thing, they dumped a bunch of money into it. And it was like cheating. Two stroke or four stroke? Sorry. Four stroke. Four stroke. Yeah. Okay, two of the four stroke. That, yeah, was yeah. The, that was the year you just put it to RV at Washougal, right? So 2005. Maybe. Yeah. I don't he, know. he doesn't know. That's where you won. You you won uh, at Colorado, right? No, RV won at Colorado. <laughs> no, he won at Washougal. Yeah. He did. Yeah, and then Shorty won at Washougal. Oh, okay. 250. Yeah, he's actually right. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually right about my career. I f- I forget, but my my fan is right. No, I, I yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much I remember, but not that right. clear. Um, do you want to know what gear you were wearing that day, or did that be weird? No, I, I know <laughs> yellow and blue. Actually, did you did you win on a 250F at Colorado one year? No, never. Oh shit! Okay, my bad. I've so, gone like two two there a few times, but the the best for Colorado for me was donations. You saved the day. Like that was like a dream come true. So yeah, yeah. That was, I, that I don't was know good. if I saved the day, but to do donations in Colorado and to right. be on a winning team was pretty amazing. Yeah, well, you, yeah, that's you won it. So, I mean, I Timmy saved Ferry yeah, saved the day. Sure. You know, Shorty rode great, but Timmy Ferry actually saved the day for Team USA. A lesser man. Yeah, I'll give you that, man. Yeah. What's that? Shorty? Oh, I said I'd give you that. Right. Like, he, right. he totally, yeah. yeah. He'd be proud of that. Yeah, he's a great rider. Um, <laughs> most, people wouldn't have gotten, most people wouldn't have gotten up at the, 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 the how hard Shorty hit the ground at, at Motocross as Nations. When, or how uh, hard he got put on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, most, right. most, most mortal men Town would have not remember? gotten up. Yeah, I think so. Got up from that. I mean, but, the mechanics area? Yeah, and yeah, he had to ride okay. the backup bike because it was so bent up and they didn't have any time. Like, that's, that's when you know you crash hard. There's not enough time to fix the bike. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, like, Twisted that's, uh, sister. Right. Uh, Shorty, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, BTO Sports, KTM, Andrew Short. Uh, we're going to be seeing a lot of each other at uh, Bercy. So, yeah. Hey, fun. and tell Berluti not to drink too much beer because if he drinks a lot, then Mosier's going to drink a lot, and then it might get a little weird. You know? Mo- Mosier's got me covered. Uh, he's got three to one. Already? Uh, yeah. There's one yeah. No there's way. Four. One oh, he's got four to one over me. Yeah. It's not a race. Um, wow. Aaron, any, Mosier's Aaron, a drunk, you want to say Did you know that? I know he's your favorite family. He's kind of an alcoholic. I'm coming to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of is. But Aaron will keep him in check. So. I'll keep him in check. Tell Jackie <laughs> yeah. hi. She's a good girl. Yeah, we'll do. Have okay. fun at uh, Bercy. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, appreciate it, it. You guys have a good night, and uh, talk soon. All right, see you, Shorty. All right. Uh, BTO Sports KTM, Andrew Short. Uh, I'd like, hey, I had 28 more questions ready. but Next on the show, uh, brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing 2014 stuff out now. Check it out at flyracing.com. Um, Official gear choice of that man, Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, Weston Pike, Jimmy Albertson, many others. He's out there hawking the word of fly and moving it like no other. Our regular uh, co-host on the show, uh, the great trail rider of all time, uh, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Simon. Um, still mad about that trail riding comment? No. Okay, all right. Hey, I did see your Twitter. You won a Supercross, apparently. Uh, yeah, I got a zero. That's even better than first. I missed that. I don't remember that race. Weird. Incredible. Uh, uh, hey, thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, no problem. Uh, where do we go with this, uh, with JT? Where do we start with JT? You got something to say to JT, Moser? What's up? It's good to hear your voice. Hey, buddy. You should have seen Mathis playing blackjack last night. He just kept referencing, well, if JT was here, he'd do this. If JT no, was here, he'd do that. No, I wasn't. I was he was just... very upset with how I was playing, which I say is by the book. He didn't agree. Moser was not playing by the book. He was the, the guy, double down. The guy you... with the cowboy hat even made mention. 
Look at him hitting on a seven and getting, you know, getting no. it. No, it's like, hitting on a seven, whatever. Mosley was he dumped? Was by he... his own book. Yeah, Have you not does. figured this out? Right. No, no, right. it's blackjack. you got to play balls out. So you double down. You were the dealer not... has a 16. Okay, JT. Dealer has a six. Dealer up. has. Six um, yep. You double down. No, dealer didn't have a six. Yep. A five or a six, you double down. Dealer has a five showing, JT. You yep. have a ten. Uh, two fives. Do you double down? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, uh, oh, for sure you, you do. What, what, what else are you looking for? Dude. What situation would you do you think you're supposed to double one down? And when you that's get not it? when you get eleven, you double down, and you get eight. And, no, and, if you get if you get a five or basically six. nine or higher, and he's showing anything crappy like three, four, five, six. Dude, it's too risky. You don't. Oh, too risky. That's, Steve, then why are you gambling? Steve, no, that's what you have. It's too risky. No way to live your life. I feel Listen, like, I, I, Moser had his balls out on the table, like balls out. They were just laying there, we're balls were out. We're also talking about someone who doesn't like to leave a one-square-mile circle. So <laughs> I can understand how that is too much of a gamble. I feel like <laughs> it's not one mile. It is at least three or four. JT, Berluti, and me yeah. could probably just own Vegas after one night of playing blackjack. That's what it sounds like. It's risky, man. But Steve, Moser, can, hey, you've to, been here longer than To long Moser's enough. credit, it was working. It was winning. Okay. It was Even by for you? the book. I split aces twice. Lost all four hands. That's yeah. just bad luck. Yeah. And I pushed on a 20. Four or five times. Seven or eight times. Yeah, I pushed bad. with a 20. That happens. How do you push with a 20 seven or eight times? Yeah, it's, he gets 20 also. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to our call. Then we're going to go to the BTO Sports uh, Tweet at Tit segment. We have questions for you, JT. Uh, Tomo, what's up, man? Hey, how you going, guys? How are you? Hey, mate. Good day, matey. Hey. Are, you still hey, state- are you still stateside, mate? No, no, I'm back home. I'm actually talking to you from my bed at the moment. Wow. <laughs> I don't, I'm not yeah. going to ask what you're wearing. <laughs> no. Only hey, shorty. Steve, hey, Matt, it's about that guy that rang in before in the orgies and that. He said he's going to invite a tubby guy. <laughs> yeah. Think, think Ron Jeremy, brother. Good point. Uh, Excellent <laughs> point. The hedgehog. Yeah, he got the hedgehog, mate. Hedgehog. Right. Into everything. He was in hey, orgies. Um, Why not me? <laughs> that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, I, um, just a question maybe um, of listen to some of the podcasts of recent. Um, I wonder if Blute has got any comment on um, the suspension uh, thing that's happening with JGR at the moment. Sounds like they're getting forced to use KYB. You know, we know they've got a lot of technology and money invested in Shoah. Um, is, it, is this a common thing to happen, or should it be happening? Should Yamaha sort of be backing down a little bit and let There's him continue a, on that route? A lot of tension going on right now between Yamaha and JGR. I feel like we should turn this question around. You were just at JGR there, Tomo. Uh, I think you had dinner with Koi last night. What What are their feelings on this? No, Definitely not last night. <laughs> no, that was, a while, that was a week or so ago. That, yeah, all right. You know. Well, I appreciate you asking me that, but I, it seems like they've had tension since they, they're, they're, uh, since their marriage. Right, yeah. Steve? They sense the sense that they're at Yamaha. I thought they were when they renewed for three years, yeah. they all spoke about they all including Jimmy Perry at Yamaha and the and, and off the record stuff, they all spoke like we're good. Like we're happy, we're all united, we're going in one direction, we're good, there's no problems and you know, so whatever. Like and then now I see JGR was JG Grosh Grant was testing with Yamaha for like the last month. And then yeah, now they're using KYB stuff, even though they they've gone down the road with Shoa. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't know. It always seems to me like there's there's been tension there, you know. I thought they were good. But that happens with all the teams, especially with suspension. You see it all the time, you know. I mean, just like Villapoto bringing KY or show us stuff over to KYB, you know. I mean, it happens. And if you're if you're a good rider, you can. It seems like you can, you know, pull it off easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, you think it's sort of a bit to Yamaha, maybe. 
trying to justify their, their positions. Yeah, absolutely, I do. Yeah, like they've, they're, com- they're, they've completely shit the bed. As they've well, they've completely know? shit the bed, Yamaha. I mean, yeah. they're, they they picked a couple teams. They picked three teams last year to help them out. Two of them folded. Uh, they're yeah. Finally, their 250 team is looking solid with Jeremy and Cooper Webb. I mean, they, they, they do look like they're going somewhere. Their four, you know, 450 program, they were rumored to try to get a ride, and then they weren't. I think they all have to justify their gigs, and they all want to prove that they have the biggest wiener in the room, which biggest wiener means we can develop better than you, and it's a total yeah. like wiener measuring contest. Who's better off, Suzuki or Yamaha right now? I don't know. Ask Berluti. Well, they're 450 teams. I mean, I, I see they're pretty equal. Ask JT. JT. Suzuki or Yamaha? Yeah, who's better off right now? Suzuki just won the Monster Cup. They have one of the winningest Supercross riders of all time. Riding their they bio. have the, the, the rider that crashes the most of all time. But I, I think I don't. I don't think that's a tough. I think that's pretty easy. It, yeah. Well, hey, well, at least Yamaha has a 250F team. Yeah, Suzuki has a bike that everybody wants to ride. Yamaha has a bike that nobody wants to ride. <laughs> what about 250F? Well, I got to give you a touche on that one. No one is saying I need to ride I'm a Yamaha. He, I'm glad he said it. That's kind of where I was going too. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, um, just last last one, and I'll let you go. Um, I I know, like back in the the nineties, and that we used to see some of like in Oz, some of the so-called factory teams, if you could call it that back then. You know, running components off other bikes, like a, I know a big thing was Honda Master cylinders and that. Mm-hmm. What, what have you um, seen anything or hidden anything in in past? Obviously not now, but um, you know, ran stuff off other bikes that you've tried to hide or tried their technology out or anything like that. I haven't on any of my teams, I don't think. Berlut? No. I mean, it's you, Japan's funny, even with Roger. You know, Roger tried to pull stuff off, but Japanese are pretty gnarly. JT one time tried to run a bunch of work Suzuki stuff on his bike. <laughs> um, I did. He's, he's yeah, I, I found, <laughs> he found laying around somewhere. He had, like, ignitions and clutch perches, and it was... You can pull that off as a private team. Well, some say you couldn't. <laughs> uh, I, gave, I had to give some back. <laughs> Pulled it off for about half the season. Really? Oh, yeah. That sounds he, like... Uh, he found some Suzuki stuff, and it was right on the bike. and Fell right out of the back s- of the truck. Some Weird. other Suzuki guys with shirts on were like, Psh, radio in. Are we helping Jason Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ty, Ty Davis wore, uh, yeah. won, won a championship in 1990 with a pair of uh, work Suzuki forks That's on his right, Honda. That's right, on his Honda, yeah. 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 So interesting, Tomo. Thanks, man. All right, thanks for calling. Hey, that, that, to you by my argument, my argument, thanks for that. My argument for that with with Buzz, who was the one that called me on, was like, "Hey, I'm the I'm the I'm the the only other Suzuki in the main event. There was two Suzukis in the main event at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was me and Dungey. That was it. So yeah. I'm the, like, hey, I'm the only guy out there. What like, did you What did you have? Second highest. I had, oh, I had all kinds of stuff. <laughs> no, what'd you have on your bike? Tell me. Yeah, all yeah kind, all I had a of... linkage. I had an ignition. I had wheels. I had clutch perch. I had. Where'd you get this stuff? <laughs> it fell That's... out of the back of the truck. There was a guy in Florida uh, who just. They were there at the Seven Eleven in Brea. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, Mosher, was that you or the dog that just shit? That was pants? not me. <laughs> Did you smell it? <laughs> no, yeah. Is it? Thanks, Rocky. <laughs> um, okay. What do we do? Which they, waffle, were, they were waffle, actually waffle. pretty cool about it. They were cool. I, yeah. Once, yeah. once I made my case and said, "Hey, I'm the only other Suzuki in the main event," like cut me some slack, you know. And they're like, "Okay, well, at least give us the stuff back that's super obvious." I like, I'm gonna get in trouble. So I gave them the wheels back, and but the perform some of the performance stuff, I just whatever I ran it. They're kind of like, "I don't know, you have this," and walked away, you know, kind of deal. So what? What are you asking me, brother? No, nothing, nothing. Oh. We're okay. probably asking about the dog. Um, um, yeah, okay. who's, 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 who's in it? some toilet paper for your dog? <laughs> oh, 
Rocky's awesome. Let's, let's quickly get to this next call, and then we got to get to the segment. we got to move right. on. we got to move the show along. Right. Quickly. Oh, Pro- sorry, Tits. Jeez. Thanks, producer. No, I was telling that to the caller. Nash. Gentlemen. 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 Nash. Cheers. Cheers. What's going on? Nash, hey. did you see the photo factory fill photo bomb? Oh, I loved it. Of course it you did. It was awesome. Of course What a did. way to decimate Ping's bowling bonanza with his wife. You were the guy I thought of. I'm like, there's no one who's happier to see Factory Field than Nash. Instantly spanked. I, 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 I didn't want to comment on that picture, man. Uh, dude, I didn't want to comment on it because I didn't want to get blocked like tits. So I just laid low. Like, <laughs> lay low and wait, wait for my time because my your, time will come. I'm a patient man. you got to keep creaming your man. pants to yourself. That's a good that's You a good and Factory Field, no. bro. I've mm, never seen anyone like that's it. That's a... Major taboo. Don't, don't need to get weird. I already called the guy once. I won't call him again. That's just got a little crossing the line there. Uh, Berlut. Yeah. Got a good, I, I always love when Berlut's in the house. Thank you, Nash. Sing, Sing, Everybody Sing, does except Sinjin. Except Sinjin. Well, that's cool. Sinjin's a little kooky, but that's all He's right. He's a wacko. That's, that's what makes the world go around. He makes the world go around. Yeah. Berlut, I want you to go back in the time machine and <laughs> give us your best Huff Daddy story because – you know, I think a lot of people forget about Huff Daddy. He 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 rose up. He he took a win from Jeremy around Atlanta before he got hurt, I believe. And I think that you you may have some experiences or some awesome testing stories or some awesome riding stories. So take it there one time. Well, the first thing that came to mind was <clears throat> on a scale of one to ten, how crazy was his dad? Well, that's his dad's in the story. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Um, so a little out there. All right, to answer your question, but uh, one to ten. One to ten. Okay. Uh his dad, eight maybe. Okay. Yeah, he's ex- mm. he's eccentric. So Tony Alessi, one to ten when you worked at Suzuki with Mike and Tony. Uh, I'm cool with him, but I think he's a ten. Okay, all right. Yeah. 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 What about Pashone's dad? Oh my Shovel. God, that's a ten. <laughs> that's yeah. a ten. Shovel stories. That's a ten. Nice guy when you right. get when in certain situations. Anyway, but um, what happened with Huffy was uh he had a really bad first moto, and his dad didn't come to very many races, but his dad just called him a puss, told him, you know, he was saying this and that, and where's your Tampax and this and that. Jeez, I mean, just too slow pull off. Yeah, well, not that bad, but uh, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then the next moto, it was at uh, Red Bud, and then the next moto, he killed it. I don't think he won. I think he got yeah. second or third or something like that, you know, and then Huffy came in, and Huffy's a quiet guy, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and he came in and says, how's that dripping uterus lips or something just start roosting oh, on his dad just geez. threw it back or back at him i mean wow yeah it was pretty crazy um i just did a podcast with jim hale yeah and he he was talking about damon huffman signing damon huffman he was like let's just say i got the wrong damon let's just leave it at that like not wow. happy with damon huffman oh, like, and oh, axel here yeah yeah, not little little tense that's funny because okay, okay. that's that's when he was winning though i know he just not I think he said, mentioned his dad too. No, oh, I think okay. JT talked about this though. They invested a bunch of money in yeah, and they wouldn't, him, they and wouldn't then let he, him go well, to. Then he went. Yeah, over. they wouldn't let him go to Honda. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. Berlut, who's better at bike setup, Budman or or Damon? Jesus. Uh, what other questions you got? What? I'd say I'd say Budman is more hands on with the bike. I mean, Huffy was more. You had to watch and kind of help him out. But but uh, I think uh, Budman had more rider input. Love it. Love it. All right. Hey, Moser, you're holding it down, guys. Great show. Berlute, glad you're there. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. All right. BTOsports.com. Tweet it. Tits segment. Let's get a few in here. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Uh, these are the best questions submitted in by uh, our, our listeners. Uh, BTOsports.com. 
we all know they're the leader of uh, aftermarket and uh, OEM parts out there. Listen to the commercial to save yourself some money at btosports.com. Proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team, among other things. Um, let's go, Tits. Let's. Uh, these are the best of the best this week. Yes, Clarky nine eighty three. Can anyone elaborate on why Millsaps and KTM split? Did they split? What? That's what, huh? what he said. Who said that? Clarky nine eighty three. I heard a rumor. That's from, the question. I heard a rumor from somebody whose name might rhyme with Mash. That uh, he's not very happy with the bike. I thought it was mentioned at the at, on our Monster Energy Cup show that he was wanting to. Or maybe there's was. there's definitely to get yeah out. there's definitely talk of okay. him maybe, switching maybe teams. That's what he's talking but there's about. no way that it's done or he split or anything okay. else. And honestly, he rode a Yamaha and a KTM and said I like the KTM and the team uh-huh. went that way. So he must like the bike somewhat. Um, you said, but there that what, he possibly wasn't riding that bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. there, but not officially split. So when he says what caused him to split, that's okay. Well, maybe he's right. official, not right. official, not unofficial. Yeah, um, speculation. JT, if you had to lay money down that he stays at KTM, we are in Vegas. What would what, what what kind of odds would I get? Oh man, I think it's probably really fifty fifty at this point if yeah. he leaves or not. Yeah, there, there's certainly. I think it's a fair fifty fifty. There's certainly words out there that he's that he's going to do. Oh, go over to Chad Reed's team, and there's certainly things that say no, no, he's going to stay. There's nothing to that. Move along. So. Yeah, we'll see. I guess. I wonder. I wonder if he goes to Team Team Two Two, would he ride a Cowie or Suzuki? He might stay on a Suzuki. They just be all white bikes. Like, uh, I mean, does, like Ch- does Chad does Chad have anything for a team deal with Cowie? You know. You're asking me. I uh, no. Well, oh, you're looking right at me. Uh, I'm asking Berlute, you, <laughs> well, Rocky, I've, anyone. I've heard yeah. rumors that uh, Chad's been down to Cowie. You know, trying to get. Did parts. Chad ride a Cowie? Here we go. Yeah, there you Here go. go. Here we we go. all know JT doesn't know. So. Did, yeah, we just we know JT's clueless about it for sure. Um, all right, let's go. Let's question. Okay, um, did you guys see uh, Ricky Carmichael's? I don't know if it was a tweet or if it was an Instagram thing about they tried getting Millsaps and he didn't want to go there. Did you? No, see that? Ricky said something about it. Yes, they did try to get him. Kenny was even telling us about that, I wasn't guy, he? I, well, I know okay. a guy that works for wasn't, RCH. Wasn't Kenny? He, wasn't Kenny publicly on the show talking about it? I don't know. Maybe not. Oops. But Ricky, R- Ricky uh, made it seem like they tried going for him, and Millsaps wasn't having any part. Or Millsaps okay. was the one who backed out. So huh. Troy Sakis, Sakis uh, wants to know why no one will sign up with RCH since <laughs> um, seems like they have money. And Watson got stuff. really mad at me when I was talking about RCH in the same tone as JGR one time, where I was saying JGR has gone after Tomac and Wilson and Weimer, and, and they couldn't keep Millsaps, and they strike out. And then I said, RCH tried to get Weimer, Millsaps, Wilson, Tomac, and they can't get him. And I, he was all pissed at me, but it's the simple fact is, I don't think it's anything new with the program. I really don't. It just hasn't worked out. Maybe the money's not there. The you know, bonus there's, a, program. there's a lot of things that come into play. Right. I mean, JTL, no. I mean, uh, the gear, the whole gear thing. I yeah. mean, we're... We're a team. Well, I say that, and then, and then, well, we're Fox. We're Fox Shift. Okay, Shit, yeah, so, thing, yeah. and then in the past we were one and stuff. So the gear thing kind of throws a wrench in a lot of that stuff. Yeah, the teams all sound really close, right? I mean, it's not like um, Tomac didn't give them all a chance, right? So I mean, yeah. was, I don't think it was an easy decision. I mean, it was no. the decision of the outdoors, yeah, he, right? He, so Berluti tested with them. Right. He tested out JGR Yamaha. Who told you that. Come on, brother. I heard a rumor, maybe. Um, he rode. Uh, he rode the Honda. He knew the do Honda. Way too you much know? speculating. You know that. I know. Jab, jab. Um, 
And, and yeah, at the end of the day, the best bike slash financial package was Skyco. Yeah, and I would say it's not even necessarily the best bike. It's just the best situation for the rider. Yeah. Thank you. Says the guy that knows nothing. DJD149. <laughs> Are there any other Supercross drag builders besides Dirtworks? We need oh, some oh, fresh God, minds yeah. to work on oh, track yeah. layouts. Oh, God, yeah. There's tons. Mark, JT, Mark name, name, name. Schaefer. Dream Tracks, Schaefer Tracks, T, uh, Petersville. Um, that's three right off the top of my head. Those yeah. are pretty big ones. Do you think it would be better if they got them in some of the tracks? If you talk to riders that get their tracks built by other companies, and I don't know if this is a loyalty thing or the companies give these Barnett. riders discounts, Barnett, Mark Barnett, I Barnett don't know what it choice. is, but I – and I don't know because, you know, my four Manitoba titles were a long time ago not in Supercrosses. So I don't know what it is, but, JT, you can back me on this. I would say unless – there's no rider that says, I wish my track was built by Dream, by Dirtworks. They all love – and I don't – maybe it's because it's at their houses, JT. I don't know, but – Dirtworks even do personal tracks? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. But everyone seems to not – like Dirtworks' tracks. Not everyone, but a lot of the riders. vast majority. JT, would you back me on that? Well, I mean, I haven't really heard anyone ever say, I don't want a Dirtworks. I don't want Dirtworks to build my practice track. I haven't, I haven't ever heard anyone ever say that. But, but I do know that... anyone say that they do want Dirtworks? I, I think they get a bad rap sometimes because they are in such a rush to get the tracks done. Um, they, don't get, they don't get as much time as, like, you know, Jason Baker or Schaefer or Mark Peters or whoever to build and do and finish and make it perfect. You know, these guys are cramming and basically cramming to get a track built. So a lot of times it's not, you know, the transitions aren't right and all this stuff that have to get worked out as the day goes on. And the first time we get on the track Saturday morning, it sometimes it doesn't look so great. I mean, a practice practice track, the sky's the limit, right? I mean, ultimately... they always have as much dirt as they want, as much time as they yeah. want, and they're building to exactly. suit their rider, right? So, you've got yeah, to and, exactly. they, and they have all day to fit and finish and make it perfect and change it and and do, redo transitions. And now oh, that's not right. I'm going to redo it. They don't have right. time to do that. You know, they've been driving for 20 hours sometimes, and they go straight into building a track, yeah. you know, 48 hours straight, and then they have, you know what I mean? So, uh, I just I think they get a bad rap on that end sometimes. They're not, you know, those guys that are building the tracks, they don't design them, so when the track's not good, you know, they take heat for that too, but it's really not them designing it. You don't think Dirtworks designs the tracks? No, no, I'm saying like the guys that are actually on the dozers. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what yeah. a lot of people complain about is the actual design, not the... Who does design well, Who designs rider, Riders complain a lot about... I, I, during a lot track walk, we complain a lot about the transitions and how they're, you know, not finished right and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure fans and spectators and all that stuff complain so about the design. When the whoops are too big. You, you do hear a lot of complaints about Dirtworks, but, yeah, like JT said, a lot of it is just they're trying to cram it in in three days or whatever it is. And and how about this, JT? Uh, Feld, they, they don't want to spend the money on the dirt, the extra dirt. I've, I've heard many times the Dirtwork guys say that they don't get have enough dirt to, to work with. Mm-hmm. So it's because Feld doesn't want to spend the extra money. I've been told the most expensive thing is buying dirt, by far. So oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. That's why I keep it so long. Right, exactly. All right, next okay. question. Elite KTM. Uh, what does it mean that Tedesco is testing for KTM? Does that have anything to do with Dungey and the rest means of them not giving testing good for enough, KTM? Not giving good enough uh, input? Um, no. Good enough no, feedback. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think it's just like, hey, 
we got another guy. He's a good test rider. What are you doing? Let's ride ride the bike. Maybe we can listen to your ideas. Yeah, objectivity is a really powerful tool when it comes to testing. Uh, you have guys that it's, all they do is ride KTMs all the time, so that you really, really get kind of lost in settings, and uh, you, you go down one path so long that you, you know, you're so used to the bike, it's really hard to feel a ton of difference. When you bring in somebody fresh like that, that's, you know, off the record, you know, guys ride each other's bikes all the time for that same reason because they can feel things like they jump on and like, oh, man, how do you turn this thing, you know? Yeah. Well, you're so used to it, you think it turns fine, but when you get somebody on it that has never ridden it, you may, you know, may uncover things you haven't really thought about. So JT may or may not have ridden a factory Suzuki, factory Cali, and a factory Honda. May or may not. Yeah, I, everybody does this. I mean, this right. is not, you know, contractually, these guys aren't allowed to do that, so no one's ever going to admit to it, but it happens all the time for that simple reason as people are trying to improve their bikes and, they want somebody else's opinion on it. JT, why'd you retire? <laughs> I'm old and slow. No, no, Those are the no. main two reasons. Look, look but they're, Bert going, they're going to KTMs. That's why you retired. <laughs> no way. That might be good. Oh, uh, whatever. I got a question, JT. That might be really good. I got a question, JT. The BTO team, how involved are they with factory coast, or factory KTM, rather, uh, with testing right at all? Or... With testing? Yeah, with testing. Like Shorty was just in college. Yeah, they're, they're really involved. They're okay. uh, right after Elsinore. They tested for a couple weeks pretty much straight. So I, they're, yeah, they're extremely involved. Shorty's in California a lot. Right, he I know. Was there, so. Yeah, I knew he was there, and I assume that was with Factory KTM, but I just wasn't sure. Yeah, I know they've been, uh, I, the, from what I've heard, those uh, the guys on our team, you know, are really excited about how involved KTM has let them be and how much time they've actually devoted to getting their bike better. Do you have a Matt Gerke quote of the day recently? Anything new on that front? <laughs> um, no, that I, I told you about the at roulette, right? When he they were he was wondering if they would actually let him leave. Oh, yeah. Did you say that on the air? I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt Gerke maybe, played. Maybe I, maybe I did. Maybe it was on the recap. <laughs> I don't think so. He was winning at he roulette. Was, yeah, go ahead, JT. Yeah, Gerke and his chick were, they were up 50 bucks. And first they couldn't decide whether they should bet anymore or not. Like 50 bucks, you know, like it was 50,000. They were just <laughs> so, you know, racking. They were so, like, nerve-wracking for me to stand there and watch them, and this, you know, under this much pressure. And then Matt was like, you, do you think they'll let us leave with this? Like, <laughs> it's just awesome. Yeah, if no. you're around Matt Gerke for an hour, you'll never forget it. <laughs> Hey, JT, how come you, you shunned me at uh, Vegas? I walked by there, was screaming oh. at you and waving, and, and, <laughs> yeah, and you didn't even, and you just kind of ignored me. It's very game You know what? I had, I had you my know, headphones you're my buddy, and I was listening I, to the University of Florida football guy. game. Yeah. And uh, you walked right by me. I never even saw you. And then JR, um, kind of our overseer of the team, yeah. he's like, why'd you do that? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, bro, <laughs> you just walked by. He's trying to get your attention. I'm like, oh, man, I tried to chase you down, and I... Couldn't uh, find where you went. I felt so bad I'm about just, it. I, I knew you were preoccupied. Uh, wow. I, I didn't know it was a, a, fo- a football deal. Um, yeah, yeah. I, had, I was listening to a football game on my phone because they were playing right then. Gotcha. So, sorry about that, man. I would no, know dude, I'm just jacking. Uh, just... Next question, Pitts. All right, Berluti. Uh, Slicknick610. Um, have you heard anything about the Desmodromic? I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Valves. Uh-huh. Any chance that they could ever make it to motocross bikes? Um, I. He says Ducati uses them, and they say you can get an extra two thousand RPM out of it. Yeah, I mean Ducati uses it. They've used it. What are you forever. talking about? What are they? It's 
they don't actually use a spring. Oh, they the pneumatic or something? A, no, it's oh. not pneumatic. They have like a uh, – how do I say this? Uh, a deal that closes the valve yep. and a, th- a deal that opens it. it so it, it's, it's called a spring. No, no, it's not a spring. <laughs> know, I'm, I'm saying it's, I'm it's, it's Right. I really? have to okay. pull it yeah, up. Yeah. I, I'm not that versed in right, it to right, right. actually you mm. know, lay it out for you. But it's uh, – Do you imagine you get 2,000 more RPM on a 250F? Phew. That'd be good. Yeah. I'll let the module do it. I'll just of, turn the rev limiter up. <laughs> yeah. A lot, lot more moving parts and stuff, so I don't I don't think you want, you know, I don't know if on a dirt bike, you know. If, this if this guy in the chat room says they have two sets of shims and an opening and a closing arm. Right. With shims, so that's how they kind of yeah, control it. Yeah, yeah. But now I, I can't wait till they get, the, like you said, pneumatic. That would be the ticket. Then you can just really spin these things up. Or electromagnetic. That would be bad. Um, all right, next question. All right, uh, JT, this is for you. It's from Tanner Hall, 767. Uh, what site do you play Fantasy Moto on because he wants to take you down? Uh, I played last year. Uh, Moto Extreme wasn't there. Um, so there's a couple. There's Fantasy Motocross, which is really the only one going right now. Uh, but I heard Moto Extreme is going to come back. So I'll play whatever there, whatever's out there. I play on Pro Moto Fan. Uh, obviously, everybody wants to know. Or Pro Moto something. Yeah. Really, uh, Great Moto, bro. Thank you. Great radio, bro. Great radio, bro. Okay. You want me to keep going? Uh, yeah. That's so funny. All right. <laughs> Average super fan. Yes. Uh, his question is for you, Steve. Uh, what are your feelings on tits landing? I like it. What? Oh, sorry. I didn't know. What? What? <laughs> Tits feeling on tits leaving. Oh, tits my leaving. feelings. Your feelings yeah, on tits it's leaving. too bad. It sucks. Tits is moving on the new new. I can't believe you said you'd been here three years. Three, three years. years. Yep. So you said yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I would have said it was been a couple. Uh, but uh, yeah, it sucks. Too bad. Oh well. I think everybody uh, thinks it. <laughs> I mean, everyone, everyone thinks it's a joke, but he's really leaving. Like, yeah. I no, he's really yeah. leaving. He's yeah. over it. He, he's tired of doing it, and uh, it's been three years, and. Uh, he didn't get Ryan Dungey, and he's frustrated. He's quitting. That's that simple. He's got a wife and kid. It's every Monday night. I'm making excuses for him. We are friend. we are going to be looking for a new producer. We put it out on Twitter. Um, you did put it out. Yeah, we put it on Twitter. Yeah, uh, you did. Bites. No, you live did. In, we did. We got I a couple bites. I did. Well, you guys share the. Uh, if you want to, maybe if you live in Vegas, you have Monday nights free. You uh, want to get paid to do get paid uh, poorly, but paid insulted commonly insulted. Um, and if you like uh, iPhone cases and, and all that, you can uh, uh, email the show, and maybe we'll try some people out. Maybe we'll check it out. Um, I'm trying to get JT to move down permanently to Vegas to be the producer, but he's, <laughs> he's not having it. He's not having it. I know and guy... JT, no talking to the guests, just straight through the show. So I know a guy in Canada that will move here in a minute. Uh, so, yeah, it's too bad. Um, it's too bad Tits wants to go. He... God, I started and for the him. option, Tits was not fired. Tits was not asked to leave. Tits is leaving on his own thing. We would be happy to keep him for a fourth year and beyond. Okay. Shit happens. All yeah. things must end. Eventually, Jaws had an ending. Raiders of the Lost Ark had an ending. They all end eventually. Yeah. All worst, right, next question. Worst melodies ever. All good things <laughs> come to an end? Berluti. Berluti. Yeah. Rudy's wearing a Chipotle shirt, by the way. Where'd you get that from? Seriously, oh, Steve, you Chipotle? have the worst memory ever. We've gone over this four times. You've said this on the show four times at least. I've never heard this before. You guys are crazy. No. Thank you. No. Thank and you. I drink too much, and I remember this. No, I don't think I've ever wore this shirt. The Chipotle shirt. <laughs> no, he hasn't. I hope to God that the super fans in the chat room right now are backing me up. Really? Yes, because there's a guy that 
owns a Chipotle that loves RCH or loves H&H back in the day. Hooked you guys up with a he's bunch of burritos really? and gave you some shirts and everything, right? The guy here, in, he's, he's got a, a guy here in Vegas. Okay, is, is that, that the right a, story? Is that correct? Uh, it's kind of similar, but not really. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> it is. You're on the. So there's, is there a guy that owns a Chipotle? No, he don't own it. It's there's one cat that we used, we used to go there every day for for lunch, and then he just um, hooked you guys up. up with some shirts. All right. That's how we. I, I go to Chipotle every day. By the way. Jared, you've you been like on hold. It, Jared, right? you've been on hold forever. Uh, what's your question? What's going on, man? Thanks for calling. Uh, well, I'm gonna send you my phone bill. Okay. Uh-oh. Fucking tits. From send it to me. Um, Don't blame it on me. Is this no, it's, it's not tits. It's deal. It's my deal. Who is it? I, I think it's bears. Okay. What's Jared. up? What's up, Jared? It is bears. Hey, what's up, bears? What's going on? Um, basically, I want to know uh, what do you think about Jeff Alessi potentially coming up here in 2014 for the uh, Canada National? Yeah, Jeff that's Lessie's, a rumor. Jeff Lessie's not coming up to Canada to race the Nationals. Not for long, yeah. anyway. He said, him, he said, he said it himself on Vital MX. <laughs> he said himself on Vital <laughs> Hey, I'm going to the I moon, did you hear? I'm just saying I'm, if you had heard anything. Because <laughs> I'm on the next shuttle to the moon, Jared. I'm on the next shuttle to the moon. I'm also banging a supermodel tonight. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> like... I mean, no, I know. I mean, I'm one, I was just wondering if you had heard anything. I've heard nothing. I've heard nothing. And if anyone... Is thinking about bringing Jeff Alessi to Canada and giving him money to race. Apparently, you're not talking to the right people because he's top priority for a lot of teams. Well, I'm surprised. Jeff he's... said that. No, I said that. Oh, Steve and Tony, <laughs> you guys talk all the time. We right do. Now, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. Okay, I thought so. Tony and I's relationship has never been this rocky. <laughs> I'll be honest. Well, I can't imagine why. <laughs> um, no, Jared, I haven't heard that, and I'd be very surprised because there's a lot of great American outdoor riders looking for rides, and why would you go? And no offense to Jeff Alessi, he is a good rider, but he hasn't raced outdoors forever. And why would you like? There's so many other better riders, in my opinion. So, I mean, there's, there's better Canadian riders than Jeff Alessi. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely, right now. absolutely for sure. Tyler Medaglia, so, Tyler Medaglia doesn't have a ride right now. There you go. So yeah, no, so, I, JT, have you heard any of this at the Western Power Sports Fly Racing? I uh, have not, but Jeff brings the wow factor. That's a uh, that's a big part of it. Yeah, for sure, he <laughs> does does do that. Uh, all right, hey, bring that, his lasers across the border. Thanks, Jared. Yeah, Sorry the, for putting you on hold. Yeah. So, uh, believe the hype. All right, a uh, couple more questions. We'll wrap this up. We'll go right to Tyler Bowers and take a commercial break after Tyler. Berluti. Yeah. Average super fan. What is the chance ability Hills on the team again next year? Um, I'd say it's a pretty good chance. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think that'll happen. Wojo. He was really good at the end of Supercross, man. Yeah, he was. Like, absolutely. For a guy whose career was super in doubt and like wasn't doing anything, and I and I told Hart this. Uh, uh, good for Hart. Like, he was faithful and rewarded the kid and stuck by him when a lot of teams would have dumped him. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm glad it paid off. Good it carries that way. Uh, good that carries a good that way. You good know? job for Hart for doing that, man. Because in this sport, people don't do that. It's you not know? like he's not. Star would have stuck by him. It's not. You would have. Star, star racing. They would. Oh, star. <laughs> yeah, stars, no. You know, I mean, once you get your feet in on that program, dude, yeah. and he's killing it in Australia. So I mean, come on, yep. he's good. He is. He's turned it around. Yeah, I'd be shocked if you guys mentally. I just assumed you guys had him for next year. Right? I, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't think so for sure. Kent always made it seem like it was. Yeah, I think very, if they, when they likely. didn't get Millsaps, if they got Millsaps, Hill was out. They didn't uh, get Davy. I think Hill's in. Wait yeah. a minute. What you said. You were saying earlier that it's it's not a done deal. What's not a done? He's deal? Done He's on KTM still. No, but they were trying to get Millsaps. Yeah, but really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Have you been to Georgia recently, Tony? No. Okay, I'm just curious. Why? I don't know. Steve's implying like somebody. Davey lives on Cali. I did not know that. Yeah. Right? I think Davey lives in Cali now, full time. So How did you not know that? What's Ezra doing with him? I thought Ezra and those guys like rode down every day training. Is that wrong? No. Okay. They were uh, last. Ezra, Ezra's his riding coach. Okay. That's what okay. I, hence the reason I said that they were together all the time. Yeah, they were last year for sure. Mojo. What about if uh, if Millsap's oh, got on the team? Yeah. Okay. And then Yogi's there and Ricky's there. Oh. I don't think there's a lot of love lost between <laughs> Yogi and Ricky. I I'd imagine they put it aside. Probably. But, I don't know. Uh, Ezra's still. There'd be tension there, that. I think. Yeah. Bitter. Well, you, did, you did that podcast with Ezra. You could tell he was still a little yeah, bit hurt. Yeah, it was a while ago, though. You know, things change. In our sport, one day your enemy could be your best friend. Like, how many times have you heard in our sport one rider say, uh, F that dude, and then that dude ends up at another team and hires the rider or whatever. You know, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Time all heals right. all. Next question. The DVS1. This question is from Mosier. Um... <laughs> Do you always have to get hammered drunk to have a good time? Negative. <laughs> it does help, but uh, my – I don't know what my better what, half? What you call it. No, not well. Oh, yes. okay. She's definitely my better half. My reputation precedes itself at this point. So I've had several people that I've met at races and whatnot completely shocked that I'm not stumbling drunk. But, and I've but, been a huge disappointment to them <laughs> because I'm actually a pretty normal guy that just enjoys a couple beers. But to be fair, at Seattle Supercross one year, you passed out behind the outhouses. I, I may or may not have passed out behind some houses. It was the only grass. About. I've never met you, and you didn't drink alcohol. I was how many, say, what races were these at? How many times have you met me? Three Peter? times. Okay. And you they only met someone once. They've already. That's true. JT, you weigh in on this. You've met me a handful of times. Um. It's overwhelmingly in the favor of being hammered. Overwhelmingly, yes. Uh, all right, that's it. BTOsports.com. Tweet a tit segment. That's old news, right? That's old news. Old news. Um, thanks, everybody, for uh, sending those questions in. We're going to do them each and every week. Thank you to – JT, you want to stay on with Bowers? Or you want to hit, hit you back when we're – Yeah, we're, sure. Why not? What? Which, which – why not? Yeah, bring him on. All right. We'll bring him on. Uh, we'll bring on Tyler Bowers. He's multi-time Arena Cross champion. Three times? Four yes, times? three. Three times. Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers. Um, looking to defend his title coming up here on the uh, Babbitts Kawasaki team, and uh, yeah, looking. Hi, oh, Miss Kenny. <laughs> Are you out, Moser? <laughs> oh, okay. Bowers is coming on, but no, we're gonna we're gonna skip uh, over commercial and go to commercial. I we were going to commercial. After, after, after pee, Bowers, we're gonna take a commercial. You can certainly Bowers is not looking to talk to you. Like he's not like, oh my god, I can't. I, got, I think so, I had some questions. Maybe if you no, need to pee, go ahead. Feel have. free. Um. Uh. JT, you been riding much at all? Uh, no, I'm going riding actually Wednesday. Uh, I'm going this Wednesday, this Saturday, and all next weekend. So. Oh wow, what's going on? Yeah, turning it up. Uh, you coming back, bro? Um, yeah, so Can't really say. You coming back? Hey, he call, he's. What's the deal? He's calling you trail rider. <laughs> it was a racer X comment. Like Someone a, JT wrote a column about the Monster Energy Cup. Okay. And somebody wrote in the comments. This guy was a trail rider his whole career, and now he's going to tell us what's going on at the front of the pack. Something like that. No kidding. Well, JT, top tw- you know, top, t- qualified, I don't know, 8 million Supercross. Yeah. Iron tra- Man. Tra- Iron Man is Supercross. Trail rider. But anyway, getting back, you got some bitching trails up where you are. You've been doing that? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> that's why, well, that's, where I w- that's what I got out of it. Have you been trail riding? I know. Um, I'm not making a, a joke bit. at not, this. Not this year, though. I'm- Gonna uh, 
going to try to do some actual, like, real riding here. Well, no, what do you mean real riding? A... Trail riding's pretty badass, especially where you live. You got some good stuff, No, I mean, you? like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, moto. Yeah. I don't mean trail riding, not real riding. I meant, like, moto. Yeah. Okay. Dick, Dick move, Berluti. What? Calling him a trail rider, asking about the trails. It's a sensitive subject right now with him. Well, the thing is that I'm, I'm thinking is I don't care about that. Trail riding's a good time. Yeah, actually, absolutely. Well, it's incredible up here, too. Yeah, that's what, yeah exactly. So, you're yeah. right about that. Well, I was just wondering where he got it from. It is kind of funny. <laughs> All right, on the line, three-time Arena Cross champion, uh, Monster Energy, Babbitts, Kawasaki, uh, Tyler Bowers. Bowers, what's up? Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, not much, man. Trying to uh, figure out the universe here. I'm watching that Through the Wormhole show on, on the, the Science Channel. I'm not doing very good at it. <laughs> I would suggest you call Tony ASAP. He knows a lot about the universes <laughs> and the different things that goes on. So. Yeah, he knows everything about it, huh? <laughs> um, hey, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, I guess right off the hop, uh, what is going on with your Monster Energy Cup? What did you think of it? How would you do uh, and all that? Uh, talk about that. Monster Cup went, uh, I mean, it, it went all right. Don't get me wrong. I, I came out of it better than uh, a few of the other guys on Cowley's. Um, I got lucky and didn't get hurt, but mm-hmm. that's because I probably wasn't pushing enough to hit the ground. Um, no, honestly, like I felt good. I felt good riding. Um, my biggest problem is I couldn't get my big butt off the starting gate. In front. Yeah. Um, one, one of the four starts we did at the beginning was actually three. Starts. <laughs> um, the one I was, the second gate drop was when my gate actually fell. And, uh, that one, I came out pretty good. I came out like third, but then nobody else came out with us. So <laughs> right, they had to restart. Yeah. They had to restart us again. And then, uh, from that point on, like that next gate dropped the two guys next to me realized I get good starts and they closed me off before we got over the gate. And then from then on, I just came from the back and was like, I think like fifth through 15th, honestly, like we were all running around the same speed and I just happened to be that guy that was in like 10th to 15th every time running into people, like we were in a good freight train. So, um, I had a lot of fun there. I actually spoke to my dad quite a bit about it. I really liked the, the joke that I mean, just, it's so fun. Um, last year I ended up crashing in the LCQ, but uh, this right. year I was, I was fortunate enough to get in and, and get to race the Joker. I and mean, I think they I think they should do that more often. Actually, it's pretty cool to be able to you know be racing with three or three guys at a time, and then uh, you know a fourth guy pops in out of nowhere because he took the Joker lane, you know, and he pops in with you guys, or uh, you know one of your guys drops back, or right. you have to drop back and you pop in with a battle of three guys that are you know five seconds behind you. You know, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. I think. I like that because we had Way on the show last week, and he's like, "That Joker Lane's dumb, and three main events is dumb." And so I like that. I like, I like, you know, not old man Way. I like the young, innovative Tyler yeah. Bowers. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, like Way's Way's got good points. You know, he's uh, nah, he's, an idiot. Uh, he, he's, nah, he's he's older and he's, he's he's pretty wise. So um, I have a lot of respect for Nick, and if he says it's not any good. I guess it's no, he good. hasn't he hasn't been the same guy since <laughs> he hasn't been the same guy since O two. That was about yeah, the, the no, height of his... O2, Wow. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I think uh, no, I think I think Monster Cup went good. I ended up uh, I ended up with a 13th overall, which was absolutely horrible for me. I also forgot to hit on the fact that I uh, ended up going off the track on the first moto thanks to Wilson was down in the turn, yeah. blocked up the whole turn. I went over the berm, off the track, ran right through the concrete, got back on. And that time, I had lost three positions um, during the from when I left the track to where I got back on at. However, when I got back on, I guess I cut in front of one of the three guys, so I ended up coming back on the track two positions behind where I left it. Well, the AMA said that that was gaining ground, and I lost two more positions because of that. So that made it, you know, my whole night a little bit worse. Oh, so. Strange the AMA <laughs> uh, had a ruling that didn't make sense. Really strange. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I even I even went around like like three flaggers and a light plant and entered on the next <laughs> safest spot, which I thought was how it works. But I guess I guess I should roll around another light plant. We had Albertson you know, but... we had Albertson on the show last week. He got his fastest time docked for jumping the, the triple after the finish. Um and, and then Cooper <laughs> Webb all over. Yeah, and Cooper Webb did it and nothing happened and he's just like, What what huh? What? It's what? All- you know? Yeah, I mean, you know how it is. Like, it just depends on what mood, you know, oh. like, and who you get that day. Like, it just depends on who feels like what, you know, that well, day. And, uh, you know, you might get docked a bunch of positions where they might give you a, a trophy for doing what you did, you know. Yeah, well, JT. Uh, Sometimes you'll get docked if Weimer cuts the track. Right, right. JT, That's when it really sucks. Somebody else does it. JT. They're just uh, like, I get him, too. JT got fined $100 for cutting, <laughs> that you, cutting Unadilla two years ago. And when he said, prove it, they showed him a photo of Weimer and said, look it. This is what you were doing. <laughs> And you're like, dude, that wasn't me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't. But, uh, JT, you're not going to argue with that. You just don't deal with that. You just... Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> I said, I didn't cut the track. They're like, yes, you did. You see what Weimer's doing? That's what you did. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, look at the picture. I'm like, I know what the picture is and who it is. <laughs> My damn $100 guy. <laughs> 100 bucks too. Like, really? Like, and, and then you were negative that, that weekend in Unadilla. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, Tyler, how's Arena Cross Prep coming? The series starts in January, um, and how's that going? How's everything looking? It's good. I feel honestly like I feel a little bit over prepared right now. I've actually this is like the first summer I really rode a lot in the past couple of years. Um, so like this summer I've been racing down in Costa Rica, and uh, you oh. know it's been having having a blast down there. You know I race like once a month, and they, it, it's just it's awesome. Like it's like a vacation every time I go with some with some awesome racing involved, and I come back home and feel all refreshed and ready to ride again. So, um, you know, I've been doing that all summer, and I feel I feel great. And then uh, you know, with the X Games and the Monster Cup, um, and then I've got some German stuff coming up. The German Supercrosses right around the corner for me. I think um, right before Reading Cross, I think I'm going to take a little bit of a break. You know, a couple weeks, maybe a month off, um, and then recharge the old batteries a little bit, and then. You know, get back into it when the arena cross stuff starts up. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, like I said, because this is, I'm pretty prepared already. You know, I feel pretty prepared, so I'm ready to kind of get at it. You're not worried about doing the German stuff uh, close to the when your real series starts. Like, not no worries there on your part. Well, you do know that our points don't really count that much that's until a good like the point. last four rounds. Right? <laughs> that's an excellent point. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, so as long as I'm top ten, you know, like they they do the reset of the the, the reset right. race for the championship before the end. So um, you're right. I, I'll fire my producer. <laughs> but um, no, no, for sure, no, for sure. I think that I mean that does worry me. But you know, um, like last year I raced with a broken collarbone and and, right. and the German stuff. You know, I you know I can push it, but at the same time, you know, it's it's motorcross racing. You know, I can either get hurt racing, making money, or I can get hurt, you know, practicing at the test tracks. You know, just. True. Trying to get some practice in before the season starts. Did you? At least in Germany, I'll have gate time. You know. Did JT, did you and Bowers ever battle in Germany, Tyler? I don't know if you. Uh, not yeah. too much. Just yeah, one yeah. race. We battled a little bit. Yeah, I think we battled a little bit last year. We don't, I don't think we ever got to yeah. see each other out though. It was pretty. No, no, I would. I would knew better than <laughs> to do anything stupid. Start anything. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, two times. I, Ger- I, I wasn't. I didn't know better. So. <laughs> two time German champion. Hey, um, uh, Bowers, so we talked to you last year a couple times about the arena cross format. You were uh, outspoken about not really liking it. There's a chase style. There's um, inverted main event starts depending on which the guy, which pin the guy pulls out of a bucket. Um, mm-hmm. you, weren't, you weren't a fan, although, you know, you dominated all year. You, you brought home the title again. 
looking back on it, is are you still not a fan? Have you adjusted a bit? What do what what change do you like, and what change don't you like still, or have you embraced it all? Or talk about the format a no. little bit. Still not a fan. However, our fans do like it. So okay, that's that's where I'm at. You know, it's all about the fans. We I've I've grown up and realized that like we got to make guys happy. So. You know, we put on a good show. Last year, it turned out great. I think it was uh, one of the best, you know, in Arena Cross history. And I think, um, you know, this this next year should be good. I think they did a couple more format changes. And I think they're actually still working on it. I think with the amateurs coming in, will be great. Um, uh, it'll give the fans a chance, the, the diehard fans, you know, a chance to watch guys mm-hmm. um, that that are coming. Like like Adam Cincerillo would have had the Kings through if he didn't already go right. pro. You know, it'd be, you'd be hearing of Adam Cincerillo, oh, man, like, he's the next guy coming up. He's got to do a year in arena cross. Like, let's see, let's see what he's got in this first. You know, like, so it'll, it'll draw a lot of attention to that. I think I think that's great. I'm, I'm so pumped that they ended up doing that, and I think it'll help a lot of the amateurs adjust to the night show format for Supercross and stuff like that. Right. Um, I still don't like the, the chase style. I think this year they are adding an extra one okay. to that. I think they're going to be five race, five weekends, which is um, – I think there'll be two more, two more main events, basically, or four more main events, right. two more week nights. Okay. Um, yeah, super complicated. We're gonna get into it more. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I still, like I said, I don't like the reset points. Um, I think maybe you should get passing points. I don't know something. Like last year, I was like, I don't know, like fifty points up on Ames, who was second, and he was like, I mean, he was like another thirty or forty up on the third place guy, you know. And I, I actually ended up winning the championship against um, Gibson by only three points at the right, end, you know, right. so it kind of, I don't know, it, it, it kind of screwed me, basically, you know, I wasn't very pumped on it, so um, I, I'm still not happy with the chase style, um, and I think this year we're going to do maybe 15 laps instead of just 12 laps, mm-hmm. I think that's good, um, I, I don't know what they're doing with the invert, I think they're going to do the same start invert, How I don't like that, um, simply because you never know what you're getting, you know, I would rather it be, all right, if we're going to invert the whole main event, that's cool, whatever, Right. So let's do it every time, you know, right, so right, we know right. that every time you're going to end up, you know, last gate pick on the back row. Well, not to mention, um, I've spoke to a few arena cross riders. They say it's a little dangerous inverting because no, there's dudes you that gotta like. think of the last place guys, yeah. he's, he's first gate pick. He gets to start in front of you. Like, like right. not even, no, not even like he gets a better gate than you. He gets to start right in front of you. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. get two rows of guys. Right. You know? Yeah. So, um, Our friend Moser here has a question for you. Hey, Tyler, last season, right before you had a, a big crash, and they basically bolted your collarbone back together before the season started. So did you have all that hardware taken back out? Um, I remember seeing the photo of the scar, and it was pretty gnarly. <laughs> no, um, I actually I went in to get the, the hardware taken out. The, the surgeon told me that would be a smart decision um, because it is a little bit stronger with the hardware. However, um, there is a chance if you crash again and break the collarbone, which is clearly um, – pretty likely in motocross that it will be harder to deal with, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's going to take the bone out and all the scrap metal now mm-hmm. um, and replay it. Um, I went in and got checked out. I never, no, I never ended up getting it taken out just simply because I was a little bit too busy. So uh, that is definitely on the schedule still. Um, same team as, ne- as same teammate next year for you. Same team. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, Zach Ames. Zach, yeah. And I, I believe they're working on the third guy again. Oh, okay. JT. Uh, yes, maybe there might be a third guy. Jason yeah, Thomas. Yeah. Maybe JT. No, um, <laughs> no offense to JT, but I think they're looking for somebody a little younger. He's a true. <laughs> like, like it's rider. gotta be. No, it's gotta. I think it's gonna be like an amateur tape coming out or you know, um, something like that. What about you? Need a mechanic? I got my buddy Donk. He's looking for a job. Actually, I talked to Donk today. Okay, 
All right, so maybe yeah, like, there's, maybe like there's a connection real. there. Yeah, I talked to Dunk today. I'm I'm pretty pumped on that. Hopefully, we can get something he, worked out. He's we been talk to our team manager tomorrow. He's uh he's been in the studio. Is a Canadian? I shouldn't even tell you he's Canadian. You might take that against him, but uh, he needs a job. Yeah, he needs to get a job. So yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's yeah. I think Dunk's pretty good. I actually, yeah, I was I'm in the hunt for a mechanic or something. Really? really huh? Stuff. What does it? Uh, maybe I'll dust off my <laughs> wrenches. Oh man, I don't know about that. I got a good mechanic. <laughs> Maybe I'll add Arena Cross title to that Summer Cross title I got. <laughs> there you and go. Manitoba. And Man- yeah, and Manitoba titles. Um, uh, yeah, I saw the uh, working hard at Costa Rica. By the way, I follow you on Twitter. Uh, looked looked like you were really, really working hard. Hours like by that pool a whole lot. Yeah. Like you know, feet up on that. <laughs> it's so it's so stressful, man. They uh, <laughs> I got it uh, honestly. Like I'm so pumped on that that whole deal. I got worked out down there. It's just, Sounds uh, good. Yeah, they fly you down. Yeah, they they fly you down first class, and the, the lady that owns the team she she runs the resort down there, and you go lay by the pool all day, and then you go like you know the worst thing is sometimes you have a like a track that you race after the weekend that's like six hours away through the mountains. Like oh, really? I'm talking okay. like crazy yeah, yeah. crazy scary roads. Like so sometimes you have to do some stupid drive. To go race two twenty minute motos and then turn and come back to the resort, but um, um, that's 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 literally the worst part. Yeah, you're you know? right, exactly. Speaking, oh, speaking of working hard, though, um, I've seen Johnny Louch post some photos of you topless, all sweaty. He likes to do that with his riders. Are you still working <laughs> at Rockwell Training Facility? Yeah, definitely. I actually work with uh, Tyler Kalisiak, who's my trainer over at Rockwell, and uh, I've been working with him all summer. I actually took this summer, I was like, you know, after Supercross, I was like, I was going to take like a month off of like full serious gym training. I was like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm strong enough. I'll, I'll just cycle this summer and I'll be good. Like it's serious enough for me. And then like after a month, I do, I just started getting so squirrely on the bike. I couldn't hold onto the bars and flipping over the bars and like breaking stuff. I wasn't, wasn't very happy. So yeah, I ended up going back in, in, into the gym, the Rockwood training facility. And I've been working out with Tyler for uh, this. I'm going on my second year now. Any, um, pretty, pretty happy any plan? I mean, I guess this is down the road, but would you do Supercross again if you could? If it worked out, I mean, you won Vegas. Uh, it, you put some good results in. If it, I mean, I guess Mitch had injuries, so that's kind of why you got your shot. But uh, would you like to do it? Thinking about it, want to do it? Yeah, for sure. You know, um, I'm I'm happy with my my the gig in Arena Cross. It, it's good for me. It gives me a good foundation to kind of stand on. Mm-hmm. Um, I signed a three year deal last year, so. That goes for this next this season and then the following season yep. um, before it's up and and it's good you know that's hard, really hard to find in, in this moto industry especially nowadays and um, I'm, I'm happy I can kind of set a foundation for myself I'm 22 now and 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 just kind of get the ball rolling and a good nest nest egg build up and you're only 22 and then I can work on it from there yeah t- 22 J- JT did you know that <laughs> uh, that sounds about right he turned pro what, 07 you're 16 wow yeah but yeah, I was, I was, I'm pretty good at basic math, so sounds right. You're an idiot. They call, um, they call him man-child for a reason. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I've looked, I've looked this same way since I was like 12. Right. Like, you know, like there's pictures of me on an 80, like still full on beer. You know. So with Sykes retired, you're now our Kentucky's favorite racer now. Uh, I, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, but, <laughs> I mean, the stuff that Sykes I, was, I I called Sykes Indiana. Like he was, he was in a different area, man. Oh really? I'm, I'm, <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a different part of Kentucky. Twenty two so, years old. Tyler, have you had you've had to have offers to race Supercross, right? So is it just that it's more uh provocative? It's got a three year deal in Arena Cross. Oh I know, I mean, I don't deal. doubt I'm not knocking his decision. Kyle Chisholm but, can't even get a two month deal. I'm just curious if he's had offers to race. Canari's got nothing. That's all I'm asking. No, Nicoletti's I mean, got nothing. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, like, I thought that was kinda weird too. Um 
I didn't get any uh, I didn't get any offers, you know, after Vegas. I thought it was weird. This industry now, man, it's weird. You got to start calling and begging and paying people to give you a ride. So it's it's um, it's bad. Um, it's it, yeah. you know what though, like your career was sort of drifting along and not real solid, and you found your niche in this arena cost series. And man, good for you. Great job. You're making probably a ton of money. You got a monster girl for a girlfriend, so you know you got that going on. You got titles. I mean, there's there's nothing else you need, Tyler Bowers. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. It's just, yeah, like you said, it yeah. was like I was kind of struggling there for a few years. I went, right. I went pro, and I wasn't, I wasn't really happy with my first team I was on. And then the second year, a, a bunch of things. It's a long story. I fell through, and I didn't end up with a ride at last minute. And, uh, I hey, was did kind you, of struggling. Did you ever hear? Ended up on a, another team I didn't like, and just was struggling some more. And then uh, ended up back in arena cross. When you did that Eraser X story, did you ever hear from that uh, agent that you weren't too happy about? Oh no, I don't. I don't hear from him anymore. Oh, I just figured no, but I figured there would be like a, like a what the deal, you know, like a what the f or what? Because you, I mean, I like, I like it. I like the candor. You were, you know, you're just like, hey, this guy. I felt like, you know, so yeah, I see, I see the guy all the time. You know, I see him. I see him struggling okay. to walk around everywhere. Okay. Know? And um, I, just, I just make sure I don't deal with him anymore. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just figured. I'm like, pretty oh. fortunate. To, I'm pretty fortunate. Got out. Got out of his gig when I did. He's wearing a lot of other riders down into the ground from then on. Um. So yeah, good for you. You've really established uh, uh, yourself as a good career, and and yeah, in one end, Bauer's like, who needs Supercross, right? Like, I mean, you like to do it, and you like to dabble with it, but again, you got a monster chick, you're making tons of money, you're winning these arena crosses, you're going to Costa Rica, screw the Nationals and, and Supercrosses. Yeah, I was talking to like like even like Malcolm Stewart. I was talking with him a bit this summer. You know, mm-hmm. he landed the TLD phone run for the summer, and we're. We were talking a little bit about his gig and my gig, and mm-hmm. you know when I get paid to go down to Costa Rica to do and, and all the all the extra all the extra stuff I get to do like the German stuff. And, yep. Um. You know my my gig in Arena Cross is awesome. You know I work for you know three months out of the year, and then you know I have I can either take the summer off, yeah. just hang out all summer. Yeah. Go, I can go lay on a boat if I wanted to, or I can go uh, you know go race, make some extra money, or go right. enjoy and go enjoy life in other countries, you know, it's it's pretty nice. And then these other guys are out beating themselves up for, right. you know, the whole Supercross season and 12, 16 outdoors, whatever it is, and, you know, just, just really beating themselves up week in, week out, you know. JT, you really missed out. You got pounding sand up your ass for 12 nationals. And, <laughs> and you know, like, what were you doing? Uh, Yeah. Pretty much nailed it. Uh, <laughs> okay, JT's, JT's played around. He's played around with the the overseas stuff. Well, yeah, sure, but so. he he had to do oh, the overseas yeah. to make money, yeah. and then he had to do the supercrosses, <laughs> and he had to do twelve rounds of nationals. Uh, the whoops Dude. are whoops yeah. are big in arena cross. They are big in arena cross. They are big, JT. Not, no, they're, they're really no, not anymore. Big. You don't think? No, I don't. They're not as big as they were, but I still think they're bigger in supercross whoops. Yeah, well, I maybe, but they're not. I mean, they were. Back in the day, they were retarded. Now, probably yeah, watch yeah, it. yeah. Back in the day, they were no, like, we Well, thing is, you didn't have no run at them. Yeah, um, that's, that still is. You don't, you don't have any run. Usually, you just come out of that flat turn. That's that's actually one of the biggest tricks is to be able to still be turning. You know, yeah. out of a flat turn like that, you're trying to pull up on the shifter three times before you hit the first loop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And out of the first turn, out of the first turn, usually two, and you got like you know sixteen yeah. dudes trying to kill you. I hope it's still on TV and they still the same TV package uh, as normal because uh, it was really exciting to watch. And, and once again, here's my, here's my um, yearly arena cross rant to Feld. Uh, uh, guys, start it in the fall. Start it in the fall like it used to be. You'll get more press. You'll get more interest. You'll get more off-season racers showing up to make your races better. Start it in the fall. God, they're stupid for moving it to January. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't like that's that. What I've been, 
It's yeah, so I've been saying, you oh. know, you get this nice this fall time where you can get uh, all the uh, you know all the fans kind of hyped up. The guys that aren't able to watch Supercross or outdoors, you know, and give them something to kind of live for again. You know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know why they do that. It's so stupid. But whatever, I guess they have their reasons. So yeah, scheduling. I think I think it's just I don't know, the whole circus bought us, and we're uh, we're just going by schedule. People that are scheduling that might not know about our seasons. I thought you were coming up to do the show one time, Bowers. What happened to that? Oh well, that was my first Costa Rican race. Oh, I got, was it? I, I oh, got that okay. call to go. To, yeah, I got that call to go to Costa Rica. I told you I hadn't ridden outdoors at all, and it was right after Vegas, so I was still a little hungover. And then <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to go on Monday, and I was like, "Dude, I can't come in Monday. I got to go like figure out how to ride at 450 outdoors, which I haven't done for like five years." So, have you been sweeping these Costa Rica races, or are they just kind of more of a like a novelty thing, or? No, I mean, they're, they're, don't get me wrong, they're pretty hard, dude. Like, like, there's like four or five guys on there that are like yeah. legit on their tracks. There's, uh, I mean, the tracks are like a minute and a half long, so they're shorter outdoor yeah. tracks. Um, they're not like, they're clearly not AMA Pro National tracks. So, right. um, these guys have these tracks figured out. They're able to ride there as much as they want until the week before the race. And there's a lot of, you know, local tracks. Clearly, Coast Rica is pretty small, so these guys grew up racing these tracks and so on. Um, um, and their their dirt's different, blah blah blah. But yeah, right. there's there's a few guys down there that really give me some trouble. JT, you know all about showing up in some weird country and some dude with a last name with, you know, you, <laughs> you're like, huh? Uh, yeah, never underestimate that. somebody. Yeah. What's that, JT? Yeah. Never, never underestimate somebody at their home track. <laughs> right, right. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> all right, hey Tyler, thanks for coming on. Babbitt's Kawasaki's Tyler Bowers, three-time Arena Cross champion. Uh, good luck with everything. We'll check in with you uh, here and there, and. Uh, Make sure everything's good. But, yeah, thanks for coming on the show, man. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. Tyler Bowers, everybody. Thanks. What line was he on? Tits? I forgot. Is he still on the line? I don't know. I don't. He's not talking, so you probably guessed right. No, I didn't. Great radio, bro. I didn't hang up. <laughs> what? There we go. Oh, JT, there? Yep. Woo! Yes, picked it. Uh, all right, let's get to our first, this caller, and then we'll go to commercial break. I've really got to pee. Uh, Doug, what's up, man? How's it going, Steve? Good. Hey, thanks. Thanks for calling. Well, I don't know if Kits told you, but I had a little proposition for you. I didn't know if you'd be interested in it. I'm into chicks. I'm not into dudes. Just keep that in. Is this like a Craigslist ad? Yeah. No, nothing like that. Okay. What's up? uh, I have a Ryan Dundee jersey, and I got it at Seattle Supercross a few years ago back, and I'm not really a big fan of his, and not that I don't like him, but. Mm-hmm. And I know you have connections with Ryan Villapoto, and I kind of, you know, grew up watching Ryan Villapoto race around Northwest. And I'm from Oregon, and I was just wondering if maybe you'd want to do a little trade. That'd be mm-hmm. a nice going away present for your guy there. What number is Dungey Ooh. five? It's it's like a recent. He's five KTM. No, it's from 2008. His 2008 28 jersey. Oh, so was that the year he lost? So answer answer jersey one. Answer. 28. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the. It's. I can't remember if J Law beat him at Seattle that year or if he beat him, but it was a pretty good race or something happened at that race that year. Is that the same year? J Law won the, the title. That race. Yeah, something. I remember I was there. My actually, I don't want to say this part. It might spoil the deal, but my ex-wife is Marky Valcor's cousin, and that's uh, how I got the jersey. Valcor's a big fan of and, mine. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I've heard the stories. Right. So. I think Valcor is working for Kyle Cunningham over at Motor Concepts. He's got a job back in the industry. So, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Can't keep a good. Was he, hey, was he at the Monster? Uh, I didn't see him. I don't know. 
Oh, we don't there was a guy out. that looked like him, and I and I was wondering if that was him. I, th- I heard he got a job in Mortal Concepts. Oh, wow. We're not that tight. Uh, he wanted to beat me up. He could have yeah. been nicer when I met him the one time <laughs> in San Diego. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was there. I remember that. Yeah. Um, uh, number 20, uh, here's the problem, Doug. I don't have an RV jersey. I'm sure you can get one. If not, maybe yeah, just I maybe drop know. it. I, you know, I just figured you guys are buzzed. Here's the thing. Like okay, this. so I would give it to Tits as a farewell present, but you would need to get – the jersey ain't going to do nothing. You have a Dungey jersey, don't you? I actually – I didn't realize it was the same year, but I actually have one already that year. I was going to say to not do that with your phone because you can hear it on the show. Yeah, that, that right there. That again. Um, good job, Kenny. I would get it signed, like two tits. Uh, yeah, good luck with that. Right. Like, how am I going to do that? Uh, Pookie can write it pretty well. I'm sure it'll match his <laughs> That's right. You <laughs> uh, it's it's like signed that. already, but not to right. anybody. It'd be nice to give our buddy here, Tits, of Wine Dungey Superfan, a farewell present of the jersey signed to Tits. Uh, sorry for blocking you, or, you know, happy yeah. blocking, or. Happy blocking. You're know, not going to give him a gold Rolex? No? Definitely. Yeah. Um, How about if I, I'd like to cream my pants? <laughs> <laughs> well, put it this way, Steve. I listen pretty much any every Monday. So if you're interested, and you know if you can make it happen, you know just say yeah. it over the radio, and I'll know. I'll, I'll you know what? I think I think having a Dungy jersey in this studio would be that would be very funny, unique. Very See, that's kind of what I was going close. with. You always talk about jerseys on the wall, and I was yeah. like, I don't think you'll ever get that jersey. So no. You know what would be good? Having a Ryan Dungey One Industries jersey. What, two Ooh, races? No That's got to be a collector's cool. item. Yeah. One race. Two, one, race? one race? One yeah. race, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'd be pretty cool to have. Um, Doug, yeah, yeah, Doug, sorry, Doug. sorry for blocking. Keep on docking. On it. <laughs> <laughs> well hey, it took that's him a good. while, but oh, it's, it's JT was doing the He's math. A sure thing. It, it, always not count as, on JT. Not as quick as usual, but still strong. Yeah. He's quality right. over quantity, JT is. Um, Doug. I, had to, I had to wait for my my He's opening money. there. You had to slip it in. He's money. What, what was it again? Keep on. Thanks for blocking. Sorry, sorry, sorry for, for blocking. Keep on docking. Yeah. yeah. Um, Doug, yeah, let's do that. But let's do it closer to Supercross. So just shoot me an email. I'll get you an RV jersey. We'll trade up for this uh, Ryan Dungey 28 jersey, and I'll hang it in the studio proudly. Sounds good. So Steve, just, thanks a lot. You guys have a good night. Thanks, man. Hey, Doug, Doug, see you at Seattle. Yeah. Take care. All right, see ya. Uh, yeah, I think I can do that. I can get an RV jersey somehow, some way. Um, just take it, actually, from his upstairs locker. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, we're going to take a commercial break of the night, second commercial break of the night, come back with Will Hahn, more Jason Thomas. We've got expert goggle tear-offs. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on. And uh, Tony Blutie's here, Corey Moser's here, and uh, we'll be back in a little bit. Thanks, everybody. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. 
Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super tricky these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villopoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro 
Brands, and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products, too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. And use the keyword PULBMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulbamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, Showy, Showy. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Pulp MX Show. On the air. 
Sweet, sweet sounds of Peter Gabriel. If Pookie's listening. Oh, what was that? Was that your transition? It just ended. Yeah, probably. It didn't fade out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Peter Gabriel, everybody. Welcome to the Paul Mech Show. presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, Moser, that was your song. How do you like that song? Thank you for picking it. Um, you might have mentioned last night that uh, you were really hoping to have that, that song played at your wedding. Well, not my wedding, my social. I didn't okay. have a wedding. Well, say, I, don't know but, how the, I don't know how these Canada Pookie, things work. Pookie, Pookie knew that that was our wedding song at the social, and she screwed me out of it. <laughs> she didn't she, – some stupid – they were like, and now the Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Mathis, uh, now we will dance, you know, your song together. And it was freaking Celine Dion. <laughs> I'll never forgive Pookie for that. Ever. She played in Vegas for a long time. My so. next wife, we will play. Peter right now, what? I guarantee you. Oh, I, uh, I'm not much of a music connoisseur. I spend all my time listening to your voice. So, right. Um, yeah, there you go. All Happy right, wedding. Moser. Word association time here. You got some problems. Moser. Word association time here, and Great. please don't follow the, the 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 way of our other guests and screw me. Okay. Oh, right, we're gonna do. Uh, I almost did this yesterday on the roundtable. Okay, ready? Sure. BTOsports.com. Andrew Short. Fly racing. Andrew Short. Race tech suspension. Uh, lube. X-brand goggles. Cox. Isn't that, isn't that a name of, like, one of them? Cox? Cox. 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 Oh, Cox. Get your mind out of the gut. <laughs> that said, was not me. I thought you said Cox. You got the big, big mic right up against your mouth, not me. Uh, Atlas neck braces. <laughs> um, Sinjin. NFAB, Jeep truck bars. Nerf bars. Showy helmets. Ooh, I, I've got one. Free gun underwear. Free balling. Works connection. Uh, adjustable uh, clutch lever. Perch. Tech One Designs. Pitcher. FMF Racing. Badass. Brat Bar. Uh, I want to try a Paleo Bar. A10 Solutions. And, uh, rhino. Well, I think of Tits doing Rhino. <laughs> Do- <Yeah. laughs> tits doing Rhino. <laughs> yeah. uh, w Wheels. Uh, Berluti. Uh, Black Ops Moto. Uh, Pingree. And Optrix. Uh, Mr. Legendary and Selfies. 
All right, fantastic. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Uh, 25% off Black Ops Moto. Uh, sales ends this week. Um, also, uh, Tech One Designs, uh, check them out on the web. Custom graphics, custom pit shirts, you name it, they got it. Uh, Tyler Bowers brought to you by Showy Helmets. Showy Helmets, 50 years of helmet technology. Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha use a VFXW. Uh, Michael Lessie, um, you name it, some of the best riders in the world have used Showy. And uh, with their liners and their shells and the way they look, they're, they're top-of-the-line helmets. And we thank Showy Helmets for coming on board. JT, you are back on the line. And, I am. And uh, let's quickly go to the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment before our next guest, which is Geico Honda's uh, Will Hahn. All right, uh, let's get to that. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire cure. Rapid-fire. All right. Rapid-fire. Rapid-fire. <laughs> Uh, that sounded like the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth's got the rapid fire. I think I'll let Elizabeth touch the belt. No, no, I changed my mind. Uh, People don't know. A little random fact about Macho Man. Uh, Had a heart attack, hit a tree, and died about a mile from Timmy Ferry's parents. He's dead? Uh, Evie Ferry's parents. Yeah. Timmy, Timmy Ferry and I used to work out with Macho Man, like the same machine he would be doing, like tricep extensions, and I would be doing, like, uh, another, you know, on the, like, uh, whatever they're called, with the four stops on Yeah, he'd be there. That's Headband and all. Headband and Yeah, he's kind of bald. He was bald, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like yeah. Hogan. Yeah. Really bald, Bandana. right? Now. That's what yeah. will do to you. Um, uh, hey, and thanks everybody for listening once again on the show. Geico Honda's Will Hahn coming up. This is X Brown Goggle Tear Off segment. Pulp Show 13 saves you 30% off. Uh, Beer Optics, also the official goggle of Jimmy Albertson. Xbrand.com, EKSbrand.com. If you want to win, you will wear X Brand or you will not win. That's our new slogan. Um, all right, everybody. What happened to Clear Vision? Oh, wait, somebody else used that in, a, in an advertisement. <laughs> uh, I, could, I could do that. I mean, yeah, you know, it's yeah. funny. I was helping with a bookmark, and you said you guys should register. You should trademark that slogan. I this remember is, that. This is like a year ago. I remember that. Yeah, you should have. You're like, eh, who cares? Yeah. No one's going to use if it. If you want to be a jerky company to use like Clear Vision and, and feel free about it, feel good about it, go ahead. Mm-hmm. You're just a bunch of jackasses. Well, so. They're, they're huh? reaping from your hard work. I think they quit it. I think because they got a lot of – the owner – of that company, called Rich Taylor and said, hey, back everybody off on our Instagram. All your people are telling us. Um, so fantastic. Thanks. Hey, most Thanks. good ideas well are stolen. So Yeah, I mean, look at this Pulp Show. Stolen right from? DMXS. DMXS. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. Um, that was the people. Moto Talk Radio. Uh, the Moto Show with Moto. Paul Lindsay and Steve Mathis. Brought to you by MotoWorld.com. Remember that? Yep. This is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open. Oh, wait. Uh, no, my beer's already no, open. No, I was definitely Wait for not it. Wait for it. No, no, he's no, on his way out, so he's a little I'm slow. For it. He used to be much I'm better. He, for it. He's oh, like Muhammad is. Ali in the later years. That is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open. Um, he's like Muhammad Ali, like in the later years. When he, he was on his Liston <laughs> game, yeah. now he's fighting Leon Spinks and, and Holmes and these guys, um, you know, in the 80s. Right. So, you got the time. I got the time. Moser, you came up with the questions, as usual, yep. Yep. and here you are in studio to actually ask them. Um, before I get to these, I shout out to a couple guys. Sinjin sent me a no, couple. No, 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 no. No shout outs. Let's, let's <laughs> no. do this. I've started subbing this stuff <laughs> out. Wah, wah, wah. Outsourcing so I'm questions. outsourcing questions because my well is Do you do that dry. every week? No, just every here and there. So Brett Wise has hooked me up a couple times. And you raped her. No. Tits, after you leave the show. Oh, so you're is, asking me oh, questions? Oh, you got tits questions. Oh, I've got, I've got, I'm in studio. I've got okay. this all covered. Who's got uh, questions for me? Nobody. Do I have to ask myself questions? No. Yeah. We, 
Tits, after you leave the show, what are you going to do on Monday nights? Spend time with my family. 1.2. Sleep in a truck. Will they sleep in your truck with you? Uh, Stevie beats you to it. Uh, JT, yeah. what is the most and the least start money you've ever gotten racing overseas or, you know, at a one-off race? Uh, man, that's a good question. Uh, the least... I'm sure I went somewhere for zero. I know I did. I went to Tahiti for free. I went to some places for free. Uh, I think the most was like, I, I went two weekends. I got, uh, I think one was 15 and one was 10. So it was like 25,000 for 10 days. All right. Excellent. Tough. All right. 25K? Jeez. Dude, when I worked for Timmy, he would turn down 50K all day long. And I'm like, you're an idiot. I don't feel like going, dude. It's far. 50 it's grand. It's far. 50 yeah. grand. Yeah, so now we do that in a minute. Oh, yeah. He told me one time I, reg- I should have took all those races. I regret that. I did all of those. Yeah. <laughs> JT did anything. You had money in a race, he will be there. He'll bring his foot pegs. He'll bring his sub frame. And the, he- the coolest thing I ever did one time, I went to Germany, flew over, raced Friday, Saturday night. All night, it was like six hours from like North Germany all the way to Munich. Got on a plane Sunday morning at like eight in the morning. Flew to Spain. Miss practice, race the night show. Like my first lap of the, of the whole weekend was during the night show. Wow. Got fifth place, don't made five grand, shot. turned around, flew back to Germany, flew home the next day. Yeah, you don't want to hold. That's awesome. Do you regret? Uh, any, you don't regret any of that, right? No way, dude. Why would, that's why how I can buy three hundred dollars jeans. That's awesome. Somebody in the chat room says <laughs> uh, you need to put fancy pants on the back of your jeans. Uh, fly, fly pants. I don't no. ride anymore. When you ride, you just told us yeah, you ride. Yeah, you're riding, yeah. Uh, JT, yeah, but that's that's race that's race gear stuff. We have to actually pay for that stuff. Berluti. Yeah. Uh, Jason Thomas informed us last week on the show the most he has spent for a pair of jeans is three hundred and fifty dollars. God, are you kidding me? Right. What? Says the guy in the Chipotle yeah. shirt. Five hundred ones, twenty dollars. <laughs> Levi's five hundred ones. Yeah. The Cavaricis are where it's at. Uh, whatever. <laughs> hey, Wranglers. Are you good, serious, dude? Good. You really you really wear those? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure your rider has plenty of them in his in Wait, his wait, wait. Well. I don't care. That's, that's, I'm comparing me with you, not him with you. I mean, he probably, <laughs> and, and his paycheck is probably a little different than yours. Uh, JT doesn't have uh, kids. That's a I difference. Would make, I made pretty good money back in the day. Yeah, well. I'm, sure he makes, I'm sure he makes more than I do, but I'm yeah, making pretty good money. No, I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not comparing really your guys' paycheck but I'm, that way, but I'm just saying. I don't know, dude. No, I wouldn't do that. I won't do it so much now, but, I mean, everybody when they're young, and it's really hard, man. You're making a lot of money. It's hard to make wise decisions. Gotcha. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think they about. made 300 pairs. That might be the, the noise quote. Of, it's really hard to make wise decisions when you're young. <laughs> Did they make $300 pair of Levi's or, or I don't know. jeans back in your day, Steve? Uh, I don't think so. I've always so. worn cargos. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. Angel flight. If Dungey, if Dungey creamed, creamed in a pair of 501, it's a bomb. <laughs> in a heartbeat. All right, let's go. Let's, let's move Ludi. this along. We got, we got Will okay. Hong coming up. Ludi, what is the longest distance or time you've driven nonstop, straight through? I'd say 18 hours. Oof. Okay, I'll, me too. 18 was mine too. Uh, straight through, mini thins, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 18 hours. I drove uh, Houston. No, that one wasn't 18. I think I drove Binghamton to wherever, going to watch Google. This was borderline, this was borderline interrupting. What's, so where did you drive for your 18? I think it was from like Vegas to like New York. Oof. Yeah, that's brutal. All right, next question. Steve. Yep. List 
all of your current jobs. I didn't make it to New York. But you were headed to yeah, New York. I was headed to New York. Yeah. We don't have time for that. That's not, that's not an answer. I mean, I can't Pulp do it Mac, seconds. Pulp Max, Racer X. Uh, Pulp Max, Racer X, owner of Promoto Talk. Uh, I write for Cross Magazine in Germany. I write for ADB in Australia. I write for Direct Motocross in Canada. I write for IMX in Canada. I do some X-Brand goggles service. I feel bad whoever does right, your taxes. It. Yeah, a lot, lot of 1099s, bro. You don't want to pay taxes, are you kidding me? A lot of 1099s. Um, all right, what next, next question. Care? <laughs> Tits, no can we get jacked. some tear-off noises? I'm giving them. You didn't I'll hear rip, it? I'll rip some paper. I've you didn't hear it? Right no. Here. No, you were not giving well, them. Well, maybe you should pay attention. You were not giving them. You know you weren't. Get off, get off your phone. Okay. Tits. What yes. is the biggest misconception about you and or your job that you do here? Biggest misconception. Um, waffle, 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 waffle. No. I also write for MotoOnline.com. 15 Thank seconds. Thank you. Um, 15. That, that my job is easy. Or that you have to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> the misconception is that it's easy and you have to pay and attention. You have to pay attention, yeah. <laughs> um, All right, never mind. Like I said, dude, Ali. <laughs> Ali, too many shots to the head. He's yeah. done. End of the career is coming. JT. I would say the biggest misconception is that Tits leaves too late to drive home. <laughs> okay, just park out front and just <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> JT. There's something to Tits complaining about the the long shows and driving home and sleeping in his truck to <laughs> save 40 minutes. Like, like you would think he's making that up about the far drive and all that, but he slept in his truck to save 40 minutes. So there is proof there that he's really insane about I'm the drive trying, home. I'm not trying to be a prima donna. I'm just saying that's just the way it is. I value my sleep. <laughs> I thought Highly. I followed you one time and you live five minutes away from here. I do, but he's talking about from, from school is where oh, I... Oh, okay, gotcha. But, but yes, I, I live really close. No, it's like three minutes he's from co- He complains when the shows go long because gotcha. it's late night for him. I know, but it's five minutes it's not from the drive, I'm with though. you. It's not the drive. It's, it's the time on the show. Gotcha. Go ahead. We're talking about two different things. But JT, 2-2 Motorsports. Do you think Chad Reed has made money, broke even, or is it just he just cost him money at this point? Uh, he's made money for sure. He wouldn't. He would not be continuing his program if he wasn't making money. There's no way. Not with the offers he had. That's six six point eight. That surprises me. I assumed that he was maybe. He always made it seem like it was all out of his own pocket. It's a huge upfront cost. I, I think imagine. like like uh, he he definitely put money in at the start, but he's yeah. definitely profited since then, or he wouldn't be continuing. I think like when you read about these uh, uh, labor stoppages in NHL and NFL and, and Major League Baseball, and these accountants are saying they're losing money. When you're an accountant, you can do anything you want and move numbers around and show you're losing money. You well, know what I mean? You like want to lose money. Or whatever it is. Like, like I have no doubt Chad's probably losing money. So when he talks about this in interviews, it's probably true. Because there are things. Maybe he, he probably doesn't count his gear money because that's his own money. It's not the team money. Well, it's all relative to how much he pays himself, too. Yeah, so. yeah. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Move it around. I, I think you can just move money around and, and you can make any company or team or whatever make money or lose money or do whatever you want. Bruno, not Sundell and, co- and Company. They're huge, yeah. But, no way to right. get that company right. out of the out of the red. It's not raise red flags around Pulp Max and how much you pay yourself, Steve. Berluti, <laughs> besides Watson running a one forty four with Deegan back in the day and over 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 bore, over stroke stroke bore bore over bore bike, 
Are you aware of anybody else that made a bent of rules or? <laughs> look, look on his face. No. No? I'm really not. 2.6. Yeah. Fair question. Mike Craig definitely ran an overwar on a Cowie 125 back in the day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Michael Brandis. There's lots of people saying Michael Brandis did. I never witnessed that or noticed it. Uh, Big Boar Barry Carson got that nickname for a reason. Mm-hmm. I can tell you at, at the factory level, we never yeah. did. No, we never did either. We did cheat on the factory level in yeah, terms of – a little bit. In terms of Chassis. like we would run the next year's swing arm early. We would run thinner gas tanks to save weight. Mm-hmm. All stuff that everybody does. And, and if you don't think Honda's cheating with their frames, then you're clueless. So Naive. Yeah. All right. Oh, by the way, did you notice Travis Preston's uh, white powder-coated frame at Hangtown? Yeah, I just book I just bookmarked that episode, and you guys were just relentless with that. Well, I know it's not a 2014. It's not a 2014. It's not, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, wonder why it was powder coated? Maybe because some frames looked different. Maybe some weld looked a little different. A little pressure. It looked cool though. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. yeah, it did. All right, Steve. Yep. Who has more jobs than you in the moto industry? Uh, Jason Wygant. What? Sure. No, but whatever. Jason <laughs> Thomas. No, you have more. <laughs> Got, I mean, I don't know. Nothing. I don't. How do I know that, Moser? I can't. I don't know who has. Paul Lindsay has a lot of jobs lately. His announcing career is on fire. <laughs> and then he's I'll got David Davey Coombs, maybe. All yeah. Liat money. Liat money. I'm surprised he has to have other jobs. Yeah. Lindsay seems like he's got a lot of gigs going on. Yeah, promising uh, announcing gig. Okay. Tits. Who is your favorite caller and least favorite caller? Favorite caller is Nash. Least favorite is Sinjin. 4.3. What happened to Hasbin? Is he dead? No, he called a while ago, but his seltzer sucks. He calls every now and then. He says he's got like tennis stuff is on Mondays. That's that's what he says. Tennis with Jimmy Connors or something? I don't know. (laughs) When we had the Tuesday show, it's like, oh, it's great having you guys on Tuesdays because Mondays I got got my tennis. And I was like, I got the super wild card. He's an interesting guy. All right, right, next question. JT, what is the least amount of money you've spent on a pair of jeans? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. 20 bucks. What? 4.6. There's, there's like costumes and stuff, Halloween. Day to day gear. Yeah, if you're gonna go like bu- in the 150. Range. If you're gonna go buy a pair of jeans, what are you buying? If you go out tomorrow, what are you gonna get? Uh, man, I'm just gonna pass. Have you ever bought jeans from Costco? They got lucky. They sell jeans at Costco. Yeah. JT, are you signature. surprised your jeans have made this much of a an impact on the show? No, because it's people always freak out. Uh, whatever. <laughs> All right. Do you have people on your Twitter making comments to you about your jeans? Uh, a little so. bit. I, yeah. I tell you what, though. Anybody who wants to go down to a Supercross track walk, don't pick on me because it's a fashion show down there. No, it's not. Bullshit. JT, uh, I still can't believe you wore sandals around the Washougal motocross track. I was just – I might have been drinking, but I remember you wearing sandals with all sorts of dirty feet. That's gross. Yeah, who I wear sandals in the outdoors. Who wears sandals at the outdoors? Makes no sense. You, do you want me to talk about what you wore at the outdoors? Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> Moving on. All right, so Berluti. Yeah. In the industry, who is the next Berluti? Who's a mechanic out there that you see a little bit of yourself in there? Who's got... Who's now got that I'm Berlu- retired. Now that, now that yeah, obviously. Yeah, right. who's, got a, who's a future Berluti out there? Big shoes to fill, I know. No, nothing to do with shoes. Just whoever's got the longevity. That's the thing. I, I don't have an answer for that. It's it's longevity. I mean, longevity. Are you the longest serving mechanic? You got to be, huh? 
For sure. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean Goose started in like 92, 93. Uh, who, and... who would be stupid enough to be doing this this long? <laughs> <laughs> when you worked for Buddy Antonis twice, yeah. you've been doing this a long time. Yeah, right. Uh, Tommy Watts? <laughs> like, God, really. No, th- that's the thing. I think people, and uh, that's what I do in life. I, I don't really move around much. I stick to the same thing. So, yeah. I mean, I... I I would get I guess I would say that uh, yeah longevity that then I'm you know, yeah. perseverance I persevere I don't know? know how you did it I did it for you have a, a circle do you have a circle of restaurants and stores that you'll only go to around your house since you travel so much um yeah pretty much I don't get too far mm-hmm. from my house for mm-hmm. sure but no I like going <laughs> to different places tell me more Berlute. <laughs> how about this we'll rephrase is there uh, who's a, a younger mechanic that love this you, guy right here. Do you appreciate their work or that impresses you? I, I think a lot of them are doing really good work. Please don't say Valcor. I was going to say Valcor. I think, yeah, I mean, he's yeah. pretty nice. Oh, Val, actually, pretty I, I, would, I probably could have said Valcor back in the day. I mean, he was an aspiring young guy, and, we, and Goose and I, you know, helped him and stuff, and he was definitely, he's a good mechanic. Do you know Nate at all, Shorty's mechanic? We talked about this already. Uh, just a little bit. He talked to him like in staging. He seems so. like a great guy. We talk, yeah. Oh, right, in staging, yeah, we mentioned that. And I'm not just saying this because he's Shorty's mechanic, but can you get our next? Guest you've on? mentioned this because uh, yeah. he lived in a tent outside 1110 Mons. Yes, That's he did. Gnarly. No, That's he was gnarly. dedicated. I've seen pictures of him living in the back of 1110 Mons. The guy is gnarly. Like, That's I mean, passion. That guy's got when passion. you make 11, when you make it through 1110, and you're alive, and it's good, and you got a job, you've done yeah. something. I mean, and he his attention to detail is he's the first to admit maybe he's not the fastest guy, but he the he next really survivor cares. is going to be at 1110 Mons shop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not very fast. Yeah. I've never been fast. Quality over quantity. Gothic took forever. Gothic J was just. He like, spent a lot of time on the cell phone. Not really. You'd polish everything, though, you know. And yeah. I'm like, dude, come I on. I don't like yeah, that. Just, you know who? You know who hates that stuff is truck drivers. Oh, oh man, yeah, they yeah. freak out. Right. All right, last one, Steve. Mm-hmm. What are you most gonna miss about your producer tits? Uh, his passion. Seriously, what are you gonna miss? <laughs> His passion. Yeah, absolutely. No, look, we can't. I've said it before. His weirdness and his his unpassionate. Yeah. No, what's the word? Not unpassionate. JT, help me out. What's the word? Uh, dispassionate. Lack of, uh, lack of enthusiasm. His, his lack of, of enthusiasm. You don't want a super fan in that spot. You want a guy who does, knows the sport, knows what's going on a little bit, kind of weird, not starstruck, <laughs> unemotional, struck. and that's tits. I'm not going to be able to find that Apathetic. again. Apathetic. So, Apathetic. Yes, thank you. Where do you find serial killers? Maybe. Right. Well, you're in didn't Vegas. Know nothing about Moda when he came on, did he? <laughs> no, what are you he did. About? You very, did? very little, Seriously. but he knew. <laughs> You've learned a lot come since on. I've been he, here. He read Racerhead. No, he there was a he time. Started no, there was a time it. when I used to. Oh, um, wow. I mean, there's a lot of things about tits that's not going to be able to be replicated. But but if you All want your them. but if All you want them. your chance, you live in Vegas and you want Monday night <laughs> and you want to make some money. We are looking for a producer. Producer, so uh, contact the show in that uh, order. Everything money last. Being in Vegas first. Yeah, yeah. If you like dogs, that helps. If you hate dogs, we'll take you though. It's worked. Um, <laughs> that has been that has been the X Brand Goggle uh, segment. Uh, X Brand Goggles, eksbrand.com, thirty percent off. Pulp Show thirteen. If you don't win, wear X-Brand, you will not win. That's our new slogan. All right, let's go right to our next guest. We're running late tonight. Tits is upset. Um, and uh, it's, it's unfortunate. The, the best of the show. We Did are... you see Will Hans' new Von Zipper goggle ad? 
I no no I did not. Maybe you should ask him about it. Is that on your list of questions? Uh, no, it's not. It's not. No. Well, Han, welcome to the show. What's happening? What's up, Wilbur? What about you? Late to call me. Your phone sucks. What's going on? With your Are phone? you in the ridge line? What's What's the matter? <laughs> wow! Wow! Um, don't think that was necessary. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, um, don't. I just think you owe me quite a bit of coffee for how late you were just now. Uh-oh. What do you mean how late I was? You said 9 o'clock, and for each minute that you're behind 9 o'clock, I was kind of adding some stuff up. Dude, you texted me the other day, you are like, hey, I need pancakes as well as coffee now. This deal, what, this, this deal for Bercy is getting, like, gnarlier all the time. Have you had Starbucks pancakes um, from, from uh, France? I mean, oh, yes. JTS, oh, yeah. Oh yes. Uh, then you would you would want it in your deal too. You know? Well, Will, what's the most money you've ever spent on a pair of jeans? <laughs> Dude, this is such bullshit. Like I'm so sick of taking this shit. So, I don't. I think <laughs> I, I think he didn't quite understand the question. <laughs> Can't no, explain no, it. Give me a heads up. <laughs> He's getting Will fired is, up. Yes, there is. There is an angry Will Hahn on the line <laughs> He's right now. He's got a nerve. Well, see, dogs don't have a portion like that's all I wear every day, all day. What? And what, what? Dawn blew out proportion like I, that's all I wear oh, all day. No, day. no, listen. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know <laughs> that's anything. That's what I'm saying. We asked JT this question uh, last show, and JT said $350. No one can believe it. Everyone thinks he's insane. So we're kind of asking all of our guests. I didn't know this had any backstory to you. Oh, I really okay, didn't. Okay. I really didn't. But I'm, yeah. I mean, sort of, yeah. Sort of strike a nerve touch, touch there, bro. Hop um, uh, truth be told, I think it was like 239. Whew. Something to aspire to. Then. It's not JT level, mm-hmm. but it's up so there. Good, though. Yeah. Hey, um, how's the 450? It's coming along, man. I'm happy. Real happy. Um, No Monster Cup for you. How come? I wasn't ready, and by choice. I, I took September off and was home just hanging with the fam and stuff and right. uh, just, did, just didn't have enough time to uh, that I felt comfortable to go out. I don't think it's something that uh, this next jump for me, I don't I don't really want to like just go in half-assed. Like, I want to be able to come out and yeah. uh, be able to at least feel good. I, I wouldn't have even felt good out there. So um just something that was a decision that I made that was uh, – I don't know, something I've learned the last couple of years and injuries and all that, I'm just not really rushing anything. Right. If uh, if you got a question for Will Hahn, 702-586-7857. Berluti, Moser, JT, Will Hahn uh, on the line. Um, Tits is leaving Will Hahn, so if you have anything to say to him, uh, you know, I know you guys bonded when you were here in the studio. He's uh, leaving the show. So No, dude. He has to call every time and do the Tits and Tits segment because I, <laughs> I can't go without that in my life. <laughs> Neither can JT. Remember when I killed it when you were in studio? Dude, you crushed it. Yeah, I did. Like 10 for 10. <laughs> yeah, I did. The emotion on tits, his yeah. tits voice right now, the emotion. Uh, yeah, I so did. But he's really monot- pumped. He's as pumped as he gets complete right now. Complete monotone. Yeah. Uh, half smirk. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, hey, so the biggest, obviously you raced four for these Supercross before. You filled in uh, over at the factory Honda. But um, biggest adjustment on the 450. What, what's the biggest thing that's uh, kind of you got to get better at or that you got to adjust to or whatever? On the bigger bike, keeping keeping the rear fender on, <laughs> <laughs> looping out. Yeah, really, right? I just looped out every every corner. Um, 
I don't just I, I mean it's just power. It's, it's yeah. a lot of power. Yep. Uh, different power because I mean you go from a two fifty and most rhythm sections are pretty much wide open. Mm-hmm. I mean for the most part. Uh, and same with the whoops. Like I mean, I know there's set up and all that and all that goes into it, but they're pretty much matted as well. Uh, and with this thing, it's like more judging how much I can go whoop to whoop without skipping one because it's, there's the traction's pretty good and. Uh, the power is so so high on it. I'm like, yeah. I, I have a tough time not just going too far whoop to whoop. You um, so. and also too, it's tiring. It's more tiring, I guess. You're working hard with your trainer Ryan, um, trying to get in shape a little bit more. Do switch things up from your from your 250 program. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're not like rewriting the book, but yeah, putting on weight, just trying to prompt some body and uh, try to build a handless piece. Well, if you need anything about like putting on weight, if you need some advice or whatever, <laughs> you got my number. Like yeah yeah no no we're hanging out like next week yeah yeah Bercy bro yeah right so hopefully you can show me a thing or two you know yeah well well Shorty's gonna be there yeah, and, good luck uh, keeping up with him it's gonna be fun we had fun last time um it, yeah, it, it, are, you it, gonna, are you gonna try to like not lose a thumb this time while you help put on my graphics or oh yeah dude yeah I'm gonna that thing was really bleeding you sliced yeah yourself. that was the number one. Yeah, and hitting the gate. You I hit the gate, bro. I used the Xacto knife to trim some graphics for Gothic and or not for Gothic for Sean. And I was trimming some stuff and making it all look good. And it was the plastic cap. Was I was putting the plastic cap on the? Oh my! And God. I went right through the cap into amateur my finger. Move. Wow! Total amateur move. Been a long time since I'd used yeah. the Xacto knife. Exacto. You know, wow. I haven't chopped up yeah. coke much lately, so Tough. you know, well, um, you had that going for you, right? Right, exactly. Hey, Will, you and your brother hosted uh, Supercross recently, right? And like a big track day Supercross deal. What was that all about? Yeah. How'd that go? Yeah, it was good. It was actually really cool. We uh, the background story to it is it was the first track that Tom and I both had our first races at. Uh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, so something we grew up, and then obviously the people around us were family and friends, people that we had grown up with, and uh, the track closed down back in, like, 1999, uh, and EMT had gotten hit, he sued one, and, you know, obviously that was the book right there. Uh, so the city came at us this year in the Chamber of Commerce and, and asked if we'd be interested in putting our name on something and trying to bring something back to the community, uh, and we, uh, we just kind of went with it, and ended up working out pretty well. Uh, the track turned out pretty good. Ivan actually spent some time up there with Tom, and they helped build the track. And uh, A lot of friends went into it. Um, you know, uh, Don Biseglia and my, my friend Trent, his uh, his dad, and like, all these guys that went into this shore, uh, to, this, uh, to this track, you know, and just put a lot of time in it. And we got a really awesome turnout. And I, I was had to see people I haven't seen in years, like since I was you know, going to school up there and, and uh, just riding and stuff. So that part was really cool. Um, and Cooper Webb's going with you to, uh, to Bercy? Well, not like with me, but like not my suitcase or anything. <laughs> he could fit. The, uh, the, f- good. the photo you sent me was a little disturbing. I have to admit. I just happened to be shirtless. Dude. It is hot. <laughs> you sent me a photo of him shirtless with Cooper Webb over his shoulder with a smile on his face. It was really creepy. Ooh. I'll show you guys. After Seems if you pretty want. normal to me. I don't yeah. Know. No, it says the man who loves shorty. Hey, Wilbur, I asked Shorty this question earlier. How much stuff are you taking over suspension? Did you tell him who you, you were? Does he know who you were? I met Wilbur. He probably oh. has no idea who I am. But oh, okay. All I right. met him a couple times, but that's not saying much. Uh, I know who Wilbur is. So what all are you taking? Nice to talk to you again, Will. Uh, 
What all are you going to take with you? My mechanic and a bunch of bags of stuff and some tires. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, suspension, some bars, pipe, um, clamps, maybe a perch and some foot pegs because I don't like my feet coming off. Uh, mm-hmm. They still will. But uh, JT might have some taller foot pegs for you that laying around. JT, you got anything? Uh, I get rid of all that stuff. Okay. How many times have you been to Bercy now, Wilbur? Uh, just once. So this will be the second. second time. So pretty, pretty excited about. It. I loved it last year, and I had a blast. Are you also doing hey. Geneva? Yes, all three. How's? Oh, you're doing Genoa too? Yep. When isn't that this weekend? Yeah, I fly out Wednesday. Oh shit, bro. Um, how's Geico with that? Like, I know Honda guys and different teams, they don't want you. Roxon just pulled out of Bercy and Genoa, probably, probably because of uh, Alden Baker. There's a lot of people, teams and trainers that don't like you guys doing this, but you guys like the money and it's a good experience and all that. So how was that telling Geico and how's Ryan with it? Hey, I am going to do these three races. I'm probably gonna make like 50 grand. So suck it. How was that? Well, I mean, Mike's really supportive of it. No, he didn't. He's not like super fond of the one closer to Anaheim, right? Just because you know he'd let me be here, but he understands that he's a racer and he mm-hmm. gets the fact that you know it is good money and the experience is awesome and yeah, uh, just all all around for that is uh, is a good thing. So, um, so it wasn't a lot. Like, I, yeah, it wasn't a lot of big battle. That? It wasn't a big battle then. It was it was cool. No, yeah. it, it wasn't like I was like. Come on, dude, let me do it, and or anything like that. He was just kind of like, you know, do your thing and get back here. So, Will Hanna on the line, Geico Honda's Will Hanna, also running Showy Helmets this year. Showy Helmets, 50 years of helmet technology. Showy-helmets.com, official sponsor of Will Hahn and the Pulp Mech Show. So, I like it. We, we now we, we share sponsors now? Yeah, yeah, Showy Helmets. Yeah. Oh, nice. We don't share the nice. goggles, though, anymore. Yeah, that Von Zipper ad was uh was Yeah, so anyways, ass. yeah, you're looking good for the season, and... <laughs> We, there, there was intense negotiations with X Brand Goggle and Will Hahn. Oh yeah, I we, might have saw and I'm not, yeah. I'm not bitter at all that we didn't get yeah. Hahn. Not bitter at all. I don't know. You called me, you texted me the day after it didn't go through, and you told me I will never be eating without X Brand. <laughs> no, that sounded like something. <laughs> did I? <laughs> <Weird. No. laughs> I don't. Did I really? Steve, did you even send him a contract? No, no, you did. You didn't. I just. I mean, I made up a new slogan tonight for X Brand. Um, and I'm going to run it for a while. So you can't win if you don't wear X brand. That's my new slogan. So I'm going to run it. It's not very catchy. I'm going to run it by Paggio. It's probably you haven't won if you wore X brand. (laughs) Oh, maybe that's it. (laughs) That's probably more it. Uh, I was telling Paggio at the Monster Cup, I'm like, look, dude, you have first and third right now, but I got 16 and 17. So, like, I'm blanketing sort of that area. And you're sort of stag- <laughs> you're staggered throughout the field, and then I went when Villa- and then when Villapoto missed the Joker lane, I said, "Paggio, do you feel it has anything to do with your vision of your goggle that your rider missed the Joker oh, lane?" Oh wow! Yeah, so number seven made it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, seven did pull it in. Um, how was the Monster Cup? Will did you go? Did you show up? No, I, no okay. I was in Florida at the AIM show. That's for right. Von Zipper, actually. Yeah, Wygant said you were like the only guy there signing. I didn't know if you drew, flew back or not for it. Um, no, I, I mean, I probably could have, but no. I, I mean, I try to avoid that city unless I'm going to pull the next show or if I'm uh, yeah. racing. Fantastic. On my dirt bike. Why do you have a gambling uh, problem <laughs> or a drinking yeah. problem? 
Or both, uh, like some of us. Or both, yeah. It's a combo, you know? Yeah, a combo with cheese. Um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm out of control, uh-oh. basically. Uh-oh. No, uh, so uh, I thought it was good racing. I thought it was awesome racing. Close. Dude, uh, everyone what, was pretty close in times and practice and all that. Dude, what happened, uh, to, o- what happened to Osborne there? He was terrible. Uh, I don't know. Do you think he's going to retire know. after that? I would say no, Jeez. but that's just that's just my thought. <laughs> hey, Will, what gear are you wearing next year? I didn't hear that part. Uh, alias. Okay. Alias gear with uh, boots. Star boots. A-star alias. Boots. Yep. Huh? Uh, A-star boots. Yep. Yep, yep. And then Showy and Von Zipper. Hmm. Well, if you want to win, you know what kind of brand to wear. That's our slogan. Uh, Von Zipper. <laughs> Uh, just wait till you need a Terminator lens sometime this summer. Um, <laughs> do we do we know if you're going to drop down to 250s uh, for the summer? I know that was up in the air, and maybe, maybe not. Is there anything decision made? Uh, I would say right now it's a no. Okay. Um, Unless they get hurt or who knows or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Things change, but um, as it looks, I would say no. Okay, Will, how are you feeling about starts on the 450? That's obviously one of your, you know, one of one of your biggest strengths this whole, you know, your uh, whole career rather. But or... well, besides besides my looks um, <laughs> and my height, uh, <laughs> I would have to say I feel pretty good about it. I just actually did a couple this week for the first time on it, and uh, I don't know. We we're actually just talking about it tonight, and I think that it's something that I really look forward to, especially if there's uphill or any kind of altitude or anything like that. I'm looking forward to it. Um, how's the Honda track right now? Is it nice? Is it is it gnarly? Uh, Honda's got a reputation for building. Track. Um, we have our our test track at Marlstone now. Oh, I didn't and, know that. Uh, oh, this is new. Okay, so you took over the Rockstar track? No, we're side by side though. Oh my god, these uh, these Geico does. Yep. Why'd so, you do that? Uh, Why not the Honda track? What's happening? Are you guys mad at Honda? What's happening? This What's is obviously on? Will's idea no, and no, or no beef decision. there. I just I rode there a lot over the last year or two, and uh, man, the dirt's good. It changes it. It's loose, it gets ruddy, and uh, just uh, to have another track. Nothing wrong with that. JT, did you know about this? I didn't know. Shocker. Um, but Honda's it's not really that much of a shocker. Then, it's, not right. like, it's not like, <laughs> no, like beef or nothing. And Pro Circuit's been out of Glen Helen a whole bunch, more so than the Cowie track. And then the JWR track up there as well. So. Cool Circuit's got their own track it, out there, Corona now, right? Yeah, and Glen Helen. Yep. So they, yeah, they got their Corona track. I don't even Corona think they, track. No. Oh, the Cowie track. Yeah. No. What? Don't they have their own? I thought of Glen Helen. Yeah, that's Glen Helen. Yeah. That's piece. Glen Helen and track. Yeah. I, I'm talking about where all the other tracks are. I thought they had their own there now. No. Um, I think technically the the old JWR track is theirs, I believe. Yeah, the oh, one really? right down the hill. I mean, I see all pro circuit guys practicing there. So oh, I'm so confused. JT, how many? Yeah, the... the you really out of the loop. <laughs> JT, how many of the factory tracks did you ride at over the years? Uh, I've ridden in a few. Um, I wouldn't say that I was invited to most of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hop the? Did you hop the fence like J Law? Oh, That's yeah. the best story. Uh, yeah. Suzuki, when I was invited to, and the rest of them, yeah, let's just say I didn't ride them. Um, Weasley. Uh, the best was Nick. Nick and J Law breaking, jumping over the Honda truck, jumping. How I don't know how they got in. They had to jump in and out. Yeah, you said they jumped over the chain link fence. Yes, there was there was definitely a, like a, a berm to a chain link fence over it. Yeah, coming coming down the hill from the Suzuki, I remember. I think Jay even shoveled a whip, I believe. <laughs> yeah, 
And King Kehoe called Nick and was like, dude, look, I heard you've been out there. I saw you guys built a jump. Just come on, please. I can't believe Nick would do that. Yeah. Wow. Well, I like the story where uh, Kehoe cornered uh, J-Law about it, right? And J-Law just handed him some cash, like two grand. Like, here you go. I don't remember that. You Did told, I tell that story? Yeah, you told that story. Your I, memory's, I, I, your I probably, memory's amazing. I probably made that but up. But yeah, he was just like, hey, I heard you've been riding the track. And he's like, yeah, I have. Here's, here's like 2K to, for track maintenance. <laughs> Good times. Um, if you, uh, if it's like an off, and if you're not in peak season, and it's just like one person out there, it's pretty much anything goes at times. I mean, guys are riding other people's tracks. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, not a big deal. It's kind of like sharing girlfriends or something. I know how you move. I know how you move. I actually went down to the KTM and asked the guys, and they were all down there riding, and I ended up going on the track and just weeding myself. When you were on Star? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think Hepler, me, and I think Langston all crashed at KTM in the same day. Wow. Jeez. Day. Bad karma. Um, well, as a mechanic going to those test tracks, I don't think we ever let anybody, like. but I was always official test sessions, you know? Yeah, you have, it has to be yeah. like, like I said, like off-peak season when nobody's there, like one guy's yeah. going to be riding or something. No water on the track. You guys are gnarly. Um, Wilbur, thanks for coming on, man. I hate to cut it short. We we're running late. Tits is oh, getting upset, like and we Ooh. well we got a lot of stuff to do. So I gotta go. We gotta go. Wilbur, have them just send you a Starbucks Twitter gift card now, okay? Um, something not caribou, you know? No, uh, he's got a he's got a <laughs> Starbucks like gold card on his phone. Earlier we roll we rolled through Starbucks I'm, earlier. He had some I, app on his phone. It was some big deal. You really made a big deal out of that carib caribou that was not necessary. Not necessary. Dude, it was that bad. Caribou. I mean, JT. Caribou. <laughs> JT was with me. It was his suggestion. We got to go to caribou. Um, it was the only place open. I know. I know. But it was the only place open. But. JT can vouch and say that stuff did not taste anything near a Starbucks. Well, contract's a contract anyway, right? It's a pretty yeah. contract. You know, you wore the no, sticker. Wait. It was supposed to be a legitimate deal, right? Oh, geez. Whose side am I on, yeah, right, Berluti, Steve? Okay. whatever, Berluti. Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> no wonder why Sinjin <laughs> didn't like you. He brought me, he brought me like, coffee poop. Like, just ground coffee poop. I, I guess going to get me mad. I'm going to have to really get angry about this. Um, here, just send him one of these. What is it? Starbucks offers Twitter gift cards. Starbucks now offering yeah. gift cards that can be sent via Twitter. The problem with Will is I have to get them. Like the deal is, Will will run the sticker. I have to go get them though. That's the you oh, know. that's yeah. it. That's and also, it. like he told me this summer, like he was helping me get in shape. Like it was, he was pumped on helping me get on the program. So just trying, just trying to help do my cause, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, thanks, Will. Thanks for coming on. Good luck uh, in Genoa. And we will see you at Bercy. That'll be fun. And uh, I can't wait to see you on the 450 and see what you can do. It should be good times. Sounds good. Thomas, thanks for having me on. And uh, you guys all have a good night. All right. Thanks, Wilbur. Thanks, Wilbur. See you, Will. All right. All right. Thanks, Will. See you guys. Will Hahn, everybody. Geico Hahn is Will Hahn. Uh, Tits, can you please, please tell us about Optrix? You know what? I want to tell you about Optrix, actually. You no. go ahead, and then I will. JT just hung up. Or was okay. he on six? Oh, JT was on six. Did you hang, up, hung up, again? I hung up on six because JT was on five before. He so, was on five before, and now he's on six. I have an iPhone. I have children. Can you get him back on? I do a lot of activities that are wet. You can do with that when you know what you'd like. You can use your imagination there. And I trust my phone to Optrix. Um, I was lounging in the pool yesterday, and I was the only one with a phone in the pool. So it's kind of a status symbol. Um, and I'd like to thank everyone coming on the show sponsor because it's awesome. 
Lots of enthusiasm there with that. I thought so, no. Uh, um, Are you being sarcastic? Yeah, you're too mellow there. JT, sorry, you were on five before. Now you're on six, so I screwed Dude, up. Dude, I did like oh, okay, it, though. Okay, sweet. I, th- I, yeah, th- I, I really appreciate yeah. it. I thought it was relevant. Hey, so, I thought it was pretty relevant, personally. No, it was good. Um, I'd like to just read a quick email. Did you Did you read that email from Natasha Whiteman? No, he did not. No, but for the record, this is two optics reads now. You're supposed to get one. Well, I, I had nothing to do with his deal. It, I'm a guest, so I get to yeah, do that. Don't. Just knock it off. All right. So anyway, this is from Natasha Whiteman. She said, hey, guys. I just want to say a huge thanks for your help with ordering an optics case for my partner, Mickey D. He loves Mickey it. Mickey Diamond? Well oh, I was thinking the restaurant. Money. Not McDonald's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ronald? <laughs> did, did the hamburger use it? Hamburger. <laughs> Ronald walking around taking photos of his huge red shoes. Yeah. Oh, look at this d- what about double, double Big Mac. Gr- Grimace running around. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Grimace. All right. So I said... It came within four days from the U.S. and was exactly what he wanted. He's been riding, fishing, and a four-wheel drive adventure with plenty of footage he's already taken. Anyway, thanks, everyone. We love the show and the Optrix. We're telling all of our friends about it, and they'll use the code. So shout-out to Mickey D and Tashi D. Uh, Grimace and I'm the sure burglar, the hamburglar as well. Quick Optrix-related right. question. No, we're going to move on. We're going to move quick. on. I had the fisheye lens, yes, which is great for selfies. What is yes. this telephoto one that uh, Jonathan Lee's using all the time? It's Not the yet. Pro Lens. It's it's the Photo Pro X. Okay, so that's interchangeable a, lenses. That's it's the same. Attention, case. everybody! Do not take okay. photos of sea turtles. They will not make a photo no, of the day. Sea turtles are lame. Nope. Um, Semen, no, it's maybe inter- sea turtles not. <laughs> interchangeable lenses. Same case though for the XT5. Right. Uh, use the code PulpMX at Optrix.com for fifteen percent off your order. Thank you very much. Can I buy just the lenses? Great radio, bro. <laughs> we can talk after this. Right. Uh, race tech engineering, race tech suspension, the privateer's choice out there. Some of the top riders uh, in the sport using race tech because they uh, work with them. They uh, work with them to find the best settings. Privateers, uh, they often pay. And when they pay, they uh, go to race tech because they know it's the best. Since 1984, they've been around the gold valve, the race tech technical seminars. I don't got to go on and on about race tech. They've been around longer than Berluti almost. Uh, doing suspension, doing forks and shocks, of course, the vintage stuff and also. So with that, we're going to go to the Race Tech email segment, racetech.com, by the way. Uh, Brandon, uh, hey, Steve, from what I hear, money is the big holdup as far as getting live GoPro footage during the races. Seems like a good spot for a sponsor to step in and get some exposure. Would it be astronomical number to get this going, or is there another reason no one is stepping up to fill this void from Brandon? Brandon? Brandon, it's all about money and maybe GoPro doesn't pay Feld enough to do the uh, live camera view. But how awesome would that be? The motocross this nation ones wasn't that clear, I didn't think. No? It's probably it was because it was coming from overseas. None, none of the photo, none of the stuff. If, if you put a GoPro on the TV screen or on the screen of the stadium, I mean, that would add to your experience as a I fan. I just felt like what I watched in motocross this nation's was like equal to like scrambled porn. It wasn't, you could have a hard time making out what was, like, I like, like, oh, was awesome. that a nipple? Even, or? even if the, the, the quality was a little subpar, I think it would be awesome. JT, can we get a ruling on this? Uh, I'm sure that, Feld, yeah, I, I'm, it all comes down to money. All, all things come down to money. So, I'm sure Feld probably wants more for their the rights to their, GoPros, footage, jeans, yeah. whatever, money. <laughs> uh, next question from Sean. Just read your observations column and couldn't agree more about that inside pass Stuart made on Villa Poto in the back section. Did you see that? No. You didn't was, see that? It was, no. it was right epic. by you. Yeah. 
It was, it was it amazing. Was, it was OG Stewart. It reminded me of a pass Stewart put on either Reed or Dungey at the St. Louis Supercross a few years back. I don't remember that. Where he got around the other rider in a spot on the track where you would never imagine a pass could be made. I whoa, love, whoa, whoa. I love his creativity. <laughs> Just wanted to pass that along. Always enjoy your stuff. Take care, Sean. I think it was a pretty obvious passing place. He executed it really, really well. I mean, I saw a lot uh, of passing there all night there long. Where exactly was it, JT? Right past the mechanics area going into that off-camber, like, up thing? There's a single, yes. yeah. That's, it was yeah, not he even just squared him up and went underneath him. Yeah, yeah, I, okay, I, I know. But, like, there was no berm or anything, so we had to swing wide. There was nothing to bank and, off and, but of. But Poto oh, knew. no, Moser, no, that's, no, it's easy. Like I said, no, I saw a lot, all of, the time. Super, a lot of passing. No, but there. I think oh, yeah. super. he got to the inside, and then Poto just lifted because he didn't want to get taken out, right? Is that kind of what happened? No, Poto didn't even. said, it was executed very, very well, but you guys talking about it like it wasn't that rv do why do you hate stewart uh, it, it was rv didn't even did see, it really well rv didn't see it coming oh he didn't okay no. then it, then i didn't see it i'm not sure what stewart was about. wheeling away and rv was just realizing he'd gotten past oh no shit yeah wow wow that's, that's great analyzation there <laughs> well, well no <laughs> who agrees with me steven i do thank you yeah i do Peter? great pass no comment i know one said it wasn't a great pass <laughs> great pass Great radio, bro. You're out of your mind, dude. Um, There's a drug ring inside of MX Sports. <laughs> okay. Uh, ask RV what he thinks about it. If it was oh, the ask, greatest pass in history, he doesn't or remember. Whatever. He let doesn't me ask, remember anything. Let me ask night. RV yeah. what he, he thinks after the swearing. After the swearing, I'll get back to you. After he's like telling me what a piece of shit I am, how that pass was a piece of shit. He's a okay. Piece well, of let shit. me know what he says after that. Okay. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, Moser. Um, I wanted to send you Will Hans' photo. With I said, hey, Cooper Webb's going to Bercy, and he sent me that photo. <laughs> That's a little creepy. Right? Mostly because that goatee is a little heavier. Like, no which shirt I like on, it. and Cooper Webb's, and Cooper Webb's got a super oh weird. Oh, my God. That is weird. <laughs> thank you, bro, Ludi. Thank you. Thank you. I'll text it to you, JT. Um, Please don't. Hey, uh, we need your help, Moto fans. Uh, we need your help big time. Uh, there's a fifty thousand dollar prize between the uh, for the top um, Toyota build, ToyotaDreamBuild.com. Uh, JGR, Toyota, and uh, NFAB are getting together, and uh, basically they're competing against other people, other celebrities, and other athletes to uh, build a uh, a super truck, Toyota Tundra. And our folks at NFAB are in this thing, like I said, with Toyota and with. Um, JGR and $50,000 first prize. They're going to split their prize to, between the Asterix Mobile Medical Unit and Road to Recovery. So $25,000 each if they win. Everybody has to pick a charity of the choice. So we need your help. Uh, voting starts uh, October 31st. Go to ToyotaDreamBuild.com and uh, the NFAB. Uh, great guys. Great sponsors of our show. And uh, the NFAB Banging Bars segment this week is uh, we're going to go it off. It wasn't banging bars. We're going to go off the, path, off the beaten path a little bit. This banging bar is brought to you by NFAB. Okay, so we do this every week. NFAB, uh, by the way, industry leader in Jeep and truck products. Uh, N-Fab.com, uh, sponsors of NFAB Yamaha. Uh, high-end, high, heavy-duty, high-end quality tubular parts for all the latest trucks and SUVs dating back to the 80s. And uh, Thomas at NFAB, uh, big supporter of sport, Jessica Patterson also. So ToyotaDreamBuild.com, October 31st. They built a truck... JGR, Toyota, and NFAB. They built a truck that is the ultimate pit truck, Berluti. Think of it like a box fan, but a truck, but super cool. 
Wow. Imagine a box van porked a Toyota Tundra and they had a baby. It would be <laughs> okay. this truck. Sounds pretty nice. Awesome. Have you seen pictures of it? Yeah. It looks pretty cool. It does look cool. And we haven't I've seen the whole thing. The video will be released I think uh, next week. Yeah, and we're hoping clips next teasers. next week on the show Monday, Coy Gibbs and Brayton and Josh Grant. Not Josh Grant though, I don't think he's gonna come over. But one or three or all of them might come over to the show in, in studio. Did they put like so. a camper shell on there? A box fan, pork the tundra, right? And wait till you see. <laughs> wait till you see. They had babies. Is that your this analogy? Looks like a craftmatic adjustable back there. <laughs> no, um, Moser, I did not get authorization from anyone to use that term. I was, wasn't curious. Is, I wasn't I'm sure going you... off the reservation with that, but Shocker. and I don't know if they'll be happy or not. But the best way I can describe it is it's super cool. <laughs> he hasn't pissed anybody box off before. Are not yeah, that never. cool. What? I said, usually box vans are not that says cool. A guy you, shut, that you shut your mouth. Says the guy that sleeps in his truck. Box hey, fans. Yeah, you would have loved one Can then. you imagine <laughs> the room in the back of a box van, tits? Box fans? Get a whole I, bed I got, back I there. The be- I got all the room I need in the back of my Believe me, room, I spent a plenty of time in box fans over the years. And Berluti, you did too. I, I Nothing love them. Nothing cooler. I love them. Nothing cooler. You got a Grumman box on the back of a Ford chassis. All right, would you guys sleep in those things? Or you oh, get yeah. Hotels? Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I, no I sleep You had them. sleepers above, like above the cab? I, yeah. I never had above the cab. Mine was always in the back, but I had um, a curtain to draw across the box so no sun would yeah, come in. Yeah, that's how know? mine was. We didn't Only yeah. only Cowies had those above. But, but I don't think those were sleepers. Those were storage. But I use mine for storage. I always use mine yeah, for storage. Yeah, everybody had those right behind your, your, your captain chairs, your, your – yeah. Sleeper was back there. Okay, so you had a you know what there. I always wanted in a box van? Um, I wanted, because uh, I use my overhang for storage too, plastic, <clears> subframes, <throat> mm-hmm. that type of stuff. I always wanted a door though. I never had a box van with a door from the front to the back. Oh, you didn't? Did you ever have that? No, Buzz made one. Buzzard. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he made did. one, yeah. Because he had his dog or whatever, but yeah. I, as a kid racing, my box van that my dad built. Did have a door, had a sliding oh, okay. door, had a sliding door. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our box fan wasn't. Well, no wonder you won titles. You had box fans. Nobody had box fans. Only Shane the, Drew had a box only fan. Only the good guys. That Shane Drew had a box fan. Yeah, yeah, his was nice. Those yeah. guys with a box fan that had everybody else beat before Pretty the gate much, drops. Yeah, yeah, I had a sure. I had a box fan with uh, eight three ATK bike shoes. You know, across. Uh-huh, yeah. Just put the bike in, roll it up. I had a tire rack above the bike. The, the two tire racks on each side. You were legit, bro. Do you want to see a plaque? All right. I wanted to ask Berluti about how long would you be on the road back? That's one of my plaques, Berluti, for my wow. four times. Nobody cares about your CMA plaque. That's pretty plaque. cool. That's looks not, like Kenny Roberts all over it. It's not that good of a plaque. That's Kenny Roberts so on Why there? is that thing on the floor anyways? Fuck you, Moser. Anyway, what were you going to say? So how long would you be on the road back in the why day? Why don't you ask me that? Because. I was there, bro. All right, um, we'll make it open to everyone. So like sometimes when you went, like three months at a time. Seriously, like, yes. like the East, East Coast swing? You would, yeah. never, you would just be I gone. never had an address. For three or four years. Yeah, yeah, I know that story. I was asking Bert Ludi. Well, I, had a ha- I, I did have a wife and a house and kids and whatnot. Yeah, that's gnarly. So, so there was times I, I could be gone two and a half to three months. Jeez. What about, and two, what about sleeping in truck stops, showering in truck stops? You know, you pay the pilot guy, you go shower. Nothing feels like like I'm a loser with no life and showering in a truck stop. Never did that. You never did that? Never stayed in truck stops. I stayed in rest areas in the morning. I'd get up and go. They usually had like a spigot on the side of the, the building. Yeah. And I would just take like a bird bath, get my shampoo, and I'd be ready to go for the rest of the day. That's what I did. I would never go into those truck stops. Those so gross. Uh, truck stops are nasty. How do you 
rebuild the bike every week. Like, I mean, people well, are flying in parts. What you do is you have the parts on the... Tr- Did, I'm not looking at you or addressing you. <laughs> so, uh, you're, I mean, two and a half months, I mean, you're getting top ends, bottom ends, whatever it needs. They're, like, flying them in for you? No, we actually carried a lot of parts in those things. You know, believe it or we not, did. those box vans were pretty big. We had a lot of parts in them. We did. Yeah. I mean, that's a one-man show. And no, show he there, would. Though. If when we needed parts, Buzzard would send us parts or whatever. But for the most part, we FNS, carried... Kawasaki, we'd buy parts from. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's, that's gnarly. Like, I, the only thing I didn't have... a different deal. I didn't that, have a yeah. nitrogen tank. So if I rebuilt the shock, I'd have to go find a dealer for nitrogen. Wow. But, that was gnarly. But what I'm doing, I could do forks and shocks and motors. I had my uh, hot plates and my um, wooden boxes. Wooden... Uh, yeah, probably had factory stuff. But Steve. Didn't Suzuki have... You no. were way gnarlier than me. Didn't Honda have motor, aluminum motor things in the, built into their benches? Probably. You know, aluminum we just had a motor wood things? block. What does, yeah, what does that mean? Oh, to like hold, the hold the motor. Yeah, on. to hold the motor. I was going to ask wood you this earlier. Wood better way to go. Either forgot or I'm pretty sure you've answered this. What year did you make the most money being a mechanic? Was it the year with Way? Me? Yeah. Oh, so, God. I never so made me. anything. No, well, I... Not questioning that, Come but on, what, year did you make, what year did you make the most? But that's the biggest joke, right? That was the year you didn't make the money. I made 41 grand to start at Factory Yamaha. Yeah. Uh, the I most money I made, way, but maybe not. yeah, maybe Nick Way. I was think I was making thirty from Triple X, but his bonus program was awesome. Right, um, Timmy bonused me okay, but he was hurt a lot. The one year he bonused me okay at Yamaha. Um, KTM was all right. Yeah, I'd say I never made a lot. I didn't question. I made three hundred dollars a week at that Extreme. Wasn't the question, yeah, PJ One Extreme, three hundred dollars a week. Yeah, Oof, that's tough. Berlue, you you made fat money. Oh, Suzuki, all the oh time. God, yeah. Started out 21, 20, 21 grand. Did you really? Yeah. That's what we started out wow. with. But we have per diem. We are able yeah, to we save that. So that. that. Do you guys get, or you have like a medical program, like vacation, all that stuff? No. No. At Suzuki, when you're an employee, you did. We had that. But for, for the most part, or for the first like six years, we were contract. And then somebody blew the whistle on them, so they had to make us employees. And then, uh, but, you know, I, I like being uh 1099 myself because then you can write off a lot more stuff. Don Stevenson, maybe the craziest uh, box fan mechanic ever. Him and I got into it a few times. Really? Huh? Oh, yeah. Don was intense. Um, Do you have an off season in Berlin? Have you been off at all? This year I have. Uh, actually, I've been there. They treat me really good right now. I've uh, I go down there for testing when I need to be to be down there, but uh. Yeah, I've had some time off. I can't lie. I, I this first time I've had to do outdoors in about four seasons. I wasn't too pumped on that, but it it, it actually went really well. The outdoors. O'Rourke, what's up, man? Hey guys, how are you? Good. What's happening? It's my best mate Moser in studio. Hey, how you doing, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, Vegas isn't the same without you. I remember more of it this time. <laughs> it was pretty wild the last time we were there. Yeah, I will a little, admit that. A little blurry. Hey, uh, I uh, just wanted to say, I think. Independently, I know I'm friends with Moser, but I think he's doing a, doing a really good job tonight, really keeping it together and managing his um, inebriation quite, quite well. <laughs> Checks in the mail, mate. You're welcome. Uh, I have a question for Tony Baluti. How are you, Tony? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Did you ever have an opportunity to head to another team that you maybe declined, um, and is it something that you regret? Right? Um, I've had a couple opportunities at times, and I never really regretted. Uh, I actually, probably the opposite. I was glad I ended up staying to where I was. Velocity 3 deal never came to? <laughs> no, nah, I was more of when I listened to Yamaha stories. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, thanks, O'Rourke. No worries, guys. You had a good night. Thank All you. Right,
Uh, yeah, phone phone's not good in Australia. It's a long ways. I Maybe, can't imagine well, how Tomo's, much. Tomo's phone sounded great. I can't imagine how much that phone call cost him. No, he, we talked about that one time. It was fine. Um, was what joke. about you, JT? Um, you there? Yeah. What about you? <laughs> where, are you where are you all out of breath? Yeah. What was the question? What about <laughs> me? What? I said, where are you out of breath? Oh, no. No, I was, I've been listening. You guys are good. What about you? Did you ever – you were for Butler Brothers forever and Subway forever, but did you turn down Did you turn down a ride that you maybe should have taken? Um, yeah, not, I've written about it for you. Really uh, not not doing that Blackfoot deal right. was probably my biggest mistake. Uh, doing Taking the Husky offer and not doing Blackfoot again was really how, stupid. How much did you make at Husky? Can you tell us your salary? It was good, right? Uh, it wasn't – it really wasn't that good. It was like – 35 or 40 really? or something, I but I, I had good bonuses and Okay, whatever. so listen, okay, so before we... Uh, How much do you think Preston's bonus was for that win? That's JT. Uh, I think it was only 30. Oh, jeez. Okay, so the answer is bonuses aren't shit if you're not winning. <laughs> well, he won, though. No, I'm talking about with JT. I mean, yeah. you don't get bonuses. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I had some contingency and stuff built into it, but... It was it was just stupid. Really, the money wise, I really didn't care about it. It was really just the frustration of being on a sh- shitty bike all year. <laughs> he missed out on rollerball too. Yeah. I know he's fired by that. At least those subframes were reliable. Uh, or no, swing arms. Swing arms. Arm, sorry. Swing hey, arms. um. So okay. So NFAB. So NFAB uh, banging bar segment. We're going to turn into the NFAB debate segment. Uh, Tony Berluti, Moser, JT. So Kyle Chisholm and Phil Nicoletti. Both do not have rides right now. There's no indication the NFAB team's coming back. They probably are. But as of right now, there's nothing set in stone. I talked to Alan Brown today. They're working towards it. They're working towards a, a solution, and Phil Nicoletti will probably be back on the team. And Kyle Chisholm is talking to them, and I think I could see a, uh, a time where Kyle Chisholm ends up on the NFAB Yamaha team as well. But let's say, let's put our team manager hat on here. Let's say you had to pick between Nicoletti and Chisholm. What would you pick, Moser? Who would you pick? It, Supercross or outdoors or both? The whole season, stupid. Well, <laughs> Nicoletti's the first one to admit he's a better outdoor rider than Supercross. Yep. So, but he rode well in Supercross. He didn't make the first seven, and then he was really good. <laughs> didn't make the first seven. Well, but then he started being really good. He didn't make the first seven. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you look at it that way, Kyle Chisholm will... Um, um, but Nicoletti was really good outdoors. I think he's probably a better outdoor rider than Chisholm has been. Um, they're pretty evenly matched. I think we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, I think, yeah, I'm going to go Nicoletti just because I, I said him earlier and I don't want to contradict myself. Um, okay. I think, like you Chisholm, said. Chisholm uh, certainly had, I think if you looked at the best finishes to best finishes, Chisholm's probably had better, yeah. like, career finishes than Nicoletti. But he's coming off injury. Yeah, momentum's, so. momentum's in Nicoletti's favor, and that's big with, you know, with the sport, obviously. When you're kind of feeling it and you start to feel confident, that's important. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Chisholm's got an uphill battle. I don't doubt that he can, you know, crawl back out of this hole, you know, from injury. Again, he's yeah. done it before. Uh, and he's a, I think he's a better Supercross rider, but, uh, it's an, you know, he's got, yeah. he's gonna have, he's got some work to do. JT, what do you think? Chisholm. Whoa! Florida like, guys. Yeah, Florida. Like, no, I I just think I mean Kyle Chisholm's number eleven for a reason. I've ridden with Chisholm a lot. I just I think Nicoletti's a great rider. Don't get me wrong, but if I have to pick one, yeah, yeah, no. I'm, I'm first of all, I'm impressed that you picked one because you've been known to waffle a little bit, <laughs> uh, and you're also you're, you're there's no doubt in your mind clearly. So uh, yeah, okay, uh, Berlue, what do you think? 
Um, I'm kind of on Mosier's side on this. I, I, I'm worried about the injury more than anything with Chisholm. I saw him, and he was at the Monster Cup, and mm-hmm. he rode, and he qualified for the main. Or X-Brand goggles, too, by the way. Oh, he did? Yeah. Well, then did, no wonder you picked a, him. Didn't sign a contract, though, right? No, he didn't sign a contract. Right, he asked to curious. wear them. We had a lot of controversy. X-Brand gave him some goggles. That was really nice. Thank you, Brother. No, that's cool. But uh, that, that'd be my reason. I'm not really sure, but and, and he does, and uh, Nicoletti does have momentum, and Nicoletti... He had some DNFs, and I don't know why or whatever, but uh, that guy had some really good outdoor finishes. He was going really well outdoors. But uh, the question I want to ask you is, is the NFAP thing maybe going to go to GGR? No, I don't think so. I I do think, uh, like I said, I talked to Alan Brown, the owner today. Nothing's done. Yamaha's talking to NFAB. NFAB's talking to Alan Brown. Alan Brown wants to come back. I think they'll work it out. I do think they'll be back. But nothing I said, hey, is there anything I can report like tonight as officially? He said no. But that, that, that thing, building that truck together with NFAB and, and no, JJ, there's, there's nothing. No, they've always been oh, tight. Okay. They've always been lurking. You mean the uh, box fan and the Tundra porking? Yeah, well, no, yeah, that. Yeah. But I'm just right. saying that they're working a deal. Why wouldn't uh, NFAB want to go with, uh, with uh, them instead I, of Well, I think, I think look at it this way. If you're NFAB, and it's the ultimate, like, uh, ultimate debate in our sport, and, and you know, if you're paying X amount, you're going to be right. the title right. on a team or right. you're going to be third on JGR. Gotcha, yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah, you know. Sure. And so that's a debate as a sponsor that you got to have. I think, and JT, maybe you can back me. I think like NFAB and Allen, they did really well this year for everybody. Like Nicoletti killed it and got a lot of TV time, got a lot I of agree. mention. Yeah. And people were saying NFAB Yamaha as opposed to JGR Yamaha, which NFAB would never get sponsored, would never get mentioned. Mm, so That's true. I think I would go the NFAB route. If I don't have the cash to be a title, I'm going to go with a smaller team. Hope the guy running it knows what he's doing. Hope I get some results. If your own, you know, they have their own complete pit presence at the truck there yeah. right in front of the team. You know, you got the whole yeah. tent and so, everything. So you went with Nicoletti, did you? Yeah. Because yeah. you were worried about the injury. Yeah. And you're going with? I, I did Nicoletti, bro. And Me too. You didn't ask, but you butt in all the time, so why not? Uh, You're leaving anyways. You can wow. pretty much do whatever you want at this point. And JT is Chisholm. Okay. All right. And what are you, Steve? Where are you at? I'm just – I'm neutral. I'm, oh, just, I'm okay. the host. I'm just throwing it out there. Pussy. A waffle. I'm just throwing it out there. Waffle, waffle, waffle. Waffle, man! I'm the waffler. Uh, you need to cut that down to the last no. part. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. It's, it's too uh, long. Nope. Um, no, okay, look. Yeah, I'm, I'm not scared to uh, give my opinion, right? So Right. Um, just, here we go. I knew right. it. So I have to give my opinion. And uh, if Chisholm is healthy, I go with Kyle. Oh, you can't say Tis it like and that. Butts. I mean, what? Yeah, nobody knows that Chisholm's healthy. Chisholm doesn't know he's, he's healthy, healthy enough. He raced. He raced made Monster the main Cup. event. He made, so, he raced Monster Cup. Oh yeah, riders never ride injured either. He didn't have the either. greatest Monster Cup. He probably wanted to do a little better, but it was first race. In, I thought it was pretty good for in eight back months. Yeah, in eight sure. months, you know, for and sure. stuff. So his, his vision was clear. Uh, <laughs> question: The Chisholm. Hold on a second. Chisholm's greatest races. Are better than Nicoletti's yeah, greatest sure. races. Yeah. So maybe just go with that. Well, I mean, I've done. They're a lot both of, triples. They're I'm both solid I've, triples. I've done a lot of great things, but that doesn't mean. Yeah. I'm going to uh, again. Chis- Peter. Tits? Did Chisholm apologize to you? I mean, at the time he did. Yeah, like back then. He not like not recently. No. All right. Just well, did he? Were, was he when he was on the show? Didn't he sort of apologize? I don't remember. Did him, a, but, but for, him and your wife get together or something? <laughs> uh, 
No, no, no. It's a long story. Oh, okay, I mean, okay. I don't want to. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. He just, you know, I was joking. No, I know. X brand right? contract know, dispute. Okay. Yeah, X brand contract it's dispute. Wore X brands for two Condoms. races, then went into another uh, brand of goggle, and uh, shit hit the fan, and, and he came on the show to talk gotcha. about it. JT, gotcha. what are all these riders going to do? That I mean, you've basically you've got let's say ten guys that need rides, and you've got maybe four rides. I mean, are these guys just going to privateer it, or? Uh, I don't know. Um, man, <laughs> I mean, there's there's little teams out there. There's there's small teams that they're gonna get by. Eight ten like Weston Pike does, and all these other guys. I mean, that's what they're gonna have to do. Eleven ten. JT, who took Burner's place? Uh, nobody. They're just doing two guys. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Someone in the chat room has a good point. Nicoletti's younger. I don't know by how much. Yeah, she's only like twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, it's so young. Not, yeah, it's not really a big difference, right? Um, yeah. and Weston Pike is going to do his own deal again. Uh, yes, he is. As far as I know. Right, right. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, let's go to uh, voicemails. Uh, 702-586-7857. Call in any time and uh, leave the best of the best voicemails. Um, Poor Georgia Lindsay. She's about to get eviscerated. That's not good. All right. Let's listen to these voicemails, and, and, and maybe after the Georgia one we can discuss it. Right. Didn't get a chance to listen to you guys earlier, but, uh, and this might have been covered, but just wondering what's going on with Kyle Regal. Um, I understand recently I think he was going to be part of the Crossland Racing team. And, um, maybe he is, and maybe you guys went over it. I don't know. I haven't had a chance to uh, listen to the whole show tonight. Anyway, my question is, what's going on with Kyle Regal? Um, thanks. Talk to you guys soon. Uh, Regal, the last I heard, Regal's going to race Supercross. And if something happens to Albertson on that Crossland Racing team, they may fill in with Kyle Regal or he'll be around. Uh, I also heard that Kyle Regal was going to be part of the team, and then he wasn't. And then also heard that Cole Nichols guy was going to be part of the team, and now I hear he isn't. So he, that's the 250 guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, anything new on Regal? JT he's a fly guy, right? Uh, he doesn't have a contract with us. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I, yeah, I really don't know. I mean, it's. I think it's day to day. To be honest with you, yeah. should we call Hansel? Is Hansel? it weird that he would be Supercross only? Because I would think that he would want to go the other way around. More money in Supercross if you're a privateer. God. Like, you know, yeah. less you're surprising me. You though, do yeah. know a little bit about something. Right? Yeah. So you think he's yeah. falling asleep yeah. over there? <laughs> Once in a while, he just rebounds. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to miss you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean it. I really mean it. In case you guys didn't get it, is I also like girls' titties. Something <laughs> I like. Uh, preferably natural ones, but I'm not going to complain. And uh, also, uh, Villapoto, the new checkers are records. Um, I can't remember the last time he hasn't won a race. I mean, okay, no, I can't remember one when Dungey beat him in the Supercross in Minnesota. But nonetheless, the Lopoto usually wins if he doesn't crash his. So, new checkers or records. Not my man, Stewart. Hey, Steve. Joe. All right, whatever. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. I give you guys a call every now and then. we got to start off by, by developing a little base here, Okay. <laughs> I have been a long-time listener and a really big fan, so much so that I liked Ricky Carmichael back in the day so much that, I mean, I just, I was I was diehard Ricky fan, okay? All his career, even when he was on 80s, I started watching him and following him from 80s. I loved him that much. Anyway, ever since I started listening to your show, hearing you talk about him here and there, Kind of, kind of turned me a little bit. If I had a chance to meet you or RC, I would probably pick you because I I like your show so much and I, I like all that you do. Okay, on to my point. 
Wow. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if you've got any complaints. I've listened to, I listen to usually every show two or three times a week because I like them so much. Holy shit. Please <laughs> do not have Georgia Lindsay ever back on that show. I don't know if you're getting any other feedback from it, but I don't know what it, like usually she's been on and, and it's never really been that bad. But this time, I don't know if she just, what she, what, what, what the deal was, but I, it was horrible. Don't, don't have her on no more. If Jimmy's in, put her in the corner and don't give her a mic because she's horrible. Cusses like a sailor. It's no wonder she doesn't have a job in this industry. To have a young lady cussing like that, like she is, it's, it's blowing me away. I've never heard a woman. I mean, I've heard women, but not, not on, there's a time and a place. And this is, I don't think, although you're lax on the language, I don't think that that's really the best time to be doing the language as much as she has in the show. But I'm listening to the show. I'm on a second run through, and I've never wanted to slap a woman upside the head so much as I'm wanting to reach out and slap this woman. So I don't know if you're going to get any other complaints, but I'm telling you I'm a big fan. And this is just the most annoying show I've ever had to listen to because every time she speaks, it's just like nails that chalkboard. So she has a sexy accent, but that's all she got going on for her. I'm, I'm really turned on, uh, turned over a, a new leaf on the opinion with her. So uh, keep up the good work there. You guys put on one heck of a show, but my God, that woman is driving me nuts with this episode. Anyway, I'm out. Had to tell you. This is what, like, uh, you realize what makes the world go around and how everyone has different, like, you know, political leanings or, uh, you can argue about uh, anything um, because you just never know. Um, you just never know. Like, I don't understand that at all. That fucking guy was not fucking happy. He was sure. not happy. And JT, I mean, she's fine. She's Georgia. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't listen to the show, so I don't know. But I don't remember I got, swearing to That guy's not happy, and he's also a fan of the show, and he's also listened to it a few times, and he also wants to slap Georgia. Not happy with Georgia Lindsay. When was yeah. she on? Last week? Last week, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last week she was on. She's always good. She's got a good insight. I, she's she's funny. I, I'm a Georgia fan. I'd, I'd, I'd like to find somebody else that doesn't like Georgia. Was Albertson on here with her? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah okay. they were great. Yeah. I'm not just going to have Georgia here. I'm not creepy like that. Yeah, well, I don't know. What do you mean? Oh, you totally have Georgia on by herself. I would, yeah. Yeah, yeah you um, things in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah. thought she was great. I thought she was fine. I don't know what the – I mean, but again, like hmm. – you just never know, like what, like sometimes you'll write something and you'll be like, it'll be as plain as day and as obvious as as anything out there, and someone will say that you're full of shit. You're like, what? Like, how can you? Can we go on the record that hitting a woman's never okay? Did he, did he say that? Did he <laughs> say oh, yeah, slap smacker. her upside the head? Yeah, yeah. he said that's, that. That's I didn't not that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's not cool. That's not Changing subjects a little bit. He was talking about Carmichael and how he didn't like him as much anymore. Yeah. Did you hear about the whole Chad Watts dealio? I did. I read it on Vital. Yeah, I read the thread on Vital. You have any comments? I don't get on vital. So what was it about? I mean, he didn't. I guess he didn't thank Goose either. So like, know, apparently didn't it, thank it. Yeah, I mean, like whatever. You know, I guess Chad Watts was a little bummed at the Ricky's uh, Hall oh, of Fame thing. Okay. I think that's uh-huh. he didn't unlikely. mention. Yeah, well, didn't Chad Watts put on a Facebook or it was a Facebook Facebook? Post. Yeah, it was pretty uh, hardcore. He was really pissed about Ricky not not either getting inviting not inviting him to the Vegas for the thing, and also not thanking him. But he also didn't thank Goose. Or Scott Taylor, I guess. So, like, whatever. I mean, you know, when you're up in a speech, and lights are on you and shit, and maybe. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. He's got a lot of people he's got to thank, let's be honest here. I mean, that's you're going to miss somebody. I mean, as a former mechanic, it's kind of jacked up, but I totally get it. 
I mean, whatever. Who was the best and the worst at thinking on the podium? Like, MC, growing up, Skip Norfolk was like the first guy out of his mouth. Always. Davey Millsap always is res- good, too. Always respected. Davey, that. Davey, Davey, with big Carlos, time, yeah. yeah, big. Who was the best for you? It's it's hard. Um, well, first you got to get up there. And yeah. when you do, a few times. Um, <laughs> Sometimes you, you think you know, in, on a Carmichael or, or like a, uh, like Did you Robbie said, ever think on McGrath? the podium? I think Robbie might have. I Didn't don't remember. Matter. Didn't need to. You know, but <laughs> I, I never was that winning of a mechanic. It, well, I mean, I wasn't around a, a rider that won that much. So, so Nick, it, Nick Way was good with me. Won a lot of semis. Yeah. Thanked me. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It, it goes a long ways. But JT, JT ever thanked Frank? Uh, I'm sure I did, yeah. Yeah. Hey, JT, guess what shirt I'm wearing right now? I saw a picture of it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Chad Watts was not happy, but, you know, I mean – I think the ending of their relationship wasn't very good. You know, no. Chad basically got fired, and and yeah. you know Honda didn't want him, and Ricky Ricky probably could have saved them, you know, with a lifeline, and didn't for whatever reason. So, you know, these things happen. <laughs> you Look, know, I'm not I'm not a fan of RC, but I, I don't think there's anything that wrong with that. I just don't uh, think it's, like it's one thing to be bummed and like. Call it's her. not like he thanked Goose, yeah, and Berluti and Roger. and or maybe thank Roger. I don't know. And then forgot Chad out of everybody. But he didn't thank Goose. You know? So even like Scott Taylor, right? Yeah, Scott, Scott Taylor. Taylor. I don't yeah. think he thanks Scott Taylor either. So, you know, Serial, uh, please. Sinjin. Hello. What's up? Hey, uh, real quick. Uh, that motherfucker who called in and was talking shit about Georgia. Who do you think he is? Well, I don't, Sinjin, I don't, I don't remember his name. Sinjin people can have different opinions. Then, no, you can, no, you can't. Sorry, well, that was me. You're not opinionated. We know that. Yeah, you're certainly not <laughs> one to, you know. Exactly. You know, I keep my opinions to myself. Why can't others? Well, well, thanks for calling in, Sinjin. Like Sinjin. And wait, uh, my question also, um, well, but yeah, yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. He can fucking crash and burn. Um, but, you have to use wh- so many cuss words. See, like, uh, that's a horrible well, sound. When is that, that podcast you? coming out? That was me. Thank you for doing it, by the way, Sinjin. Appreciate it. Be out yeah. this week. Yeah, when did it come out? Yeah, this we, week. Calm down, bro. Okay. The I don't, world, shut up. The world can wait to hear it, I'm sure. Roundtable 3.0. I mean, my only goal is for it to be better than Tits's and fucking Scoops. Well, no, we've already had a review from our own Swiss Corps, uh, who has listened to all the roundtables, and, and I think by far he, he deemed 3.0. Uh, I don't know if he's. I don't know if success would be the right word. <laughs> Less of a failure. Less of a failure. Just, I want to do it with zero expectations to say that. All right. Thanks, Sinjin. The unintentional yeah, comedic value of the roundtable is very high. I can. Uh, the only review that I think Sinjin or no, it was Nash. Can't wait for you to listen to it. That was basically the only reason he did it is that he hoped it would make you laugh somewhere in an airport listening. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if JT. I mean, he had got a lot of sun that day. It was a long day. Driving back from uh, Elsinore, he was laying in the back of my truck, laughing hysterically by himself. Like, like, <laughs> like again, maybe he was sun oh, baked with the sun and hungry and thirsty, but he was delirious with laughter. I'd like to say that I, you know, came down to hostess for some sort of redemption. That you know, after one and two went horribly wrong, but basically, I the, mean, you you flew me and my wife down here to put us up in the wind. I mean, why yeah. I had to come down? I mean, right. you paid the whole trip. I uh, wasn't not going to come. Did anybody talk shit on JT? No, no. Not, that not even tits? Nope. No. <laughs> not even JT's me. universally loved. Uh, all right, let's finish these voicemails. Let's do this. Uh, <clears throat> I woke up this morning and uh, just started thinking about how much I hate Ricky Carmichael. Are you playing oh, the same one again? That pisses me off, and I just I wanted to share with everybody here on the Pulp MX show that I hate Ricky Carmichael. I think he's a douche, 
And that's it. Thanks a lot. I don't know why. No idea. But again, maybe that's something, classy, that, maybe that's something to do with that uh, that comment. Did you did you pay someone to do that? <laughs> was that your computer? <laughs> that ding. I did that not. Noise, that tugboat. Um, that was mine. That drives me nuts. What are you do about it? Well, you're leaving, so it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. But. Hey, what, what? Well, the new producer, will he be able to have a laptop? That's also a requirement. I think we need to have a laptop. You have to buy it for him. No. What comment are you talking about that you, that you think that somebody made, that Ricky made that somebody's pissed off at him about? Which guy? I don't know. You just said that maybe the comment that Ricky made. Oh, the, 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 that guy may have read that vital thread. I'm not thanking Chad Watts. I don't know. Oh, like, I don't okay. know why, where that came from. Oh, I have no okay. idea. Okay. Not sure what happened. So, uh, yeah, very strange why the guy would feel like that calling in, but. You know, hey, we do everything. Um, all right, uh, let's take our third and final commercial break of the night, and we'll come back with uh, more Pulp Mech Show. Uh, we're going to have a lot more Pulp Mech Show <laughs> coming up when we come back uh, here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. JT will hit you back as soon as we can. And uh, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showing Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix. Thanks, uh, thanks everybody, for listening, and we'll be right back with more Pulp MX Show. Hey, this is Eli Tomac. I ride for Geico Honda. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. Taught by Paul Feed, 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me, listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars, he's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives, you can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his, his class, his seminars, will help you become a much smarter person, and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had, where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please, check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Joey dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Alessi man Joey's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Joey, Joey, Joey. 
1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition Now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show.
Yeah, coming at you, some Avenged Sevenfold on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, Berludi, wow, uh, that was your choice. And uh, Mike Mason would be very happy. Yeah. That's old school. Would you used to, is that old, uh, how old is that? Uh, this song, that song's probably about six years old, maybe. Oh, so not even Box Fan Days, but yeah. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even think this band was around back then. Uh, wow, Berludi, Tony Berludi. Who knew, Moser, that he was like that? Who knew what? He's core. The Berludi was core. Yeah. All right, every, everybody. Every music he's ever picked has been core. Are you serious? No, he picked, uh, what did he Led pick? Led Zeppelin. Uh, Zeppelin's core. Though. Yeah, Zeppelin's you? core. No, Zeppelin's core. All right, that's uh, that. probably my my favorite co-host for music. Ping's terrible. Mace is terrible. DV's terrible. What about, about uh, Jimmy Holly? Jimmy Holly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is Adele? Adele. Oh, Adele. <laughs> Tits was like Adele. Good, good song. <sighs> well, and then JT picked that country song. Yeah, and oh. Ping, Ping's picked. Uh, uh, I got. Seven dollars in my pocket. Yeah, the, yeah, the whistle song. song was stuck in my Never head for a more. day. Uh, all right, okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, Tyler Bowers, Will Hahn, Andrew Short, Mike Webb. Thank you for coming on. Thanks to our sponsors for making this happen, man. You guys are, are awesome, and uh, we're keeping this show going, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, bigger and better things. Um, to wrap this show up, Moser, this is uh, we were going to end the show. It's and my final you, request: you would not let the show go without your favorite segment. Is it your favorite segment? I wouldn't say it's my favorite segment, but uh, it's. it's you, dude. Might as well. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, turn on Sorry, it's one of my favorite segments, and I'm really worried about it ending with uh, Tits leaving the show. So I don't know how we're going to keep the trivia going. In some we'll way, have to get gonna... another producer who's sort of into motocross, but not really. Uh, in some aspect, we got to keep this going. Right. If anything, you, dude. for for JT, right? Some, right. I mean, we got to keep this segment hilarious. Yeah, I know. We we uh, we're gonna have to do that for sure. That's um, so funny. Okay, so here we go. Tits versus tits. Uh, tits, you were actually down five to one. You have Correct. roared back with six straight wins. You're up yeah. seven to five. Yeah. Pookie, you're in a horrible drought right now. I don't know what's going on. You've been drinking. Is that right? I you, don't. You don't know. Is somebody. Yeah. I don't, have, don't know. You, you have don't you know. actually kept track you of this? Yes. Seven five. I don't think that anyone's keeping track. Uh, no. No. He I have said it like every single week. Right. Um, yeah. And you have been drinking tonight. I had big money on tits the one day, and he Which let me one? down. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, while back. He let me you down. You did. Yeah. On me? Yeah. No. I, I sure did. I've backed you from the start. I have. You. I, I have. Oh, that's right. You have. I have backed no, you from the you start. You were the only one. JD was Everyone, always like, oh, no, no, no I'm team Boosie. She I'm murdered you that one night. I don't know why and how. It, it happens. The Believe me, something happened where, like, something, somebody got dumb and smart uh, real cold, quick. Yeah. yeah no she idea. Got, she got cocky smart. started resting on her laurels. Yeah, and, and, and you started st- digging in the books. Yeah, yeah you started digging in the books. Looking through the old magazines. Yeah, you're just like Will Ferrell in, what's that movie? Old School. So these questions here, you guys got first one to five. No. Let's do best every out of time, five. really? Best you do this every time. Best out of five. Best out of five. So I don't, want, I don't want to be here for another hour. Five questions. From the sound of it, we could be here all night. Can't we just ask five questions? Yes. Wins? Best out of five. Okay. Tits versus tits. Here we go. You guys have – can you keep track of time? Because I got the email. I can up. do that. Should I count uh, on, on my fingers or count out loud? Uh, no, just use the stop clock, please. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> these are submitted by Brad G. These questions uh, for tits versus tits. Are you ready, Pookie? I'm ready. What is it, 15 seconds? Or what are... Aaron, no helping her. No whispering the answers. <laughs> we know you're a huge Moto fan. Uh, tits, are you ready? As I'll ever be. All right, first question. Regards to the Monster Cup this past weekend. You were there, Pookie. Tits, you were not there. I got you tickets, and you gave them away. He's mm-hmm. watching um, live, though. Okay. Which two-stroke 
phenom missed the Monster Cup show by one position in the LCQ. Who was one spot out of making the uh, main event? One spot. How long are we doing this? Ten seconds. Okay, and then do I start it when you start saying or when you finish when the I question? Finish. Are you finished yet? Okay. Are we done? All right, time. Time. All right. Pookie, what do you got? Jimmy Dakota's the, the Ripper. Ripper. The Ripper. Yes! How did you know that? Does he know it? No. Yeah! No, no. <laughs> Tiss's pick was no. I don't no. know how I remembered that. I don't know how you remember that either. He got <laughs> he got one spot behind awesome. top Jimmy. I remember we knew all the top four people, and we were like, they, that's got to be those four, right? Right. Oh, he's wow. probably super bummed I didn't do a shortcomings on him, or just short article. Yeah, Sorry, he failed remember. pulp. Sorry. Okay, uh, second question. Uh, Pookie with a one nothing lead. Um, this was uh, in reference to tonight's show. So, Tits, you did have headphones on, but there's a chance you didn't hear this. Mentally, I was uh, not here. And, Tits, uh, Pookie, you're drinking with Aaron, so I don't know if you heard it. <laughs> what team does Tyler Bowers race arena cross for? What team does Tyler Bowers race arena cross for? Time. Okay, time's up. They, they got their answers. Uh, tits, let's, let's do this. Babbitts. 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 Okay, two two to one. Boogie, you get one more right, you win. No. No, it's best out of five. <laughs> Every single show. I'm not sure what's funnier. The answers they come up with or the fact you can't get this straight. Math was never – I was never good at math. Yeah, well, you I'm going gotta... to be honest. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm working with this with my four-year-old. So um, you have five fingers, right? So this is how you start. With, with I'm going to be honest. I wasn't good at math. Okay. Ready? Uh, Question number three. Hilarious. Uh, you're not going to get this one. I'll go skip the next one. Way to go, Brad. How many Supercross championships does Ricky Carmichael have? How many Supercross titles does Ricky Carmichael have? Ooh. Do the math, Pookie. Uh, Don't look at me like that. I Do the math. the one. Uh, Tits is already done. He and took a wild-ass guess. Uh, time. Time. All right, Pookie, what do you got? Seven. No. Tits, what do you got? Four. No. Five. No? Five. Ooh, five. Five Supercross titles. I was pretty titles. confident with four. You MC, were. Is that you looked that fast. MC7, right? Huh? MC7, yeah. Okay. Which national racetrack... Hold on one second. You got to look up the answer? No. Carry the show, Moser. Which... We need some Jeopardy music. No. Like you can't do, I need the Jeopardy music. We'll worry about uh, this with the new producer. Oh, thank you. Uh, which national track has a jump named after Mike LaRocco? Which <laughs> national track has a jump named after Mike LaRocco? Uh, famous jump. Two, one. Pencils down. Pencils down. Uh, tits, what do you got? Because we, we, we start with you. This, is, this says Red Bud. Michigan <laughs> Red Bud. At least Pookie that's, has. That's red right ah, here, and I was finishing right Pookie has Pookie. five U's. That's, that's perfect. That's awesome. Red Bud. Red Bud. This, hey, this is a correct answer. No, we got you. You yeah, got it. Okay. 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 Right. Don't try. Don't try to knock me out. Not trying to do anything. Going to the judges. Going to the judges. Okay, so. Uh, if, she, if we tie on this next one, then she wins. That's five questions. Okay. Uh, you guys will not get uh, that one. You will not get that one. You know what happens when you assume, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pass out of you and me. What? I don't know if this question is right. I'm, I'm going on Brad's points here. I think it is right, though. Okay. Uh, so what you year? Don't, you don't know the answer. I think he's right. Oh, what years. year 
did Ryan Villapoto make his pro debut? Ooh. What year did Ryan Villapoto, rookie I 207, even, I think he ran number 207. I don't, I don't even know that. Um, was it 207, was it? I think it was 207. I don't think so. doesn't sound right. Don't sound right. Screw you guys. Time. I'm just time. saying. I don't, I don't time. sound right. Well, it can't be time already. <laughs> did I say time yet? He hasn't even answered to ask the question. Really? I don't know. It was... Time. What do you got, Tits? <laughs> okay, it's time. No, Pookie, we started with you last time. Pookie, what do you uh, got? Oh, wait. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. 2005? Yeah. Was... Yes, you're right. 2005. Wow. Oh, I was going to say no. six. Look hey, that up. There's no go way. Go with Brad. He, he put it on the paper. I graduated man. in 01, on, and Villapoto was like three years younger than me, so that's not right. Nobody knows that. Just go with I him. do, because I grew up in Washington. Look at him with AMA. Maybe you can find the number, too. I'm sure I'm Brad, up. Brad probably double-checked this, though. He was pretty on point with his He's stats. He's a rising star. So that's what I heard. Sure, it's right. Nope. Oh, five Wikipedia. That's what I said. Okay, what was race? Wikipedia. He Wikipedia raced, uh, is never wrong. Race Binghamton. <laughs> Ever. Never. Race Ever. Binghamton, and then uh, Steel City and Glen Helen. What was his number? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't Not matter. I'm pretty sure it was yeah, 207. It no, it wasn't. Uh, he wrecked a lot in Supercross that first year. Great radio, bro. Awkward silence. <laughs> Dead air is good air, man. I was taking a drink of my beer outside to try to carry the show. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So, Berluti, how much do you guys have more testing you got to do for Supercross? Or? Yeah, we'll probably have a little bit more before the come January. Uh, Brad says 207 was his year. That was the same year that Alessi stood on Tedesco's bike? Really? Well, Glenn was that Howard. Mike Alessi's first year? Okay. Um, all right. Um... So we're tied. Tied. We're tied. So we tied. need a tiebreaker. Pookie, you're throwing this away. You have you can't to feel the pressure. You can't feel the pressure. All right. What did you find this out on Question. Kawasaki's website, huh? What? Look at you, wife. What number is he? Oh, we She's back in my Okay, here we go. She's back to uh, what, what national track, you name the national track, that... Eli Tomac made his pro debut going 1-1. Named the national track. Eli Tomac made his pro debut Worst at. question ever. And, uh, and he went 1-1 to be, the, be the, first, the first ever rookie to win his first ever race. What no, he wasn't. What state is it in? He was? He hey. was, but he's wrong on the, uh, he's wrong on the results. Oh, you didn't go 1-1? Yeah, he did. Brad, Brad G. I thought he did. No, he did go 1-1. He, I thought he just got the overall. Can we overall. get the time? Can we he get the time? He got the overall. Yeah. I'm with you. Like I, don't one, I don't think he went 1-1. I don't think he went 1-1, but he got the overall. Uh, time? Well, Poor Brad. Yeah, Thanks, time. Moser. Thanks, Brad Moser. Says. I'm multitasking. To Pookie? Hangtown. You are correct. Hang yes! Town. He got it, too. Oh, shit! <laughs> it's not that hard. It's been the series opener for the last... No, but maybe like Villapoto. Not this year. Villapoto made his... Glenn Helen this year. Villapoto made his debut at Binghamton. So, well, next you know, year. There's, there's that. Different, Guys jumping in after Loretta's. Different generation. Okay. Um, Good thing Brad submitted some. What goggle brand did Rich Taylor wear as a pro? When he raced pro, what goggle brand did Rich Taylor wear as a pro? I know. Come on, dude. What goggle brand you know did Rich Taylor wear as a pro? Are you still timing or are you just giving up drunk? Drunky McDrunk? Nope. Uh, busy texting Brad, the rising star. Done. Time's up. Uh, Pookie, what do you got? Scott, I heart John Knowles. <laughs> Tits, what do you got? I did not write I heart John Knowles, but I guessed Scott. Smith. I have no idea. You're both wrong. Smith. Smith. He's from Idaho. His dad guys. worked at Smith. He's from that. Idaho. Oh, now I know. Grew up snow skiing. Um, All the little. Details. I'm out of questions. I don't think. Uh, what do we yeah, got? I'll Bird come up with the. Uh, 
You got that brother? You got anything? We'll come up with something here. Uh, how many manufacturers has Andrew Short wrote for? How many manufacturers has Andrew Short wrote Starting for? Starting time now. As a pro? Yes. As a pro. They're never going to get the one. They'll never get the first one. So. Time. Three. No. Four. Yes. No, you got to name them. Yamaha, no, KTM, said how Suzuki, many. Honda. Actually, it's Kawasaki was his pro debut. It's all right. I still got it. Then it was Suzuki. I'll go out on Honda top. No, no, KTM. no. We're not doing about? that. You what? can't name, name the number. You got to name the brand. I said how many. He said how many. That's Come dumb. with a better question, bro. I had a better question. Go. All right. You said we, we had No, nah, you got to name the brands. You obvi have to name the brands. Oh, That's whatever, Pookie. Obvi. Okay, this question's easy. We're pro- we're pertains <laughs> to people this year, racing this year. Who runs number 44 in 2014? <laughs> they debuted the number at the Monster Cup. They've, they've, they've been on well, websites, which you guys, neither, neither one of you would have read. But uh, uh, they ran number 44 at the Monster Cup. New number for this year. You got this one, brother. I, I didn't even listen. I wasn't listening. Time. All right, tits. I don't have an answer. Top Jimmy. Ooh. No, Matt Gurky. That was a good guess, nope. though. Matt nope. Gurky did not get that. Okay. Um, this one retains to the show. What rider has Tony Berluti worked for twice as a mechanic, separate times? You know, different years apart. One rider in his career that he has worked for twice. At Suzuki, I'll give you that much. At Suzuki. He said it tonight, or I said it tonight. Time. We, we talked about it. Pens down. Pens down. Bernard, no. Yeah, that's what I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't he was know. on the show. Buddy Antonis. Oh, really? We talked about it tonight. Nope. I so did he rent for him when he made his Supergrass comeback then? Yeah. Yeah, oh, when yeah. He was, yeah, when he got the factory ride or whatever. Um, oh, this is never going to end. That's what she said. Uh... Sorry. Mm. <laughs> look ashamed for my can, wife. Can we just push it until next week? No. The call to draw. No. 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 This no. Is, this we got to get it done. Yeah. This uh, is great radio. This is this is key. Okay. Um, Tony Berluti worked for Sebastian Tortelli at Suzuki in Sebastian Tortelli's first year on the team. He got signed over by Honda. He was a Honda rider forever. Then he went to Suzuki. Uh, he ran a little bit of a weird number, a little bit of a different number. What number did Sebastian Tortelli run at Suzuki when Berluti worked for him? Again, it was not his number. It was a little different. It was a little weird. So he went to Honda, then he went to Suzuki? Or yeah. Time. What do you got? No, it's not 13. time. He was 103. Time. What do you got, Tits? Oh, 101. Oh. <laughs> he was superstitious for the 13, so he asked to run 103. Right. He was 111 when he won Coliseum? No. Yeah, I think so. Was he Oh, no, I think he was 103. So 103? I think he was 103. On the yeah, I think he was. On the Cali? He was In the mud? Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Oh. Go ask a question. <laughs> Come on, Pookie. We're not still, cheating to win. We still have here. people calling in at this hour. We're not calling in to win here. Is it Benny? Your rising stars on one. <laughs> Brad. Brad, what's up with some of these questions? Uh, here I uh, I'll, I'll I'll pick up uh, one of the ones I uh, grabbed from the week. One sec. What? He's got more questions. Got some, okay. All right. All right. You, you, I've got more questions for you. You okay. just uh, We're ready. Probably, they're from the email last week. All right. What do you got? What do you got, Brad? Do it to it. Um, 
What uh, what kind of gear did uh, the Great Western Bank team wear in '97? Everyone's gonna know that, bro. They won't get that. Did we not say that? You don't did we think not so? use that? You don't think it, brother? I don't think they'll get it. Oh, Pookie looks frazzled. Five seconds, three seconds, two. Pens down. Time, time. Axel, bro. Oh, no. What do you got, Tits? I know Tits has this. Extreme. Extreme. Tits wins. Oh. Wow. wow. <laughs> Team Tits all the way, bro. And oh, once man. again, the there is. The show is over. And once again, there is no real winner uh, in this contest. <laughs> Axel, bro. I've never seen Tits There's look so happy. Oh, no, he does every time. Look at he beats that. Oh, no, every, end of the show? He's, every time no, he beats I think it's hey, the end of the no, show. Uh, that I want, that the show Brad, thank you, man. Thanks for that. Thanks for that tie break. Yeah, just, just, just one sec, Steve. I, uh, I wasn't going to call, but uh, I decided to call in here. Uh, I got to know, 1991 Detroit Lakes Arena Cross. Tell me the story. What do you mean? What, what, I broke my arm. You did not break your arm. You threw your goggles. Lawrence Ham took you out in the first oh, in the last yeah, quarter. Yeah, no, no, I want to yeah, know why yeah. you were so upset. Nah, yeah, I was winning the 125 uh, A main or 250 A main. There was some la- there was an inside jump on the left hand corner at the Detroit Lakes, and it was all muddy and shitty. And there were lappers ahead of me, and I went to the outside line because it was the last turn, and I was going to win and take the checkers. And my buddy Lawrence Ham took the inside line out of nowhere, pushed a lapper out of the way, and won the race. And then as he crossed the finish line. He looked back at me and pumped his fist. And so, yeah, I threw my roll-offs at him. But later on that day, I broke my arm. Fair enough. And then well, my, my dad made me – my dad said it wasn't broken, and he took me to Fuddruckers, and I couldn't hold a burger. And then he took me to – wow, and, and then he took me to the movies. We went to watch the movies, and I had my arm resting on the armrest, and he would hit it with his elbow. And I'd be like, ah! And he's like, it's not broken. There was a huge lump in it. <laughs> oh, Debbie was not happy. So, uh, yeah, ask Lawrence about the Fuddruckers in the movie and my arm being broken. So Fair yeah. enough. I'm going to see him later on. Good times. Uh, you guys have a great show, and uh, take care. Thanks, Brad. All right, everybody. And with that, Tits, you got to come out. You're 8-5. Pookie, what the F, bro? Great that, was a, Bank. that was pretty close. Great Western Bank is an they iconic team. Studio. Before my any, time, bro. any trivia related to Godbot and – Tits is going to get it for I sure. would, I would hope. I Tony Berluti. Uh, I'm not faulting you for that. No, thank you for I'm sticking saying. out this long. Thank you very Congratulations much, Congratulations on being a member of the longest show we've ever done. <laughs> you <laughs> might, you <laughs> might nice. need to get paid extra for the show. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, no, well, always I, good. I missed you all, so I was glad to come on. <laughs> always good to much. have you uh, on the show, Berluti. Always. Um, thank you very much. Moser, thanks. It's been fun. You hosted a roundtable. We gambled together. We ate lunch together at Hash House of Go-Go. Oh, and now, Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabo um, with Sammy Hagar. Uh, and thank you, <laughs> wow. thank you, Moser. Yes. You especially, just me, just. You. And like I said, thanks for flying me and my wife down, picking right. up the hotel, the wind, catering to us, driving us around in the ridge yeah. line. Yeah. It, uh, thanks sitting to- around talking moto, drinking beer. It was a great Fantastic. Time. Thanks, thank it. you, Aaron. Thank you, the wife of Moser, for letting this happen. Pookie, I'm disgusted with you. <laughs> we'll deal with this you later. Know what I, I don't know. even want to know. Rig the shit. I do not rig the shit. <laughs> I do not rig the shit. We play this. We play this straight down the line, bro. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. Thank you guys for hanging in. Thanks to our guests. We'll be back next week uh, with another show, a fantastic show. Uh, tits. Thank you, everybody, and uh, see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do. Playgirl magazine and I did it I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine I, I mean spread man I pulled my butt apart and stuff and I was totally nude and it was weird I I mean 
You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>